Now you used them. Yeah. You know, now they're the bad towels. They're very bad towels. Then, uh, we, then we played charades. Yeah, I took your coats. Do I coat? They put them in. They just said you're putting them in a coat room, but I left you just put them on a bed. Yeah, you just threw them on a yeah. bed. Well, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. But that room smells funny. That's so okay. now my coat smells funny. Uh, Yeah. That's. So yep. Accurate. Other people's bedrooms, they smell funny. I had people in my bedroom over the weekend because that's where the Oculus Rift lives. <laughs> Is that what you're calling it? Yeah. <laughs> Where you do your business. Where's the rift? It's in my bedroom. Close your eyes. Okay. Okay. Now put this on. Now put this on. Can you see me? Can you see me? Can you see what I'm doing? It's just no, dark. nothing. You know, it's, it's working. Yeah, it's working. It's working. Yeah, I feel. Are you? Are you? Are you ready to ride the? Ro- are you ready to ride the roller coaster? Get some of that rift, son. Are you ready to ride the roller coaster? I feel something breathing on my neck. That's weird. Yeah, it's really realistic. Are you ready to ride the roller coaster? Sure, I shouldn't call my mom. Do you want to go faster? <laughs> sure. Scream if you want to go faster. I got to be home for dinner. Scream if you want to go faster. I'm just going to pager. You just, uh... I've got a... She's got a beeper. Open your eyes. I'm going to ride the roller coaster. I'm ride the roller coaster. Just wanted you to... Oh, get, just want to donate a dollar for a Boy Scout. Donate a roller coaster a dollar. Roller coaster dollar. Keep the candy bar, mister. Roller coaster dollar. <laughs> Drew Scanlon, Vinny Caravella, and Brad Shoemaker are here with me. Act folks at home. Hello. I thought yep. we weren't doing fact checking anymore. That's that's no. This is these are facts. Well, he's just guessing. I, yeah. He has he doesn't no have Wikipedia open. Take, no. uh, take the Oculus Rift off now. Look. Oh wait. Hi. No, we really are here. Wait, are you saying I'm wearing another Oculus Rift under my Oculus Rift, and I have no idea what reality is real anymore? Take off the Oculus Rift. I did. Open your eyes. I did. I did. Opera Los Ojos. What? I don't know. It's Oculus Rift. For open your eyes. Oh. Figured those weirdos would get their own language. Well, did you bring that up because John Carmack is working on the Oculus Rift now? Wait, this ain't news. What are you doing? I'm, I'm jumping the gun. Sit on that. We're shaking it uh, up. Check it out. No, no. I brought it up because I had people over, over the weekend. Like John Carmack? So, yeah, John Carmack came by, and he's like, what's this Oculus Rift all about? Yeah, yeah check it out. And I'm like, ah, you want to ride the roller coaster? <laughs> and he's like, sure, I guess. Change his life. Yeah. So the funny thing about the Oculus Rift roller coaster demo, Rift Coaster, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of the, the good first thing for people to try. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, is just Unreal Citadel with a roller coaster in it. I think so, yeah. yeah I okay. think that is exactly what it is. Um is that as a person who has already ridden it before... Yeah, you've ridden the Rift Coaster. I've ridden the Rift Coaster. Uh-huh. Uh, bringing people in and having them try it for the first time, you actually feel like you're operating a carnival ride. Oh, gotcha. Here, because <laughs> put this on. Of, okay, put this on. Are you now, ready? Here are these headphones. You ready? Hands okay, inside. And then you hit the buttons that start the ride. And are you, you waiting in anticipation? You, then you start a very crippling, debilitating methamphetamine habit. At least that's how it was for me. I don't know. That's a quick turnaround. Well, the meth is there. This, four people wanted to ride the coaster. Oh, I had man. a lot of time to kill. Did they enjoy it? Yeah. Did they get it? Yeah. They yeah. got it? Yeah. Anybody hurl? No. Hmm. Was it fun for you? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Like it, kind it, of showed it, it, off. Like and... it, it's having people wear it for the first time and stuff yeah. like that. It's, it's fun to watch because sometimes they kind of lose it a little bit. Yeah. And... Get all like, this is it, man. If you've never used like a head track, like a track IR before, mm-hmm. and you put that thing on, it's 
Yeah, it's, intense. It's, it's pretty crazy. Those folks, were they into video games in a big way? Some were, some weren't. Okay, mixed crap. Wow, you're doing a focus group. Yeah. I got it. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, were they like, I? did you rate them afterward? On a scale of one to five, would you say this Would you is... recommend this to others? or what? Uh, <laughs> how did you hear about this? How did you hear about this? Are you likely to recommend this to... <laughs> Please rate your enjoyment of this virtual roller coaster. Yeah. And by, by, the, by the end of it, I was playing Quake 1 on it. Oh, how's that? Oh, Which wow. Is fucking rad. Oh, man. I didn't know that... Bring, yeah. bring the thing back in here. I got to see that. The particle effects that oh. come off the rockets when yeah. you shoot the rockets. Those are voxels. I don't know if you knew. Yeah, they look great. Are they in 3D? Yeah, I think they, I think they are. Yeah, mm. they are. But yeah, they, they, they just expand in like a sphere, right? Yep. They just go everywhere. Oh man, it looks awesome. Real good. Having the dogs, I'll play single player. You know, having dogs run at you yeah. and jump at you and yeah. stuff. It, it looked really. It was. It was cool. Oh fuck, man. It was Could cool. you play it though? Ah, uh, sure. Okay. It wasn't like uh, so. TF2 by default, when you turn your head. Uh, your weapon doesn't move. Mm-hmm. All the the to- body movement is handled with the mouse. Yeah. Uh, with this, uh, the by default anyway, maybe you can change it. The weapon moved like the gun was strapped to your face. So it's basically <laughs> just like mouse control. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you could still have mouse control for extreme cases where you really needed to turn, but, but wait, you had no vertical control on the mouse. If you were holding W, uh-huh. and then you turn, then you you are your whole body is turning. Way. You're moving in a different okay. direction. Yeah. You can't you can't look. Right. There's no torso twist. Yeah, if it were a mech. Some some have claimed that's the wrong way to do shooters on a rift. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is. Okay. Totally is. I was going to say, you know, it seems maybe a little early in the life of this technology to say what's right and wrong, but, yeah. but if you think if you think it's bad, I don't know. I don't I mean, I don't think it's bad. I think it's it's I think time will tell and and I think most games, if games are developed with the rift in mind, I bet they will have that as a toggle. Hmm. Um, because it is a lot easier to play as a video game if the gun is always strapped to your face. And the, then you are moving where you're looking or, or whatever. I mean, you can still strafe using the keyboard, you know, so you can still get that sideways movement, all that stuff. But that just, that was, it was a very easy analog. It was easy to understand. I mean, it might depend on the game, too, because yeah. our arm has been using track IR for a long time, uh-huh. and that does the torso twist thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and you would expect that from a game of right. that, right? Uh, you know, th- that level of sophistication. Exactly. Um, and TF2 does it that way, too, which ends up being confusing in some cases because you're like, I'm looking over here, but oh, God, I'm, I need to turn my. Weapon that's over a, here if I want twitch, to shoot in that like, direction. It's such a Twitch game, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Arma, you move like a human. TF2, you can spin around instantly. Right. So I don't know why they would do that. It's just, I mean, all of it's totally experimental. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that, that's See, why. Someday they're going to make a game. And I think there are other there are alternate view settings that probably do Where, if you look at the enemy... When you're shooting it, you're going to turn to stone or something like that, right? So you got to, like, look to the left, and like it'll be, booze. like, yeah, like mirrors and stuff. And you have to look in the mirrors and see your guy and aim like that. That's I'm okay. making that game. All right. Oh, man. What I about an Oculus Rift demo where you're in the mirror maze from the end of Man with a Golden Gun? That would be too much. Just <laughs> <laughs> Melt all computers. <laughs> Holy cow. The reflections wouldn't, wouldn't be able to process. Yeah. The infant hall of mirrors would be like you walked outside a map, everything broke. I still, I, I still just want that married with another piece of technology, like um, the Connect or something like that. Yep. So yeah, so that ended up being. So here's the thing that we haven't done that uh, the group stumbled onto and uh-oh. really changed it. Do it standing up. The Oculus Rift. Yeah. Well, right, because well, controlling with the mouse and keyboard. Well, you can still, you know, that. if you have a mouse and keyboard high enough. Yeah. That's still going to be your option right. for, for movement and stuff. Right, because your player is always standing up. Yeah. 
So it ends up actually because, you know, it, you can more naturally turn your body mm. and look around when you're standing up than if you're sitting in a chair. Uh, even if the chair is on, you know, if it's an office chair on wheels or something like that, you get a little more. But it totally translates that. It, it makes all of the movement feel way more natural, which I didn't expect, but ended up being a, a pretty big difference. Huh. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, people have, have uh, tied that to like the Razer Hydra, which is kind of a Wii remote motion control yeah. to arm setup. Uh, there's some stuff to use that. Um, I mean, the thing I want is to raise my hand in front of my Oculus Rift yes, eyes and, and see a see, gun, and or see and my see hand, a gun, or see a, a gun. I want a sword. What the gun? I want a sword that shoots guns. You ride the roller coaster with the gun. You're not allowed to do that. Please don't do that. Keep your guns and arms. Inside the there's a great car at all times. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if there's any potential synergy between that thing and the leap motion deal. Uh although yeah. I mean that that only tracks fingers, right? But not like <clears throat> not rotation and, and orientation, right? It's purely just. I, I think Vinny's talking about like haptic gloves. Oh, wow. That's what I mean. You couldn't get what he's asking for with the leap, right? Like not the gloves in Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, I mean that, that machine super. <laughs> that would be awesome. But even if I were able to just raise my hand, like with a connect there that knew the bone structure, right? right. It's like, all right, the character should raise his hand. Like that's what I want to see because I like adventure games, and like if I could just play an adventure game by like reaching out and grabbing stuff and have that be janky. You want as that hell. tactile feedback? Right? I know. You I really do. Ready Player One. But is there anything out there that's doing that? Like, is that technology? I mean, the, the Razer Hydra would would you wouldn't. You you could raise your hand up and you could reach out and hit a button to grab or something like right. that. I mean, like yeah, that even, would be the option. There's no force feedback and fingertip style haptic. Not the fingertip. Right? Uh, no, there's the Peregrine. What's that? Is, those are uh, it's like a leap motion kind of thing, but it's just a pair of gloves that they started selling years ago as like play Warcraft three with this thing or, oh, or like play tab WoW on the table or, or something. Yeah. Or yeah, kind of like or just it was. It, I don't know actually what it says. It's, mm. it's a weird. Just get a, it was a weird-looking set of gloves. A spherical matrix around you of Novent Falcons. Yep. You just got to touch them all? Yeah. yeah. And then when you put on the rift, you're surrounded by boobs. Think about it. What? Or, that's a good idea. Uh-huh. Or... I like to think so. You immerse yourself in a semiconductive okay. uh, yep. gelatin yes. with a scuba gear I on I do that right? anyway. Well, And by the... And the, and and through the the signals that are getting sent through there, it can tell how you're moving, right? Uh-huh. Through the kind of have the, how electricity works, yeah. And then it can tell how you're moving, and it, you know, it fills in the spaces when you move your arm. It's a little hard right. to move, yeah. But it, and you play games in there, okay? Like a big tub of jello. Let's just do that. That sounds way and, easier. Yeah, let's it's just do it. Use it with uh, oxygen-like stuff in the abyss. You just breathe it. Yeah, you're in there all day, and you can also play it like 400 miles underwater, and then you can find aliens. Yeah, it's yeah. probably really good because, like, the resistance provided by the gelatin would help build your muscles yeah. faster than if you were moving around in, hey, in Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. We all breathe that stuff for nine months. Yeah. I watched The Abyss. Why? Are there, are there really aliens? In The Abyss? Yeah. I don't know. Have you not seen The Abyss? Nope. What do you think's at the bottom of The Abyss? Aliens? I mean, I've seen the footage now, of I the... I think aliens. I don't know. <laughs> I mean... I've seen the footage of the goo thing, but I didn't know what it was. Before I was like... Uh, well, what, what do big, you think a of big, it? A big, a big, a big octopus? Like a giant shark. What? With an octopus, and they're fighting. It changes into the lady's A state. whale and an octopus, and then they're all entangled together, and then it's that they might be giants. But is it, is it clearly stated that they're aliens? Or is it left to your interpretation? 
I don't know if they, he says, are you an alien? And he says, yep. Yes. Hell yeah. What's an alien? Define an alien. Well, did you come from space? Well, yeah. We're, no, we're, the answer is no. You are. <laughs> ah! <laughs> from the director of. Yeah, that's the yeah, whole no, thing. I'm just yeah. fucking with you. No, we're, we're aliens. Yeah, no, we're <laughs> I came from space. Yeah. Now we're just, we're, this is where the Egyptians went. I don't know. Is it, would they it, built the pyramids and then did this. With another species underwater, a sentient species underwater, would that be an alien to you? No. It has to be extraterrestrial? Yeah. I mean, it would be alien, but it would not be an alien. An alien? Yes. Okay. What if they landed... Not in the sense that you're using it. What if, what if they landed on Earth from space millions of years ago and then adapted to our climate and now we're living underwater? Hmm. And then you found them. Are they aliens? Colonists. Well, if, if, Colonists. They, if they were here first, then they're not aliens. So they're, then they would not be aliens. Well, they, but, they, but they came here. Yeah. They're native Earthers. <laughs> I think is what we have to call them. Native Earth or truthers. A, yeah. So if we colonize the moon, are we aliens on the moon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But even if we're there first? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, give it time. We're and not eventually indigenous we're not to Earth. And they or, wouldn't or be you to the moon. To, to the moon, yeah. Right. right. So that's how you're staking claim? Are you revealing that you're actually an alien? <laughs> you seem to know a lot about yeah, this. You, you seem really defensive about, about this. About not being indigenous <laughs> to the Earth here. Uh, because like Brad said sure in the Take Legs are bending the other way. I should have known that was a <laughs> getting Charlie Sheen on the phone right now. Uh, there, they have found meteorites and meteor fragments from Mars, and some of which carried fossilized was like bacteria. Oh, well, that's not confirmed. But it's confirmed now. Ah, yeah. And uh, so the fact that no, that has not been found. We may they found DNA sure inside got, meteorite fragments. Yeah, uh, troglodytes and human DNA. They traced it back. It ninety nine percent accurate. I saw a mission yeah. to Mars. Yeah, most no. of, most of that's not true, and so I'm going to stand by. It. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, well, Mars people. You know, some people believe. That that is one hundred percent true. Yeah. So basically sixty percent true. So it's pretty much factual. I'm doing called, math right yeah. now. It's called we're running a twenty four hour news network now. That's just fact. This is just in. Here's one this for just you. In. This is what some people believe. One out of four people. Yeah. Twenty five percent. So it's probably true then. Here's one for you. Okay. It's called panspermia. What? That's, that's the panspermia. No pan. Okay. All the sperm is around yes, the world. Basically. No, I mean the idea is that sperm can only be created nor destroyed. The idea that seeds, the seeds of life of originated. Make sure you heat your pan first somewhere yeah. besides the earth and landed here. Is yeah. what that is. See, I, I, I'm down with Whatever, that. Man, yeah. we didn't land on Earth. Earth landed on us, and it hurt. Yeah. So the abyss has things underwater, undersea things of indeterminate origin. Correct. Okay. Like under, like under the sea. I mean, I've like, seen under the sea. Like these, they're, they're all Jamaican. Talking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I've seen the effects reels, you know, I know what the thing looks like. Oh, man, when we were when we were at Lucas, they have a giant wall uh canvas printed out of that scene. Wait. We who? You and me you went me there for the old republic? Oh yeah, when we got to go up in I- yeah. ILM. Oh my yeah. god, that was amazing. Like I I stood Yo, right- man, was Yoda there? There was a bust or two, yeah, but you know what else was there? What was he working on? I got to see the Vigo, the Carpathian painting. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Like the real one. I stood right in front of it. The Darth Vader suit there, too. Uh, Yeah, I think that was. You know what? Yeah, I think it was the one from Empire. Empire. I think the one from Empire was the one in the case there. Yeah. What else did we see? The the Vigo painting was the thing that really blew my mind, but I'm trying to remember what else was there. Lando Calrissian is doing modeling for all types of Pixar movies now. (laughs) He got laid off. Oh, man. Uh, The murder. Fucked up. I know. Guy's been there a while. A long time. Many contributions. Can't trust him. Yeah, well, I guess. 
You got to pick somebody. Yeah. Sorry, Lando. We had a deal. That's my Lando impression. That's all you're going to get. I'll take it. That's I'll take it. <laughs> all there is. Works every time. There's mine. Just can't rely on the guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, like I'm saying. Nice, turn, pair, turn nice, pair of, nice pair of legs walks by and his head's just in the clouds, you know. Wow. That was a complicated one. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. so many levels. Just going to unfold us the Pandora's box. <laughs> we peel back the layers <laughs> of the, the onion. Yeah, exactly. Of that joke. <laughs> I'm you still thinking it? about yeah. it. Sorry. Yeah. It's, you know, podcast ground to a halt because of this heady banter. <laughs> this is what we're known for. Uh, if you're first time listening to, what is yeah. it called? The um, Giant Bombcast. Yeah. Pick yourself back up. Heady Put banter, yourself back together. You know, just pop culture experts. Just riffing. Please <laughs> like and subscribe. And science. Science. And science. 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 Oh, man, science the black science. hole stuff, Brad. Pop science. Real science. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of black hole talk in here. Oh, there was. There's actually, you know, I'd say over the last while, there's been a lot of black hole talk, but finally, it was about the kind of black holes I'm interested yeah. in. Fucked up kind. Yeah. What'd you guys talk about with black holes? The single stream of atoms going through oh, them. Oh, sure. And, and then yeah. we, we all live inside a black hole. Yeah. Really? Well, not necessarily. No, no it's pretty much fact. Yeah, so, just like just like the you know the, fossils there was, from Mars, there was, it's just as factual. The DNA from another universe went in a single, single atom stream. and then formed together the mm-hmm. panspermia in on Mars, and then those fossils shot to Earth. Cosmic drifts. Oh, co- yeah, exactly. Cosmic rays are basically cooking these things into life, and that's how we came about. This Mars Mars rocks came to Earth. It's a little bit closer to the sun. Mm-hmm. And they cooked them. So I read radiation, and you, now here we are. You Did you ever play Evo for the SNES? <laughs> Start out in the water, and then you eventually grow legs. But if you fuck up and go there too soon, you jump out of the water, but don't grow legs, and then, Eef. or you you grow legs, but you can't breathe Eef. oxygen, and it's bad. Don't do it. So no fossils in the Mars rocks. That's right. made up. Nope. I mean, I thought there's like single cell. No. I think uh, that part of the confusion was that they this rock crashed to Earth and then some microbes got inside it and then died in there and fossilized. Yeah, there have also been some like microscopic formations they found in in certain rocks that look like they could have been. Yeah, but they also could have just been weird mineral deposits. Why don't you believe? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you? Stop? I want to because I like yeah. believing things that are definite and for sure. That's that sounds fun. boring. Yeah. Okay, Grandpa. Yep. Whatever. Sorry. I saw a ghost. I'm going to go lift this arcade cabinet with my magnets. Yeah. Because I believe in magic. <laughs> Everybody's got to believe in something I believe in over the beer. <laughs> I read that once. In a book. About believing in beer? Is that what you said? Yeah. Don't believe everything you read. Okay. Well. Unless it's about chemtrails. Then it's for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, chemtrails are very serious. It's like the whole, there's a whole, th- I guess in Elysium, there's a gun yeah. called the Chemrail. What? Yep. Uh, I saw that this weekend. Chemrails? Yeah, what'd you think of it? I did not see it, but it, those, the previews made it look fantastic. The previews are awesome. Wow. <laughs> huh. Okay. District 9 is awesome. Yeah. I have not seen, I still say, oh, I haven't seen District 9. District 9 is either. fantastic. I should see that. But this Elysium this, didn't, didn't this do it not, for you? not as good. It didn't, it didn't do it for me. Oh. I've seen a lot of people saying, like, like, oh, they built a great world that deserved a better story, or, you know, it was just kind of thin. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one, I think it's one of those cases where, you know, with District 9, like, he knew what he had, or na- now he knows what he can do, yeah. and now he's kind of overstepping. Like a little self-indulgent. 
or something. Yeah, or just like maybe a little too overconfident in sure God, being able still... to like make a story around a bunch of allegories. Okay, I mean you know the, let's be honest, social commentary in District Nine is pretty fucking heavy-handed. Yeah, this is that but, times. 10. Oh man, that's not oh. good. Even, they, even just the setup plays that way. Like, yeah, totally. you know, oh, trailers yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Totally. Like, oh man, that's that's very clearly what they're yeah the story they're trying to tell. And the acting's not great. And, oh, the accents. Jodie Foster cannot do a French accent. <laughs> Why do they make I her French? I refuse to believe you. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Um, I don't know. It looks really cool. The, the world is amazing. You it's know, like a, almost like a found footage. Space mm, thing, right? Or it's it's like, not found footage. Well, or like, but it's that. Even like, the trailer just looks like it's all like it's shot that super off of gritty, handheld, right? Um, the style that District Nine was, um, and like you know the tech is really cool mm-hmm. and you know solid and believable. And so just on the storytelling, it's just piece? the story stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. Oh, some really great action sequences and fight scenes and special effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anything else going on, Drew? What's what? How's the last seven days been? Oh man, um, I, I didn't. I played a few games, but mostly what my free time has been doing—that uh, is to say, on the bus—is reading things written by John Carmack. Oh man, oh, oh man, I went, I went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, uh, it, it started reading with, old uh, plan files. Yeah, yeah well, it started with that. Welcome to the last like fifteen years of my life. Yeah, um, those are really cool. Well for you. Yep. But then I started reading. You know, other stuff like he he did a sort of a por- post mortem on his development of Wolfenstein 3D for the iPhone, mm, which is really yeah. cool because he kind of goes back and talks about like you know uh, his thought process for that game and um, the fixes that he makes for the iPhone are really interesting. You know, it was sort of that time when people weren't he wasn't really sure how to do a shooter on the iPhone. Right. People hadn't really done it a lot, so he was kind of experimenting with new stuff there. Um, and the guy's just a great writer. Like, you wouldn't kind of expect that from a, yeah. a programming nerd. Right, uh, but yeah. He's, he's... He can make it really interesting to read, even if you don't understand mm-hmm. everything. Um, and the plan fires are so so cool, because I was reading 96, I think it was, and he's talking about Quake World. Right. Uh, and he, he's talking about not knowing how to do, like, online leaderboards or, like, central server authentication. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like throwing ideas out there and some of them are just, you know, kind of laughable at this point. Uh, right. back then nobody knew any better. Um, yeah, yeah like I mean, he's, he's basically sitting there like very quietly setting standards that yeah. the entire industry will follow Yeah, for the next decade. Yeah. But not in every case. I mean, no, you know, I'm sure no. some of that stuff, I mean, or, or, or breaking new ground, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Like, even yeah. if everybody didn't follow the same strategy right. he used, like he was doing stuff before anybody I'm else I'm trying had. to think like the first, like big PC game that I remember playing that had like kind of an online leaderboard type setup would have been like UT. Hmm. Like they had a stats password that you would enter and yeah. And yeah. Quake, Quake never really did anything like that. Yeah. At least not officially. I, I know yeah, on a server basis you could stuff, probably sure. keep sure. track of all kinds of stuff but I remember I remember Unreal Tournament having a thing where you would enter your you would create an account and have your, your CD key tied to this thing and, yeah. or whatever it was, and, and you would log into that account right. on their servers, and it would keep some kind of stats there. Whatever, man. Doing that in Pac-Man. Just put my initials in. It's got my high <laughs> score. Someone unplugs the machine. What? That's got a battery in there. 
Not, all, did, not all of them did. Though. No, they went back in. Oh, okay. Two right. double A's and they, yeah. they figured oh. it out. Vinny did it. He got back in the machine. He got into the back of the machine and yeah, soldered I, a battery. I was, I was well, negative actually, five. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, yes, they, they do that. Yeah. In some cases, they have modified machines to store. It's the only way. It's the only way the world can know. Basically add some NVRAM to it or something. Take that, John Carmack. That's right. Oh, so there's a vertex shaders. <laughs> so there's a there's a PDF floating around. I think you probably found the same one. It's just a PDF of all of his plan updates from 1997. Mm. Well, yeah, or, a, that came from a website that has all of them. Since oh, like by 96. year? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah, 97 probably was the most active year. Uh, was, that was the year he gave away the Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was the year he was like architect in Quake World, and they were doing Quake Two at the same time. Like all kinds of crazy stuff happening. I also found a uh, uh, an article he wrote. Um, where he was like first messing around with the Oculus Rift uh, and talking about latency. I mean, you, you read like that Wolfenstein article um, and any of his other plan files and stuff. The man is obsessed with frame rate yep. and user input and, and like, latency. So like the Oculus Rift stuff totally makes sense. Totally, yeah. Uh, like, the, the, if you want to read it, the, the article is called Latency Mitigation Strategies, and he goes into so much detail. He is he is drawing in ASCII a frame. Of, of of game ticks, and then what the processor is doing, um, and what the GPU is doing, and what like the renderer is doing, um, all he, he sort of illustrates it graphically, and then he talks about shifting, like the GPU part to the CPU part, so that they overlap, so that we can get like ten more milliseconds out of, you know, uh, or less latency. And then he staggers the the rendering and the video output like diagonally. It's it's just sort of hard to describe, but it, it's 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 sort of I don't I don't understand. And it makes sense that, that you know I mean yeah like he he's seemingly always been obsessed with that, and it makes sense because it's like that's the when you talk about setting standards and stuff like Quake World and basically like client side prediction yeah. of server side movement. That was the yeah. thing that made all of this work. Um, over the internet and all that sort of stuff, you know, like like having, like being able to make those kind of guesses accurately about, you know, where a player is going to be in X number of yeah. milliseconds. I want to say you and, could go all the way back to '96 when they first shipped Quake, and I'd swear that he made comments to the effect of like, you know, we have a LAN in the office, we're on a T1, which back then was insane right. fast. Yeah, yeah. Like we designed Quake multiplayer around like you know IPX or whatever really right. fast local network stuff. Yeah. Then we threw it out there into the world, and everybody's playing it over a fourteen four or twenty eight modem. Plan okay, yeah, I remember him right, yep. like way back then. He was like, "This is just ninety nine percent of the world is on slower connections yeah. than He's us." Talking about, like, we, we, like, we did not account for everybody else having shitty, yeah, like like we burgeoning the, internet access. The beta of Quake World, yeah. and then four hundred people hit the master server, and it melted. Right. So we can, that's, <laughs> we're, we're scrapping that so, idea. So yeah, they had to you know, like scramble to put the Quake World stuff together to make that game more playable. Yeah. for for everybody. Yeah, it, crazy stuff. Because when it launched, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. I mean, you, totally. that, that doesn't stop me from playing it. Yeah, I played the like shit out of eight eight mode yeah. or fourteen four or whatever. I played it was, the shit I, out of pre Quake World Quake. Yeah, online, but uh, there was there was a real art to leading your rockets when you had a ping of like two hundred fifty or higher. Yeah, <laughs> like you really had to get good at that. Like you could get good at it. Yeah, and that was the weird thing because that was I mean like ninety six is when I started working at GameSpot. And when I first came in, everyone was obsessed with Quake 1 multiplayer. They had a LAN set up, all that sort of stuff. So it was the first time I had encountered that. Like, I was playing, you know, on a modem at home, and I'd gotten really good at leading those rockets and doing all that sort of stuff. 
Um, so it was, it was coming in here and playing against people locally was like sensory overload because it was so much faster totally. and also totally ruined my ability to play at home anymore. Like it just broke me. So I had to get a, you know, I had to get a cable modem as soon as they were available yeah. just to have something that approximates that experience. And that was great because so many other people did not have, uh, that fast of a connection at that point. It was great to connect to servers. Yeah. Fucking yep. wreck people. I remember. That was actually the really fun thing, again, about uh, Quake 3 on the Dreamcast, is that it had broadband adapter support, but no one bought a Dreamcast broadband adapter, because why would you? <laughs> um, but that's... I had one, and it was, and, I, and, I, and I had the mouse and keyboard. Right. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, basically, you're just playing real Quake 3 with the graphics set to shit, uh, getting on against people who are playing with a Dreamcast controller on a dial-up, and just... <laughs> They can't turn. They Ugh. can't do anything. You're just like running circles around them. Ugh. Literally. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. But like reading that stuff, it's just, it makes so much clearer that John Carmack is just a guy who loves a challenge. Like yeah. he just loves solving problems. And clearly the Oculus Rift uh, is, is a, a big, a big, uh, you know, a, a chance for him to pioneer more stuff um, and, and solve issues like the latency. He's yeah. talking about, I think I read this correctly. He was talking about the screen tearing that happens. Right. Um, and that this is, you know, people getting motion sick is largely due to the latency. It's not, um, you know, the resolution or anything. Uh, but the screen tearing also has a, a lot to do with it. And he was talking about, like, being able to predict when the screen would tear and to essentially pre-tear it so that the tear synced it back up. Oh, sure. Yeah. Tear it the other way. Right. Ah. Man. So if you go back, I think, two years ago, three years ago, when Brad, you interviewed him at E3? Yeah. That was last year. No, yeah. it was the one before that. Though. No, I've only interviewed him once. It was last year. Patrick interviewed him with me sitting off to the side. Oh, maybe you didn't interview him then. When you sat there with the, was it the Rift? Yeah, that was last year. That could have been. That was last year. That's, that's impossible. That was last year. No way. Not this year. Last year. So two E3s ago, with his his like prototype, yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed him year? the day the day they announced that he was going to Oculus. He talked about like how much fun it was having like hot gluing and duct taping his prototype, and like that was the one I used. I went back and looked that at the video. That was last year. Yes, that was last. That year. That was 2012. That was last year. That's E3 2012. That was last year. Yeah. Holy shit! What the fuck are we doing? That was last <laughs> that's year. A, that's a great question. Holy cow! But I, I went back and looked at the video, and that was the one he's talking about. Yeah. You can see the duct tape it's on the side. Really I was going to say that's like. That felt like four years ago Ready? he was talking Ready? about this. That was last year. What year is this? That was last year. This is this year. 2087. It's, it's 2011. This is this <laughs> year, and it was ah! the one before this one. God. It was the year before the one that we're in now. We're deploying the... I guess it must be. List. I guess it was, he was in a Bethesda booth. Have we so all, we've all fallen into a black hole. Holy cow. Time has no meaning now. It's Speaking wrapping of, around on itself. Time, time is just the singularity. I think the latency is making me sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I move it moves like five times. Later. You need to pre tear. I mean, I saw him. I saw Professor him. latency. Yeah. I saw him tweeting just this past weekend about diabolical time shift. About how many way, sticks are available in 2013? Uh, <laughs> uh, he was tweeting just this past weekend about like the way to sort of process user input and how to display things in the headset and everything. And the driving motivation was. If it does this and this, it's very jarring to the user. So, and he was speaking in a lot of mathematical concepts. He's talking about the derivative of the yeah. motion and blah blah blah. But the point of it was, this is very jarring to the human perception. So we have to defeat this. Like, yeah, he like that 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 like obsessive or perfectionist 
pursuit of performance and efficiency is like the main thing has made me love id games so much like because they always are the fastest and the smoothest like the mouse movement always feels the best like the run speed like everything about the movement the player movement and control i don't know that has I've... always felt tightest to me in id games for whatever reason. I feel like they've gotten away from that. Uh, I think even Rage was like that. That was I like had, the thing that saved Rage for me was yeah. the gunplay and the movement felt so good. I just don't... But it was, fun. It was I really fun I never thought that stuff. Rage felt great. I definitely didn't think that Doom 3 felt great from a movement perspective. I mean, it's, it's a different pace of game, so yeah. that kind of changes the expectations, but still, just like... like there are so many games that, that ship with shitty mouse control, shitty mouse code on the PC these days. But it's really sad, because, you know, that's one of the... That's one of the primary advantages of the platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... I so can, many games I can never do Battlefield. So yeah, so many games have like really stuttery, like low, low sampling rate right. kind of yeah, input, yeah. or like they they handle mouse acceleration really badly, like to the point that a lot of games that are designed for consoles, they just plug in a controller because at least you know how that's going to feel. Right. But but they always like all the way back to the Quake and Doom days, they were always on point with just like the speed of everything, you know, the the, the input that they were sampling. And stuff like that. Well, so anyway, going back to your interview, which was last month with John Carmack, the uh, the one we shot yesterday. Yeah, yeah the yeah. one. No, 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 the one, from. the one, the one week, the week before we're, that. Oh, okay. So this. No. What about the one? Not the one. Three the one we're doing next week. Not the one yeah. three weeks. The one, ago. the one a year in the future. Okay. Uh, Brad will interview John Carmack about his prototype Oculus Rift, and it was amazing because he seemed as angry as I guess he might get, but angry at a problem of the latency yeah. mm-hmm. in that thing. It was all he was talking about with yeah. that, and and like how this will never work, but with the latency that it has, and this is the problem to solve, and like if we could just solve this, and it, I felt like at some point he was going to throw the thing against <laughs> the wall because he was like, I just you know, I just can't get it fast enough, and like you were talking about, Drew, like you know, milliseconds of just yeah. like talking about yeah. how he could shave off one more, you, the LCDs have to refresh, and the signal, and you'd be surprised what you could do actually in in software. I would be really surprised because I know nothing about it. I mean, you know, it's, I remember it's super low-level stuff. I mean, he's talking about telling this CPU to do this with the GPU, and like, that's I don't I don't understand that stuff. Yeah, there was a great quote out of that video. I, I need to go back and watch it myself. But he was talking about the amount of optimization that's been put into network latency versus like hardware latency when you have display devices oh, right, and stuff yeah. connected. Because like he was saying like because there's been so much at the node level, you know, like through internet infrastructure, there's been so much optimization that you can get a better ping from your computer to another computer right. on the other side of the Atlantic than the latency that you're getting like from like the where the game is being processed right. in your computer through the chain of stuff to the rift. You know? He was not happy. Like, yeah. But, but not in a like he's going to flip over a table. It's more of I a... I don't know. I, to me, it was more <laughs> of a... It was more of a simmering academic, like, this is a problem that's difficult, but I'm going to solve it. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was interesting to hear him talk so much about it. A latency in LCDs with all the processing and trying to turn all that stuff off and right. see what can happen. I mean, but you can watch it for yourself in four years when we do the interview. Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing that, you know, has has changed rhythm games uh, dramatically. I mean, you know, just going from LCD, from CRTs to LCDs and the inherent latency there and you know, now there's people that are just, there's, you know, the site devoted to reporting refresh rates or, or uh, reporting, uh, you know, just what the latency is on every single one of these LCD screens. Yeah, put my game in game mode. Yeah, exactly. Turn off all the processing and put it in game mode and all the stuff to, to get to get it as low as possible. Is that what game mode does? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so that's the thing. That's what people say, but to. like even more frustrating than the fact that all that information is supposedly out there is yeah. the fact that so much of it is apocrypha. Yeah. Like, there's no documentation saying, like, game mode on this TV does this and this. It's just kind of the thing people assume when they see yeah, that. Yeah, they stuff. try to measure right. They try to measure that latency and try and figure it out. Still use the gold standard 
He was talking rock about rock band blitz calibration mode. Right. Talking about measuring yeah. measuring right. latency, which is really hard to do because any digital instrument that you use is going to have its own latency. Right. Yeah. So he, he said the only way to do it is with high-speed video. Right. Like, click this yeah. mouse button and see when the screen refreshes. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's nuts. Yeah. yeah. And then it, there's, you know, like, the, that's one of the other things. I mean, like, latency is, is huge across everything. That's yeah. one of the big things they were talking about when they unveiled the Xbox One was the, like, better controller latency than they've done in the past. And that's you've seen people doing all kinds of fucking crazy shit. Like, uh, Treyarch had... Uh, ben Heckendorn put together some sort of weird latency test box for Call of Duty that just, you know, auto-pushes the buttons and is hooked up to, you know, like they've got it all wired up to a camera or whatever so they can, they know how long it's taking all that stuff to process and if they can shave time off of that process and all that sort of stuff. So it's something that is, it's, everyone has to solve it in their own weird little way, I guess. Um, but not everyone is John Carmack. So Yeah. I'm I'm really excited and hopeful um seeing him on in the CTO position. Totally. I wonder yeah. like just like how many days until like the other shoe drops and it's like that thing about me still did. Yeah. We're just fucking around. Well he said that day that he was still putting time into it. Right. And he does not seem like the type of guy interested in marketing spin. So I don't feel like he'd be out there saying that if he didn't mean it to some degree. Oh, he put that tweet out. It was like, here's here's the order. Yeah, he's I mean, straight up said it's <laughs> Oculus over id, id over armadillo. Like yeah, that's yeah. my that's the division of my time now. Yeah. Right, like he was still at id and trying to launch rockets into space as well. So yeah, I feel like he's got enough. time to share. And, and you know, if, but, if nothing else, I mean, being at id. Still doing work for id provides a pretty good software test bed for the work they're doing at Oculus. He know? seems like the sort of man that could put together his own software test bed for his Oculus well, yeah. stuff without. But you know you. Sure, but uh, you, get in, you get into a shipping commercial product. Yeah. You know you get a lot more resources behind it. But he also seems like the kind of guy that Bethesda would be like, or Zenimax or whatever it is, it would be like. You, would you, how, is it cool if we just keep your name on the? Yeah, that is very possible. This, this, this seems, like, totally seems like a transition plan That's, that doesn't, you know. And if it were, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to idolize the guy too much or whatever. Um, but if it were any normal person, I would totally agree with you. Yeah, but he just seems like the kind of guy, like Drew said, that just lives to work. Like that, in that is, in that Wolfenstein yeah. thing, he said he he brought the iPhone adaptation idea to to uh, or a group of programmers, and they said, it'll take us two months. He says, so I just took it by myself, and I did it in four days. Yeah, like, like he's just like a right. braggart. Well, I don't even think it's that, you know. It's just like he can't. I feel like he's incapable of do, of not doing this stuff, you know. I think yeah. he has to. Just tease No, no, I'm just saying that I think that, like, he has to be doing this in some capacity and is just going to work at, you know, every available minute he's got on these problems. I think so it, I think it, this yeah. is this is really exciting for me because having him associated with the Rift means that like he could be out there doing like vital work yeah, again. Totally right. That, I just, that's I just, the thing I was to me. Say. It just it just feels like it's run its course. Yeah, like in, he had, in, in, in so far as is like a sure technical leader or something like that. Like game development doesn't need. Yeah. And also, them being part of Bethesda means that it's not going to, you know, get the same level of wide acceptance right. that they had in the past. Well, you know, who's to say? Maybe Bethesda will breathe a second life into it or something. But, but for him individually, it seemed like he was super checked out at that place for the last, yeah, like I don't know, five years or whatever. Well, I think he said it himself in that press release, right? It was like the gains that are being made now in this this arena, in the Oculus Rift arena, or how he felt when they were kind of getting all that Quake stuff off the ground. Yeah, like he feels like this is going to be. Right. 
another step forward, whereas like the refinement that they're doing on first-person shooters. Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't know. know. It's kind of what we were saying about consoles two or three weeks ago. You know, the the the, the leaps are much smaller than they used to be. You know, yeah, the gains are a lot more incremental. You know, like the the basis of all this stuff has been figured out. Now it's just layering on top of it, as opposed to every new console has got some crazy new shit. You know, like CDs, we got way more storage. Like 3D, now we can process polygons. You know, like all that stuff is done. So like, yeah, if he if he feels that this is where he can make the most impact, uh, I trust him on that. Yeah. And but I'm not sure if I trust him 100% on like, hey, this will be, there'll be an Oculus Rift in every house in five years, but who knows? It could be. It, it might not be an Oculus Rift. It might It'd be, be you something know, who else. Knows? Who knows? Yeah. You know, it'll be a like, shotgun. He's going to yeah. go there. He's going to turn the Oculus Rift. Yeah, it'll Rift be a shotgun and a super shotgun <laughs> and a nail gun. <laughs> Try, you strap those to your face. Do you want these? Don't you want, forget the rocket launcher. Yeah. Do you want this to work? Trust me. Here you go. It's a rail gun. <laughs> what For, color do you want the, ra- the rail trails to be? Anything. Purple, of course. Put in, put in whatever yeah. RGB uh, value. Put whatever you want. That would be great. If that thing came out and came with a demo that was just you running around with shotgun shooting demons and being like, this is the only way I know. This is, <laughs> I don't know. This is it. <laughs> this is what I know. This is how I know. And the this, there's only one weapon, but you still have to push two to three to select it. Little did you know, I actually made a deal with the devil to have to put uh, demonic yeah. images in every piece of technology I make. So get used to it. Oh, did I say the devil? I meant John Romero. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> This, it does kind of bum me out. It kind of puts to bed any hope that the, that those two would ever get back together. And Dude, do, whatever. Do him, something him again. getting out of id, I think, is actually one step closer maybe. to doing something together. Yeah, maybe. Because who would, you know... But they're not going to make games. What arena Oculus could isn't. possibly be better for proper worship of Satan yeah. than virtual reality? I guess you're right. I guess you're this right. This is where John Romero's road leads. <laughs> John, we need you back. Uh, you can see that inverted pentagram from every side. It's like you can reach out <laughs> you and touch it. You can walk around it. So forget the shotgun demo. I want the Oculus Rift demo where I put the Rift on, uh-huh. and I just see straight ahead. And then when I shake my head left and right, it's just luscious locks coming in front of my face. Just John <laughs> Romero's hair just sweeping back and forth as I shake my head left and right. Yeah, that'd be so good. And just, yeah. Oh, my God. Get them together for that. We realistically modeled John Romero. He's, his hair's cut now, right? He's all short haired now. Yeah. No, no, he uh, grew the hair back. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't keep up on <sighs> monkey, monkey Romero's hair. Monkey the way wrench. I used to. No. Monkey paw. No, no. Monkey. I monkey lost, different. That's a. I lost track. Loot drop. I think they're doing. That's is that what it is? I think so. No, that was that was um, Tom Hall, the other former oh, guy. Okay. Tom Hall and, and Brenda. Yeah. I guess she's changed her name. Brenda yeah, Romero. Brenda Romero now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Best of luck. I mean, yeah, the, super tech. who knows what'll happen with the Rift? Like, I think the only thing you can be sure of is that it will be better with him on board than it would have been otherwise. Yeah, the, the Rift. I mean, the well, Rift could be very pivotal in the future of video games if it is given the appropriate level of attention, both from a hardware and software perspective. Yeah. And having him in place to, you know, help advance the technology, and then also to a certain extent evangelize it and legitimize it. Yeah. Um. You know, is the sort of thing that, you know, software developers and stuff like that could maybe get on board with. The thing that worries me about the Rift is its price point. Um, and it seems to me like every every technology that has taken hold has had to compact in with something else, kind of, to get an installed base. You know, like, yeah. mice have to compact in with the, you know, 
computers when you buy them, CD-ROM drives. They'll put in Rob the Robot with every rift, and it'll come with Gyromite, and you'll be like, all right. So, right. So, at some point, it would have to be, the price point would have to be low enough where, like, a console or something comes with this piece of technology so that developers feel safe developing support right. for it, yeah. you know, out of the box and all, yeah, yeah. all of that. And then, because I actually think the technology is super cool. Like, and I was a big uh, skeptic of it until kind of using it. But even at its low-res state, without... Yeah. uh without some of the tracking stuff that I think should be in there, like the forward and back stuff, uh, I still think it's it's really promising. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's it's one of the things that really could fall by the wayside yep. if developers don't support it, and if developers don't have a good reason to support it, they won't. Um, so, yeah, totally. Like, if, if a console manufacturer came out and said, hey, man, we decided the motion camera thing was done, but check this out. Right. We bought... Rifts. Well, the, the great thing is the <clears throat> Epic, Valve, and then obviously with Carmack on, like whatever it does. Yeah. Like you can be sure that all of those major engines already have support for it. You know, like Valve already put right. it in source. Like yeah. they have shipping games now that like use it. Unity, you know, there's all types yeah. of Unity is, stuff. Is Unity, oh, I guess, oh, yeah, it already does have support, doesn't it? Yeah, or, so, yeah, I assume so, because well, it, yeah, it seems like every other Rift demo is oh, in Unity. Okay, well, so. probably, I assume it's in at the engine level then. Yeah. Um, but it still needs but to like, be better than playing it without. For Unreal to have, well, yeah, but, right. but, but yeah. I mean, yeah, even with the engine supporting it, you'll still have to do some extra work to get in there, but that's a lot, sure. a lot of the ground covered already. And there's a lot of just, like, visual language that is yet to be written with that stuff, and so far, like, like how do you craft a UI around it? Yeah. Um, or do yeah, you? Those are fun do problems. You, do you so, do yeah. a UI, uh, you know, when your viewport is essentially your eyes? Oh, yeah, man, that eye racing you know? UI is, I, is hard. I think you do. Hmm. You know, but it, it becomes a RoboCop-like thing of text. I mean, because it, since it is 3D, if it fits with the typical game UIs, it yeah, it it floats over the game. Yeah, in a lot of in a lot of these demos, in kind of a cool way. Okay. Uh, but but even just like, what is the nature of that UI at the peripheral of your screen? Like your peripheral vision, you know, you have to look over and focus on it or turn right. your head and. We tell me UI now with all the head tracking stuff, you just look at your data watch. I was gonna say, you know, like look down, oh, right, make it all yeah, metro. Yeah. Now you, you could literally anywhere. just have to, you know, reach behind you, pull the the pad out, yeah. and look at your mission objectives, put <laughs> right. it back in. Like if it makes sense for that stuff to float in the world, that's totally cool. But like, you know, what if what if it's a new Fallout? You know, does it make more sense to look down at your Pip Boy? Yeah, it does. Uh, or you know, if it's a new Elder Scrolls, you pull out some book and flip through it. You know, or think right. if it were like a first person Dead Space, right? Where like you pull up the UI and it's kind of semi transparent, hovering in front of you, where you're watching your mission objective. Yeah, because it's it, it, it's contextually appropriate in that situation because right. it exists in the world. You know, but if if the whole point of this thing is to break down the barriers between you and this game world, at a certain point, like the contrivances of sitting in front of a computer have to go away, right? Well, that's the yeah, thing for me yeah. where, like, yeah, integration with something like Connect or something like that where you can stand up, use your body, and, and kind of get away from the mouse and keyboard. For me, it's the big hurdle. And, and still yeah, because that'll be the sort of stuff that, yeah, then you can look down at your wrist or yeah. look at your Pip-Boy or whatever. Without that, it's still like, I had to hit select, <laughs> right. and then it automatically looks down at this, you know, Pip-Boy. Or I'd hit tab or the T key, but I couldn't see the T key because I'm wearing an Oculus Rift. And right, yeah. Take my. I mean, yeah. You know, keyboards, keyboards are tough to use on that thing. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's totally a valid design choice to say, "Fuck it, we're just going to leave arbitrary stuff like floating numbers in there." You know, right? Here's your health bar at the lower left. Yeah, yeah. But 
at a point, it feels like you're doing a disservice to this new technology yeah. by leaving that stuff in there. I think for, for some me. games, that'll make perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your sci-fi stuff. Totally. I mean, That's what I mean. Know, like health if, meters yeah. and all that sort of stuff oh, make, no, make some kind man. of sense. But. I just want to look down at my body and see if I'm shot. See if there's blood coming out of my side. I feel the pain oh, no, coming out of my uh, stomach. Yeah, and yeah look put down electrodes and go, all over your body. You said you want that like spinal tap, just like kind of the rig. Yeah, I want something that says, dude, you got rabies. <laughs> like a note? <laughs> you yeah, courier runs up and goes, I've got a note for you, and then hands you this thing and then runs away. And you look down and says, welcome to the wonderful world of rabies. <laughs> got, rabies. got a lot of helpful tweets uh, this past week saying, yo, man, they don't do scum- stomach shots anymore. Yeah, oh, okay. really? Yeah, so I got so, multiple emails from, like, oh, like, step-by-step, hey, man. Here's how it goes down. Go get some fucking shots. Don't even risk it. <laughs> The the treatment thing you talked about is is experimental and it no only works like yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah. So you should probably you should probably just go get some rabies shots. Some rabies shots. Yeah. Fun weekend activity. Yeah. It's a Groupon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is, so you've just been in in Carmack Land. Pretty much. Uh, I did play some more eye racing. How's your um, safety rating? Uh, I, I did a second race, mm. um, and it went down even more. <laughs> uh, it went below 2.5. I think I went down to 2.49. Mm-hmm. Which is, it, it starts at 2.5. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so I did some more. I did some time trials mm-hmm. uh, to get it get it back up a little bit. Um, you know, still, still loving that game. Cool. Uh, I played some more Sword and Sorcery on my iPad. Um, late to the party on that one, but it's a fun game. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, I tried Soul Forge on my iPad. Yeah, what? It is a. Is that the card game? It is a card Bio game. Bioforge. It is not successor. Not, not Bioforge. I uh, wish. Battleforge. Battleforge. No. Wasn't that this the is, EA game? Yeah. That was the EA game. Okay. That was one of the very first interviews I shot. Yeah, I remember that. Um, which was weird because like I was working there less than a year <laughs> prior to that. Uh, no, Soul Forge is made by the guys who make Ascension. So I don't know if I ever told my Ascension story from PAX on the podcast, but um, it was PAX East, I think, mm-hmm. that uh, I was just walking around. Um, you know, we we our appointments were done, or any appointments that we did have, uh, I was done with, so I got to kind of be a showgoer for a little bit, which is kind of rare. Yeah. Um, so I walked around and found this booth for a game called Ascension that I had never heard of, and I sat down to play. Um. And uh, the guy starts. I'm sitting there with a bunch of other people who clearly know Ascension. Right. Like this, I, I I started gathering that this was like an update to a previous game that they had a lot of ah. experience with. And here I was, the the rep guys, like trying to teach me everything. Um, and you know the the people playing were being very nice and you know accommodating for me as a new player. Um, but then I just started stomping them. <laughs> and they they got progressively more or less and less tolerant of you know the cards I pulled and yeah. stuff. Uh, but from then on, like I was kind of hooked on Ascension. It's an it's a really really cool game. And there's a really there's a good iPad app, um, but it doesn't have all the expansions in there. Hmm. So I the particular expansion I was playing is not in there. So I uh, I bought the the board game itself and I've had a lot of fun with that. Um, but I actually went to Open up the board game itself this weekend, and I saw on the pamphlet that comes with it, the rulebook, Soul Forge, um, coming out in 2013. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll see if this thing is out yet. Yeah. 
And it's in like like weird early access stage. So yeah. like they've got a, a free app on the iPad where all the decks are unlocked. Um, eventually, I think you'll buy new decks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get in there and play. And they don't. They're planning a campaign, but it's not open yet. You can just still play skirmishes. Um, it's not like Ascension. Um, it's it's very easy uh, to understand to grasp. Um, even if, you, even if you've never played a, a card game before, I uh-huh. haven't played too many. Like Magic, still, I don't, I don't understand how Magic works. You turn the card sideways, right? T- tap, tap, yeah, yeah. mana, tap, land, right? Wind. That's just like a two-two, and then you turn it to the bottom of the deck, and yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know either. This one's just your card has uh, attack, health, and then you know ab- ability, mm. um, and you. Like each player this is going to be really hard to describe, but the tutorial is really really good. Um, it, each player has like five slots of where cards can go, yeah. And then your card only it only attacks into the uh, adjacent slot across from you. So like if you put your card in the third slot, it only attacks your opponent's third slot, right? Um, and if there's no card there, then it attacks your opponent himself, and ah. you're trying to get your opponent down to right. from 100 HP to, to zero HP. Um, so super super easy to understand. Um, I would recommend anybody just check it out. It's, it's free hmm. for for hmm. now. I think eventually once they open up all the um, the aspects of the game, they're ready for a full release. Then, uh, then they'll they'll ask for yeah for monies. Um, well, can you buy decks or anything now? Not now. So they're all open right now. Oh, so you, you could go you, lock them up. I I don't know how it's hmm. going to work. Like there's a price next to them. Oh, right weird. now, but they say you you own them, even though you haven't. Weird, but it's not a beta or them. something. It's a, it, it is. It's a early access sort of deal. They don't make that explicitly clear. Uh, it's just like everything else besides tutorial and okay. quick play is grayed out, and gotcha. you can't okay. So it's spend money on it. It's on Steam. It is on Steam, and, and I was playing it on my iPad. And even on the iPad, you can get this early access version. Yeah, it's just free. okay. Huh? Yeah, I like it all. Crazy. Yeah. That's right. It's you know it's one of those things where they're going to have to get people to understand the rules of it and you know let people play with some of it for free while they're figuring it out. That doesn't seem like the worst business move. No, so and assuming I mean, the game is good enough to hook people. And it's it's a it's a card game, right? Like you yeah, can't yeah. you've got to get sort of the the word out, right? And see if it garners that mm-hmm. sort of uh, snowball effect of people talking about it, and yeah, if it makes sense, like what? How much sense does it make to do what business model? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, having a lot of fun with that, and uh, I guess that's kind of it. Cool. Cool. Vinny? Yeah, man. What are you into, man? I'm way deep into Pikmin. Oh, yeah. What? Tell Re- what? Really? Let me back it up. Okay. No, All right. I mean, we start at the beginning. You'll rewind that. I bought a Wii U. Do you like it? I'm enjoying it now. So I bought a Wii U back when we did that Carmack interview. Uh, Five years yeah. ago? <laughs> yeah. In 2087. Yeah, because of course he had one then. You know, They gave him like, the prototype. The fucking latency on this thing. Is Duct bad. tape and all kinds of fucking weird shit. I hate it. And uh, I didn't turn it on from the day out because I was waiting for Pikmin. And uh, so I left it off. Yeah. Uh, aging Pikmin in my digital locker. Uh-huh. So how many system updates did you have to do? I had to do one big fucking Bertha of a system update, and it sucked. Because it took, like, well, according to the countdown on my Wii U, <laughs> it took 
15 minutes. And that it said 15 minutes for about an hour and a half just sitting there. Uh, the thing doesn't have an Ethernet port, right? You have to go over yeah, Wi-Fi. I, I believe so. You, you can USB to oh, Ethernet right. on it. I actually don't even know where the Wii U is anymore. I just have the control pad somewhere in the house. So <laughs> I hit the button and turned on and it went on my TV. Uh, and uh, I, I guess... I guess I had turned it on because I went back through the diary uh, thing that the Wii's have for some reason, like yeah. your play history. Right. And I went back through all the months, and there was like a little ping on there from uh, somewhere in the middle of the. When was the launch of that thing? November. Okay. Last year. So it was November. Year. It was no. Yeah. So it was November, and it had like, hey, you played like a bunch of Nintendo Land, and then nothing, 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 and then it was like, hey, check the Miiverse, and then nothing, <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing. nothing. Uh, so I must have turned it on or accidentally turned yeah. it on. Because it was only like two minutes. So I don't know if I turned it on. Probably turned it on to eject the disc before I moved out of my other apartment. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I had to get the system update before I could even start downloading Pikmin. Because right. I couldn't yeah, get it to, the, to, store. to the store. So the whole thing probably took me about three hours, unfortunately, to, to get into Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm playing my Wii U now. Weird. And now I... Realize the battery on that Wii U controller kind of sucks. If really? You're, if huh. you're in for, at least for me, mm. that thing's been charging for a year. Yeah. So I would assume it's ready to go. Four years now it's been charging. Or I've killed the battery on it by leaving it on the charger yeah. for a year. Right. Uh, I really wish I knew what, year. what the standard practice was for that. I heard from a video game journalist that came out almost a year ago. Like it's safe to just leave things plugged in these days, right? I think so. Like no, it probably it, depends on the battery isn't, type. Isn't everything smart enough to stop trying to charge know. the battery when well, it's full? Well, there's like ion lithium, and there's like cathode ray tubes. Nickel. Yeah. And the, yeah, nickel cadmium yeah. and, and Ray Bradbury. So like, I was going to buy Antelopes, and there was just no... Was, no what? There was no easy... No reason not to? Like, oh, dude, woot. Oh, oh, there was no thing on Amazon that was like, here's the thing to yeah, buy. Oh, oh really? Just got a, the, yeah. a, there totally is, but yeah. B, and I need to do this myself as soon as we get out of this podcast, because it's almost over. And I apologize, it probably will be over by the time this podcast goes up. Woot has like a oh, really? crazy deal on an in-a-loop starter pack right I did not now. see your Woot right. lights go off, so I don't believe that. Ah, I don't know why. I don't know where those things are. Uh, uh, you should get in on that. It's it's a charger and eight batteries for cheaper than Amazon just sells a pack of eight batteries. Yeah. Okay. They also have this like blue... And they're, they're colors. They're colored. It's the glittery colored bag. They have this like blue foldy case thing that I bought at one point, which was like... Is that the lunchbox? Yeah. Like it's got the big lunch- set? Yeah, and it's got yeah. like adapters for... D-cells and... Yep. Yeah, my parents have that one. That's in front yeah. You have to get it. It's the best thing. You have to it's get it. It's the best thing. You have to get it. So I wish Because that- my Xbox 360 controller uh, holds a charge for about half an hour. Yeah, this yeah. is garbage. And then... And also... When I plug in the play and charge cable and turn it off, it charges forever. Because it, uh, yeah. it just never detects oh, right. that battery's getting yeah, full. Those batteries so. are fucking garbage. Yeah, they're terrible. The... 360, yeah. So going over to the Enelips, the 360 controller lasts a long time. Yeah. I'd, I'd say I probably get at least a month out of one set of batteries with that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you just ro- rotate them out. Yeah, and uh, then you've got a bunch of bunch of other batteries there. You just stick more in. But that, uh, but the B- E N E L O O P. Yep. Yep. And Sanyo makes them. Is yep. that? Yes. Yeah. Weird. So the uh, the Wii U gamepad only I I played a pretty good session, but it was dead like in the middle of the day when I was playing. I yeah. just had to stop. That kind of sucked. Like, you could always plug it in and keep going, right? You could, but then like you have to find a uh, in, an outlet that's near your couch or whatever, yeah. and you've got to have this thing plugged in. See, this is why you just play much closer to your TV than you are, or you play on the controller screen and then you just sit by the outlet. 
Yeah, uh, none of those options seemed like the ideal to me. Have you tried, uh, I saw a bunch of people saying, like, the Wii Remote Nunchuck is actually the best way to play that game. Yeah, but then I would, then I'd have to hook up the sensor bar, right? Because yeah. you're pointing at the screen with the thing. Yeah. I'm, I bought a Wii U. I didn't buy a Wii. I already had one of those. I want to play on a Wii U gamepad. Yeah, I tried to make a pledge to myself when I was setting that thing up of, I am never going to install a sensor bar on this device. Yeah. Period. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, because that was a Wii thing, yeah. and now we're on the Wii U. Also, the cable, which is a new, which is a new platform. It's, it's a, a new, new platform. That's what I've been told again by a video game thing. journalists. Tell me this. Fuck platform. what Target is saying. Uh, plus, the cord on the sensor bar sucks. It's too skinny, and it just wants to wrap around every other cord that's near your TV. It's terrible. It does it on purpose. So, Pikmin, it's super fun. Pikmin three. Yeah, whichever one you want. Okay. <laughs> Do you like it? I do. Uh, and I, I played... Uh, I don't think I played Pikmin 2. I don't think I did. Because it's all the same fucking game. So, as far as I'm concerned. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't judge Pikmin. They're all the same to me. It's fun. And I'm getting a new, new Pikmin. And I'm, the only thing I don't like about it... I don't remember this from my original Pikmin experiences. The days, the time limit on the days seems really short. So, like, the amount of stuff you can get done before they call you back to the ship uh, just never feels like I just want to, I don't, right. don't send me back. Going, yeah. well, I don't, I'm not 100% sure what this syst- that system is, like, why that system is there. Like, is it to actually artificially gate you into this game being longer than it actually is? Or, because uh, you have to get, so you have a day, right? And let's say a day is about 10 to 15 minutes of play time, which doesn't, seem like a lot when you're just sitting down to uh, burn through the game. Uh, after the day is done, you go back to your ship, and you spend a jar of juice. Yeah. And you need to collect fruit during your 15 minutes of playtime to get more juice. Yeah. Uh, and if you run out of juice, I suspect the game is over, and you have to start over. Or retry it. You can go back in right. the calendar yeah. and get these. So, a lot of the time is just spent getting back in that damn ship. Watching the, you can skip some of the animation, but it loads out, goes back to the ship. Right. Dude wants to tell you about his fucking day and all the juice he got and fill up the jar of juice and go. And then it's like, hey, this is okay, great. High five. You, juice. You've got the juice. You've got juice now, Bishop. And then he yeah. goes down the whole list. And then that takes like another five, six, seven minutes maybe with skipping yeah. everything and going. Yeah. Loading and saving. To get back into just like another 15 minutes of gameplay. Yeah. And so that bums me out when a third of my time I feel like, and I'm probably exaggerating, it just seems like it, is, sent, is spent just kind of wanting to get to, to the next day, right? Just go, right. go, go. I know exactly what I want to do. You're the right. one who had the dumb artificial day and night cycle. I know what's over there. Yeah. Like, just go, 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 go. Um, well, what am I going to do? It's Nintendo. They don't really enjoy making me happy. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you you could levy a lot of the same complaints at Animal Crossing. Like, it, you know, it works at its pace. Yeah. And it's a lot of stuff of like, hey, thanks for paying off your loan. Come back tomorrow, meaning real world tomorrow, uh, to see the fruits of your labor. And then at that point, we can discuss your next loan. Uh, and that, like, you can't you can't snap it along. You know? and, the, and it kind of feels like that's what this is doing. I, I keep waiting for it to say one of those things, like the little dude to be like, why don't you take a break? Yeah. Looks like you've been playing a while. Why don't okay, you take buddy, a break? Just, you know. Yeah, just stretch, get some rest. Stretch it out. Stop it's important. Here. Yeah, uh, but the game has a lot of charm, and uh, it's you know like most Nintendo properties, it's polished to high heaven, and mm. you know uh, the, the Pikmin bug out once in a while. 
but there's a lot of pathfinding, so I can go on. You know, I got a hundred little Pikmin on the screen. You just keep time. whistling, they'll eventually figure it out. Sometimes I get stuck, but you, you lose a Pikmin here and there if it's yeah. for the greater good. Sure. Um, I just got a flying Pikmin. That's the a Pikmin left behind. I have left some Pikmin behind. Aww. They do the same to me, man. They would do the same to me. Pikmin, I, I have not played a ton of Pikmin, so maybe you can... I'm a Pikmin expert. That's as a Pikmin expert, maybe mm-hmm. you can... You can pick your friends. And say if this is... Yeah, yeah. okay. All right. Pick, pick your men. Okay. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what would you like to know? Jeff's got a question. Jeff, in the back. It, that game seems like an RTS, but instead of having a good zoomed-out view where you can have like good battlefield control and order things around effectively... You have to march your slow ass over there and say, "No, Pikmin, come on." It's not. No, not you, Pikmin. Come on. I think it's more puzzly. Yeah, it's not a puzzle RTS. adventure kind I mean, of it's, thing. It's not, but it, you are kind of ordering units and stuff. Like it's, it's stuff that, like, man, if this spaceman was just a mouse cursor and I could zoom out a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an analog because, like, because I because it's the the you know the last time I played it was at E3 I played one level of Pikmin three and it was like go get fruit and bring it back to the ship yeah. was the the sole objective, the objective sure. and it was like how much fruit can you get in X amount of time okay it was it seemed like it was removed from the the story mm-hmm. stuff um and it was just a lot of me like okay walk up to an obstacle throw a bunch of Pikmin at it at it whistle a bunch yeah that like incredibly repetitive whistling noise yes. It's Mar- not a great noise. Walk back, make sure they all march back to the ship, turn around, walk back all the way out. So, okay, yeah. You're to to- the next piece. You're totally right. Like throw that, more third dudes and stuff. That is kind and of Then the, they get the fruit, and I walk them all the way back, and then walk them all the way back out further again. So that is kind of the rinse and repeat of the game, I'm not going to lie. That is kind of what it is. Yeah. Uh, and they throw in the puzzly stuff with a different flavor of Pikmin. You know, right. like, hey, you these guys the, can go you here. You the red ones yeah. here for this one. Uh, and, like, a little bit of Pikmin management. puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's red. Oh, no. Uh, what they're trying to do here, and I don't know how successful they are at it, is they give you multiple ship captains and allow you to split them up so you can simultaneously control, or, you know, not simultaneously, let's say asynchronously yeah. control uh, each captain and split up into three groups. Okay. And they even tell you during the menu or some of the load screens that's like, hey, you know, be more efficient and do three tasks. I haven't found that to be completely effective, like mm. micromanaging that stuff, or, you know, it's only three guys. It just doesn't seem... I still seem to do better with just going off and doing just it your myself. one big Pikmin mob. Because, like, you'll send... Okay, you got one guy, and he's like, alright, throw 40 guys at this fruit and go, and then I'll switch over to my other guy and be like, alright, now you throw 40 guys at this piece of fruit and go. You're still kind of doing the same thing. It's not... It's just it's a little bit faster because now then you can say you go back to the ship and then while that's happening I'm going to do this with these other guys. Or, yes, but like you but can not. again you can only have a hundred Pikmin on the field at a time, mm-hmm. so you're okay. splitting your group up yeah. into say thirty three Pikmin per guy. Yeah. So rather than do that, I've been rolling with one hundred Pikmin. I mean you know let's that's right yeah. Oh, I leave one behind to okay, tell the call. tale. Yeah. Uh, so that I just roll with a hundred Pikmin, launch thirty at that thing whatever it is, or the maximum I can, yeah. and just take that whole group and go move somewhere else and say, okay, now I've got 60 Pikmin here. Let's go see what I can do here. Because mm-hmm. you will get into situations where you're like, shit, I left the t- the yellow Pikmin over with Lucy, and she's at the water. She needs mm-hmm. blue Pikmin, and you know I didn't split this up evenly, or people died, and you know, something bad happened. It seemed to me I was just better off taking the mob with me. And if I got to drink more juice, so be it. 
go for another day. I'm on like day 30 something of mm. exploration. But that stuff is the biggest bummer to me. It's just slow. It's just slow in between. Yeah, slow. that that stuff just seemed like that oh, that was so that was annoying. the big thing that kind of put me off, I think, from I mean, there's, there's conceptually some, from Pikmin. Somebody you said like the first Pikmin I like that sort of methodical pace. Um, but it sounds like if they're giving you three different captains, the n- number of things that you have to do is greater. So then I feel like there would be more anxiety to get that stuff done uh, in the day time cap and thus less less of an en- enjoyable. So it seems like there is a lot of stuff in the land masses to do. Uh, right now, where I'm at currently, uh, I've got a decent amount of – I've got like – 11 jars of juice or something like that, right? So, like, even when they drink it, they're like, fuck, man, we are, we got juice. Like, we're cool. This is great. So I'm not feeling like the game is stressing me out in terms of, like, oh, man, I, I'm not doing this right. I should split up and be more efficient, whatever. Hmm, okay. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm keeping ahead of the curve on the juice front right. so far. All you're doing is making me take more time to do this stuff. Like, every day I bring in two juice for the one juice I spend. So, like, I'm doing all right there. If it were the other way where I was getting down to like, I'm right on the edge, maybe I would feel a little more gamey of like, well, I'm not playing this right. Like, I've got to go do multiple things. Well, because you've got all this juice, does that mean you could just spend a whole day going after non-juice-related tasks and, and you, say, fuck it, I got juice? Totally. And I do do that. Because yeah. uh, there are boss encounters, and the the boss keeps the damage over the days right. that you've done to it. So yeah. you can go in there, because you'll stumble upon a boss sometimes and just be like, ah, shit. Yeah. All right. Well, it's almost like I've got two minutes left in the day. I'll throw a Pikmin at it and walk out of here. And then you come back and you, you fight him or do whatever. But I just, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's also because I, I don't have a lot of time nowadays to just sit down and be like, have a 40-hour experience or 30-hour experience that I feel like could have been a 10-hour experience if you just got the bullshit out of the way. Right. Uh, so maybe that just annoys me. I'm just like, mm-hmm. just skip all that stuff. Just go. Just, I don't care. I don't care what you have to say. Yeah, I miss Olimar. That's really what I'm saying. Really, he's out there somewhere. Believe. Uh, oh, but, do you not play as Olimar? No, this one. Oh, okay. You are from a different planet. All right. Olimar eats vegetables. You eat fruit. Never the twain shall meet. I'm with that. <laughs> fruit rules. <laughs> you should be from the. So you like this Pikmin three. Uh, I don't know if I can talk about it, but I also played uh, Gone Home. Yeah, uh, we can't. We're not, yeah. sadly not at liberty to uh, discuss that just yet. But uh, I think we'll, we'll probably do uh, a look at that, quick or long. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. That's out it. two days. Two, two? Yes, two days from the time you hear this. That will mm-hmm. be on Steam. Hmm. And then we can talk about it. Uh, the other thing I spent a bunch of time with this week was that Dragon Commander. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, did you set any policy? What's that? Did you set any policy in your I, Dragon Kingdom? I did have to set a little policy. I read about that stuff, and it blew my fucking mind. Uh, they, the, the policy they are setting a rip from the headlines. Yeah. You know, you want universal health care in right. your, your kingdom? Right. Like, how do you feel about same-sex marriage? How do you feel about same-sex marriage? I mean, marriage? I'm fine with it. I'm just What's saying What's sex and skeleton? They have male parts? That, that's the thing that gets complicated. Stuff we're talking pumpkins in there. We're talking more like interspecies marriage, right? Because I saw a lizard in a tuxedo in that game, yep. and then I heard you could marry a skeleton. And you're half-dragon. And uh, you're, at, yeah, you're half-dragon, you? yeah. Half-man, half-dragon. Society's not ready yet. Uh, well, these are the tough choices that uh, divine divinity, divinity diviner, commander... Commander Dragon, Dragon Commander. Yep. Commander. Commander. Make you make you choose. Also, You'll be watching Dragon Commander. 
you choose whether to uh, build tanks or not because you know like half of the game is weird. RTS is that is that part good? I know you weren't happy or <laughs> it's, it's RTS, with, RTS with direct stuff. unit intervention. Yes. You, well, th- that unit being a giant being a, dragon, a fat dragon with the jetpack. Yeah. I know, I know, you weren't thrilled with that part. Oh, DUI, but it's, it's the, it's yeah. The, uh, I was getting rolled. But do you like the do you like the the political sim part? I I like the like well for lack of a better term the Normandy part. Okay. The walking around yeah. your ship talking to yeah. people. Like those uh, dialogue scenes that I saw over your shoulder look kind of cool. They are kind of characters cool. looked interesting. Uh, yeah, the the world they set up is interesting. It's got enough humor in it to kind of be like entertaining. Not taking itself too too seriously, and it's imaginative. There's some stuff in there that is, um, you know, a little different. Uh, you know, it still has elves and dwarves. The dwarves have like Scottish accents. The elves have pointy ears. Uh, but there's there's some creative stuff in there. The risk part seems interesting if you're into the risk uh, aspect of those kind of games. Risk the board game. Risk the board game. Uh, and the RTS stuff is different because you do have this. You do have this setup from the strategic part, right? So you can invade, a, you can start a battle with units pre-built. And if you do that, and it seems like the game is set up for that, you want to push that advantage immediately. You want to take, if you are entering a battle with 10 units already built, which doesn't sound a lot because at the end of the day, during the RTS part, you build up to like 100 units or 50 units or something like that. So on the... On its face, it seems kind of dumb, right? What am I going to do with 10 units? But you press immediately, and you can kind of basically um, roll rush. Them. Yeah, rush, and you can roll them, and you can be done in uh, like a minute or two because you overwhelming force at the early game. If you wait, you, the odds will even out. Everything will equalize. So that's kind of interesting once you kind of get past Like I still had to drop it down to easy because I was getting stomped. Uh, Brad, I showed you what they were doing. Like the AI just immediately captures yeah. the points and then just comes after you. Nonstop unit production. Yep, and it's just a stream of the bad guy coming at you, and you're just you could just be dead. Uh, so kind of le- it's a little bit different in that learning curve, but it it's interesting. It's, it's an interesting game. Uh, you know, I think it's twenty nine bucks or something. It's not like fifty bucks or sixty dollars on the on the PC. It was like it's not full price. It's interesting. I wish I had played those. Uh, Divinity games, the RPGs. Uh, the universe seems interesting, and it's it's one of my regrets. Forty, forty bucks, thirty nine ninety nine. Yep. yep. Uh, that universe seems interesting, and and I would like to go back and, and check it out at some point. And there's a pretty sure there's like a Kickstarter the Divi- Divinity game coming out. Hmm. Like they're, yeah, I think they're going back and making a kind of old school RPG uh, in that universe because there was that like third person one. There are old RPGs, like isometric RPGs. Now there's this one. It's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, the quick look looked kind of interesting. Less interesting than you're describing it now. Oh, with the clenched teeth? Interesting. Interesting. Uh, interesting. Yeah, watch the quick look. It, it's kind of, I felt when I was doing it, there's a lot to kind of just throw out there and explain. So, Dragons. <laughs> yeah, that's that sums it up. There's had a dragon and Pikmin. Just burn them all. Just burn all the Pikmin. Yeah, is that the red, the red ones? Yeah, they're immune to fire. Oh well, yeah, everybody knows that. Uh, them. I uh, I looked up Soulforge. It's twenty dollars if you want to get on the early access on the PC. Oh okay. But uh, the iOS app is free, and you can try out all the cards there. Do you think they'll gate that off or close that at yes. some point? The yeah. iOS. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it'll just roll into hey. 
you can play with this one starter deck instead okay. of all of them. And mm. if you want to play with the other ones, you got to buy them. Or like, thanks for being an early access guy. We'll give you one free deck. Right. Like, you guys are great. So they made it sound like if you, you could start with that starter deck for free and then earn more cards playing the campaign. Mm. Wow. That's cool. That'd be cool. I'm, yeah. I'm going to watch it. Brad, hello. Talk to me. Hi. What's it been like? What do you want to what do you chat about? I don't know. Just what's what's going on? What are um, you doing? What have you been? What no? What have you been doing? I don't. I don't. Have I been doing? Yeah. With yourself. What did I do Friday night? I forget. I was out hiking all day Saturday. Okay. Like a normal person. It felt weird. That does. That sounds weird. It's really weird. Wait outside. Yeah. For like eight hours. Is that what you're calling Dota now? Yep. Hiking. Yep. Hiking the lanes. <laughs> Hiking to mid. Mm. Yep. I'll be there. I'll be there in like 16 hours. Three the ancient on Mount Tam. I wonder how long each lane is. Like three and a half miles each. Did you enjoy your hike? Yeah, it's fun. It's good to get out. It's good to feel like I accomplished something. Did you get lost? Not not lost, exactly. Mm. Sort of got stranded in a manner of speaking. Mm. Yes, by, yes. by stranded, I mean we ate food and some people drank beer and then didn't feel like hiking back. Okay. But then found ourselves in a place where we could not get a car to come get us to save our lives. Oh, technology abandoned you. Like, I, we couldn't even make a phone call where we were. <laughs> and the people who did have a phone were kind of blasé about using it in our on our behalf. And then all the... Hmm. Don't try to get a cab in Marin on a Saturday. Is all, I'm, is all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, kind of don't try to get a cab in Marin, period. Ever. It's not you know what? really... Just don't be in Marin. Don't go to Marin. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. If you can help it. Drive through it. It's a there's flyover a, county. There's that Best Buy in there. And then there's there's that, two... There are two look, man, there are an two Best Buys, there. okay? There is an Outback. There's an Outback in Sonoma County. There's a Best Buy in Sonoma County. You can get elsewhere. Okay, yeah. well, you know what? Let me... Let me um, let me tighten the search area here to, right. to the, the kind of frou-frou, rustic part of Marin. Yeah, yeah. Where you might be at, like... Were you, like, a, hiking Mount Tam? Where you yes, doing? Okay. yes we yeah. are. All right. Well, say you were at an inn. Yes. Like a place that bills itself as an inn. As an inn? Like an make. old-timey inn? Yep. The Marin Inn? No. The, the, Mar- the Marin, Marin Inn. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Yeah. He was working the door. Uh, anyway, hey, point, point is... Say, Pussy lovers! Like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> point is, uh, we ended up having to... Hike up fairly strenuous five miles up the mountain to get back to the car. Nice. Because we could not get a ride. Wait, so did you drive to the top and then yeah. hike down? Yeah. We were looking for this restaurant in particular. Okay. And you just had the one yeah. car? I would yeah. think you would park at the bottom and hike. Well, we didn't know uh, where the restaurant was. Okay. We all, all we knew was that we had heard about it, and it was supposedly along the trail somewhere. Ah. I think you just abandoned the car and just move on with your life. That totally. Turned, that turned just out. Keep going downhill. That turned out to not. That's exactly what we did. That turned out to not be accurate, because then we got to the bottom of the mountain and then had to walk along the highway for a while oh, to find the place. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh just tie a string to the car, put it in neutral, and then, and after, then pull it down. Uh, it was approaching 3.30 on Saturday afternoon, and we were still at the bottom of the mountain with no hope of a ride. And it was like, well, I guess if we're going to go home tonight, we're going to have to walk back up this mountain. Yeah, we're going to have to eat one of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not walking up that mountain. Anyway, it was fun. My legs are still sore, but I feel like I did something real. Yeah, that's cool. For once. Did you wear for good, once good hiking shoes? my miserable life, yeah, I had hiking boots on. Find anything cool buried in the trail? Saw a couple of jackrabbits. Mm, were they doing it? Oh, they're just running around. No. Jack, like those big, big wilderness rabbits are ugly. 
Ugly. Not, they're not like cute little. Like I want to. I want to take that bunny home and keep it in a cage. Jackrabbits have tremendous like they're, feet. They're right? big. They got yeah. big feet. They got big, long, ugly looking snouts. Boy, you're just tearing into like these jackrabbits. Kind of unnerving looking creature. Kind of those big black, antlers. Man. Yes. Also the antlers. They can gore you. Look like you just spear a man on one of those things. Do you try and snare one? No. Um, Lasso. I don't know. Blowgun. Yeah, it's nice up there. Anyway, Did you check for ticks. Uh, I didn't because I was afraid to. Yeah, that, that's a smart move. I haven't. <laughs> good call. Good call. I haven't. What you don't know can't hurt you. Well, they got to be done feeding by now, right? I guess I can check now. It's yeah. been like forty-eight hours. I saw a couple of bloated ones just peel right off. Yeah. Uh, last time I had one of those, I was like ten or something, and it was not a pleasant experience. I saw the I movie don't ticks. Think about it again. That was also unpleasant. Have you guys ever had one? No, but I've no? had to check. Yeah. And then, the, like, the weird awkward part. Oh, you never part had one on you? I've then, seen one no. crawling on me. Oh, I'm God. not an idiot. I mean, the one that... I'd, I'd kill them before they get on me, man. Well, you can't. You're not supposed to. If they're if they're already biting you, you're not supposed to just, like, smush no, I'm them. I'm saying you, you pee in the grass in front of you, and then you roll around it. Oh, is that they, what does it? And then you when you're covered in urine, they can't eat you. <laughs> and everybody knows this. Because yeah. when, when I had one, like, yeah, it, yeah. it had already been going for Works a while. Works with bears and sharks. and Yeah. yeah. I wrestled the bear. They hate it. The one I had when I was a kid, it had been going for a while. Oh, it was engorged. Yes, you know, you know how they look. Yeah, and big, I, ugly, and fat and squishy. And I feel like the, the 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 technique I've learned has changed. I think Drew, when you and I went yeah. to that thing, they, they said don't do the match don't, head. Don't do anything. Is pretty much what they said. Yeah, I mean, like, what there's the match head. Wait, or, yeah, what did they say to do? Just let it finish and go on its way? No, you're supposed to use like tick removal tools. Huh. What? Yeah, they didn't want you to. They didn't want you to rip it off because you can leave the head. Because the head will be left the thing, in there. I mean, you can get an infection or whatever. Yeah, right. If, if you, I don't know why they didn't want you to use the match? If you burn head. it, then it will vomit. Oh, Lyme right. disease into you. That's ah, right. yeah. That's uh, right. Fuck. And if you put Vaseline over it to mm-hmm. suffocate it, it will just. I think do the same thing. Yeah, I think when you stress it out, it'll yeah. vomit or oh. spit back up. Well, or I don't know. We use the Vaseline, so okay. E. I mean, that, I think that was better than the match. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. Huh. You should so. probably get Lyme disease shots in your Shit. stomach. Well, that was... Oh, fuck, man. Seven shots in the stomach. Actually, that those were in the ear. That was definitely well over 20 years ago. So... Slow one. I guess I'm fucked. Lyme disease know. is scary. Yeah, yeah I guess I'm... Man. Yeah. I guess I would know by now, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, it's yeah. fucking serious. I know it. It is some not serious good. business. No, it's not. No joke. Yeah. Uh... Uh, the, the most awkward part of the of ticks, um, Lyme disease in a category all its own. Ticks, oh, yeah. where the where the guy has to be like, all right, tick check, and then like, all right, check your privates. Yeah. Well, because that's where they want to they want to nestle. And oh, then, I thought it was pretty much always on your head, like in your hair. No, that's where I had the one sock line. They always yeah. they always tell me more or less when we had to do the tick checks and stuff is you know they want to get into like warm tight places. Word. Check your warm tight places. Hell yeah. Boys, check your warm tight places. Girls, check your warm tight places. And I always, I, for some reason, that's what sticks in my mind with ticks is some camp counselor and everybody has to be like, check your privates. Well, anybody ever had a leash? No. I want to, I think I saw a movie where a guy got a leash. I, I, I think I must <laughs> Closest you've ever gotten. Yeah, I, just, I'm, I can't just watch Stand By I, Me. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I don't know if I did or I just saw Stand By Me enough times where, boy, that just seared it in. I have swam in a river where there's that fish that will swim up your uh, urethra. Oh, God. And, the one with the and, barbs then, on and it. then barb itself inside you. Fuck that. Yeah. Yep. What? Why would that, you go in that there? Is yep. that, that's that fish's river. Don't go in there. Do you have to, <laughs> yeah. like, do you have to put on a preemptive catheter before you go in there no, or they, something? They just say, like, don't, don't, pee. don't pee in the water and don't pee before you go in the water. Mm. Does that attract them or something? Yeah. Ugh. I 
That's the opposite of my technique of the pee repellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not, not going to work. I hate it's, this conversation. God. Well, this is like what you look at uh, like on Monday morning. This is when you check the RSS. Uh, it's like, what, what deadly thing? What's is, killing us this week? Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait the tigers. Did you get a leech as well? No, I haven't gotten oh, a leech. Okay. I'm kind of curious. About leeches? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like good bleeding. Straighten you out. Yeah. Uh, it worked for the Middle Ages. Yeah. But they still Those use some leeches. Some. Yeah. Leeches and maggots, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. But I hear about Mars rocks having little men on them, too. So what yeah. do I know? I checked the wrong websites. I think maggots Huff are more post. in use than leeches. For disinfecting? Yeah. No, no. They eat uh, they eat dead flesh. Yeah. Like necrotized flesh. Zombie flesh. Necromorphs. They, yeah, they eat Wait, so if you get like MRSA or some kind of you know flesh eating disease, they just yeah. put maggots on it? I, I think that's been known to happen. Yeah. I thought they used the clean wounds more than that. Like, it was well, like that's what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, they're but like in a way, like the. But know. I don't think it's going to get rid of your yeah your bacterial infection. No, no, no. This is like you've already been treated for whatever right. the problem is. Now they're getting rid of the shit that already died. That was part of you before right. they treated you. There's some weird thing you got to put. You put gauze on and then let them chew through the gauze, and then there's like a technique to it. It's not just like put maggots yeah. on raw skin. Yeah. Again, we could also stop cheese. talking about this. There's a place in France that they have maggots eat, and then they poop it out, and then that's the cheese you eat. Fuck Wait, that. That's what it sounds like that uh, the, coffee beans. That's yeah, like, the, yeah. The, um, that sounds like a really small piece of cheese. Oh god, it starts with a oh. C. What is it? Maggot poop. Chip. Civet. 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 The, the yep. civet. The civet coffee. Hmm. So what if you had poop coffee? What if a civet ate a maggot? No. That ate some cheese? No. What if a maggot ate a dead civet okay. that had eaten the coffee bean? Uh-huh. Would you yeah. have coffee flavored cheese? Oh, that'd be some high priced cheese. That would be you only get that in Brooklyn. That's yeah. some artisanal shit. Mm-hmm. We, Williamsburg. Get yeah, you. That's yeah. the only place you can get it. <laughs> and then I ate the maggots and. You guys, what about that? You guys, you're never this, sleeping again. If you guys can eat this cheese, oh, it's like tapioca pudding, but I'm keeping me awake. God, I'm still worried about ticks over here. You're so far ahead of me. I love tapioca Stop. pudding, you guys. Oh, me too. It's really oh. good. Mm-hmm. It is pretty good. It's very sugary. Yeah. 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 I used to. You ever seen those foot baths advertised where little fish eat the dead skin off your feet? Nope. Hmm. Nope. That's not real. God, I could, I, real. Could, I could use that after the day on the mountain. My callus has gotten like three times bigger. Mm. That's the part that's grossing me out. This tail. And I mean, do you know that there? Yeah. You know there. You know there are parasitic worms that will burrow through the soles of your feet if you go barefoot outside. What? You didn't know about that? Oh, you yeah. never heard that? Well, like ringworm? I know ringworm is a fungus. I believe. I think that's a misnomer. Hmm. Isn't it ringworm? That's actually not. A, it's not a worm. What uh, about the tiny spiders that live in your face? I want to. That's not true. <laughs> I've read it on the internet. Oh, the spiders from Mars. No, they I came have... on the uh, meteorite. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. David they, Bowie told me about that. Hookworms? Like hookworms? The, sure. No, isn't it? The teensy, tiny, microscopic spiders that live in your face that give you... you got to get the hookworm. Get the keys. What is the one that will burrow... What is the one that will burrow through your foot? Footworm. Ask any one of the hippies down on Market Street. Mm. Glowworm. Yeah, like, what are you saying? We can't walk around barefoot anymore? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's always been that way. For I, don't, I don't think these worms are a new thing. I mean, you have to walk where the worms are, though. It's yes. not like they're just and everywhere. Wh- and where are the worms at? I don't know. That's what I need to know. I don't. I mean, it's not like where you're going to see them. Where the worms, see them doing it. Worms at? You saying I can't walk bare? <laughs> can't walk barefoot to the lake where I was going to go take a pee? Yeah. I can't do anything anymore. Can't burn these ticks off anymore. You might as well just stay inside and play divinity. Smear yourself in Vaseline. 
walk barefoot to the lake, pee first, then jump in. Sounds kind of like my weekend. Wait, but do it barefoot? Without the lake and the... Yeah. They'll get the the worm foot. Right, and then breathe through your nose so that the water gets into your nasal cavity. Oh, right, and then the parasite goes yeah. into my brain. Just have it's everything. It's got to be still water. Warm and, like, preferably really brown. What do you die from? Well, you're not going to fucking believe this. First, you had a fish in his <laughs> penis, and then, but that didn't kill him. Then he had a zombie parasite in his brain. Oh, a, but that didn't kill him. Oh, God, I have to stop reading this. Footworm. Brad, what did you do other than go hiking? <laughs> Fuck me, man. Over the last week. Mmm. Christ. I watched nine straight hours of Dota on Sunday. All right. Um, it was the International. It was. It was Valve's annual. Three, the third. Yeah, the third International. Is the International an Invitational? Uh, as opposed to an open, yes, I guess. I guess is it I intentional? Guess it, I guess it would be. Yes, it is definitely that. I don't think this happened by accident. The non-invitational, intentional, international. Uh, is it yeah. I guess you're right, but I don't know. Well, I mean, at what point does something go from being an open to an invitational? Because at some point, it has to be an open for people to apply to it, right? Right. You know what I mean? Unless there was like some league already presented. You know, they just maybe they just invite teams from other events. Yeah, right. it's possible. I mean, obviously, like every team that was in it was a very established, like yeah. relatively successful team. So I guess in that sense, it was an invitational. So did you actually watch it, or did you just keep it running? Yesterday, like the, the finals day, or the whole because it was a five day event. No, which I'm, I'm sure you're well aware of. Sunday. Every time you walk by my desk, yeah, uh, the latter half of last week. Um, no, no, uh, Sunday started at noon. I like I went to Safeway at nine in the morning. And bought a bunch of ground beef and beer and potato chips and stuff. Put them all together. A friend came over and we grilled hamburgers and watched Dota matches for... That sounds awesome. For nine hours? From noon until about eight when he had to leave. And then I watched the last match by myself. But, yes, nonstop. It was eight eight matches. Mm-mm. Eight matches between eight and or between noon and nine. How do you get to a point where you get to the last match and then leave? Uh, When you have two kids... Whatever. And, and you were needed at home right. to help well, raise the children. So did he or she miss the last night? No, he watched it on the train oh, on his phone. Yeah. So you spent you spent eight hours, eight or nine hours hiking on Saturday, yep. and then eight or nine hours I know. sitting on your butt, it was, eating chips. You earned it, man. I guess I'm saying, just yeah. balanced out. Yep. I still feel like I have a net gain. Like, my pants still feel pretty loose this, this morning, all so right. feeling all right. Because you got the Dota worm. Yep, comes through that. Yep, exactly. TV. Uh, man, what a hell of an event they put together! Like, holy shit! Every time I saw it, it looked super professional. Just yeah, the production I mean, values. Like you, I saw you, the production you got it going on your too. TV. Yeah, yeah, like like every time I turned around and looked over there, it was like, wow, this is like like good jib shots. Yeah. Like, it's not super gross. Like, it's 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 produced well. With right. the exception of the guy in the bright green suit, everyone looked like they were taking it seriously yeah. and professional. Yeah. Well, but, I, but at the same time, that guy I think was doing it right. He definitely like he he leaned into it pretty hard. Because think, yeah, because think about like, this: it can't be too crazy, right? And he, I don't think he ever got too crazy. Well, did you see the the? Yeah, I'm sure it's a meme at this point. The esports shot, yeah, the, the glasses, glasses and everything, yeah, yeah. But uh, think about it this way: he was also the only guy with a lower third that didn't have a fucking nickname on it. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that. I guess uh, you're right. Yeah, I guess he just does go. And ironically. He is the he was the statistician of that panel. Like uh-huh. He was the guy. He's the guy who crunches numbers and runs analysis and probabilities on that stuff. Right. And says like, oh well, like in eighty percent of the games featuring that character versus that character, this is going to happen. Like he he was 
simultaneously the dumbest looking guy and probably like the most so analytical he, he guy. He gets away yeah, with it. Right. Exactly. You know what Jimmy Hart once told me? What? He said, if you start dressing like the audience, uh-huh. you're going to be the audience. Exactly. Mouth of the South right there. That's live by. Bruno knew to put on a fucking show. Yep. I guess so. <laughs> there you go. I guess so. Um, yeah, you know, like, for your part, like, thinking from the, pers- the perspective you've had on esports, quote-unquote. Sure. Recently. Like, this was... This was esports was like done by Valve basically. This was not the yeah. sponsor heavy like kind of shit eating like just just like balls out display of sponsorship and and commercialism. And, well, it, and it, it's that it's it, not it, something that feels like it is taking advantage of the players right. in in the way that, you know, you you hear less so these days, but you know, the the tales of players being taken advantage of by their teams or sponsors or whatever. Like that used to be really rampant mm-hmm. in the organizations that that put it on oftentimes didn't feel like they were, they, they were coming at it like this thing's hot. Let's make some money. Right. Um, whereas, you know, valve is able to hide that a lot better because the whole thing is a gigantic fucking ad for their game. It is. It is. You know, like, like it, there's, you know, very, well, they also understand the, the commercial aspect of, of, it, of cultivating a community. Exactly. And, yeah, people do. that are excited about this stuff. I mean, the, on the raw business side, the thing that sets this apart from all the like NLGs and GSLs and whatever is that, they did not treat the international itself as an end, as a profit-making venture. Like, it was not an end unto itself. Right. Like you said, it was purely a promotional opportunity for this game. That said, they <laughs> sold the compendiums. And all, I mean, yeah. And, and some of that went into the prize pool sure, and all that sort sure. of stuff to, to make the event sweeter or whatever. Right, right, right. But, but, but in terms of the actual event, the only thing they sold were tickets to physically get into the hall and watch the thing. Right. Like, you didn't have to pay to watch any of the streams online or to... Spectated in the client, they didn't even run ads on the Twitch stream. It was a 1080p right. plus t- Twitch stream, which I I don't know if that means they had to pay Twitch to disable ads or what. Yeah, I don't know. or it could, because been, it could have been a mutual co-marketing, or maybe yeah. maybe, like, maybe. You know, like, this, hey, will, this will be a big thing that'll yeah. get people through the door right. for Twitch and yeah. get people to sign up for chat and all right. that. But regardless, yeah. you got the highest quality yeah. that Twitch offers without any of the barriers. Yeah, and you know they have like between client and and, and Twitch, and this is just English language. They have like. Easily, like, 500,000 right. people yeah. watching on the last day. Um, but, I mean, you know, Valve, Valve has got the twin advantages of, A, having this ridiculous revenue stream that doesn't even have to do with them making their own games, right. which is Steam, and, B, having a game that makes money in perpetuity as opposed to, like, a StarCraft that just sells a bunch of copies up front mm-hmm. and then kind of stops yeah. generating revenue on the sales side, right. whereas Dota will make money as long as people are playing it. I mean, they've so, also, so they did have that going for them in putting this event together. And they've got another hook, too, which is they have a platform Steam, which well, can that's support, what I yeah. support all of that stuff and more as, like, they're right. selling Dota and they're also selling other things. They're making money a hundred other ways, so, yeah. like, they kind of were able to get away with doing that, but that doesn't... It ended up meaning that, you know, like, like yeah, the, obviously, you know, there's a, someone, a businessman at some point looked at this stuff and said, let's do it. Sure. Um, but that you know, but that doesn't that didn't seem like their first foot forward. Whenever you tuned into right. that stream, like none of that, none of that diminishes the respectful way that they put this thing together, and kind of respectable way that that it it was put on. You know, yeah. Um, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch any of it. It was fascinating. Did it, did uh, it from from a production standpoint, and then even I, so, I watched like the last five matches. So the, the thing uh, yeah. that thing that I would like to know, or may I go back and watch, is it recorded somewhere? Right, everything is up sure. there. I mean, you can you can watch it all in the client if you want. Well, you'd want to see the production stuff with the camera work. So like, so you can see all that on. The Twitch. thing that turns me off from from a lot of the esports production stuff is when they try to make the bombast more than is called for. Yeah. When mm-hmm. they when they're like, this is a huge event 
fireworks, stage shows, yeah, all no, this, this stuff. This, this, this was... Moving platforms. This what seemed subdued compared to that, yeah. but at the same time, I mean, they still had like dramatic lighting on the trophy, and you know, yeah. here are the teams entering the thing. Sure, it'll make it, it look nice, but yeah, they made it look nice, and they, they not everything's you know, the Super Bowl, and they definitely blew up confetti when the winner came out of the booth. You know, like there what? was some of that, but not not to the extent like there weren't flames what, shooting out of the stage. <laughs> what what they attempted, they pulled off. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't overextend okay. and go like, "Let's make this thing look really big," and then have it look really corny. <laughs> sure. Uh, as a result, I mean, even there. The one thing I will say is, like, I think I feel like one of the announcers, uh, the 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 two guys that were actually calling the matches, one of those guys at some point just started to sound like he was calling wrestling. <laughs> like <laughs> he was a little too much. Yeah, I could see um, that. Yeah. Like the the analysts they had were were mostly good, even if they they seemed a little flat. Actually, there was a little bit of awkwardness in um, some of the like throwing to the the reporter in the field. Hey, you know what? Like that. But it was tosses are hard. If yeah, you don't do that all sure, the time, sure. Like you yeah. fuck that up, it's 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 super weird. You have a man talking in your ear, that, yeah. and you're not used to that. Like that's I don't begrudge totally them that at all. Like I kind of found it endearing in yeah. a way. I came around like first time I saw that they had um, Casey, whatever, Casey Atchison or yeah. Atchison. Like the the first couple of times when I looked over at your desk and saw that stuff, it was just like, why would they? I mean, she clearly doesn't know anything about the game. Why do they? Right, but she leaned have into this, that. Have this like newscaster here, yeah. the, and it ended up being really smart because she was purely going after the human interest yep. angle of yep. stuff. And, and she that you won. can get, you know, with, like, and frankly, you really need. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They put a human face on that thing without it being fake or phony. Like they talked to the players in a way that, like, the narrative formed. And I think they were lucky to have a narrative form over the course of, of, I guess, that last day of matches, but yeah. you know, probably the last couple of days, uh, to have something that they could kind of hang their hat on. It's like, oh, this team is coming back. Can they do it again? Uh, they already, you know, th- this other team has already fucking beat them, and you know, or, right. or whatever. Um, like they had that established narrative and were able to kind of go with it, but it it made it so, like all great sports broadcasting anyway, work if you only have a like a barely a, a really light grasp on the sport in question. Like you can usually watch the Super Bowl because they have so much time in the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously they have so much programming time around it that they can spin up those narratives and figure out how to actually pitch it to you. I think the Olympics is a great example. Because totally. No like one cares about videos, competitive diving. Absolutely. But this, when, this reminded me of the Olympics a lot. Yeah. Um, in, in, the, in terms of the way they had to present it, totally. Um, they had to like figure out, like, okay, who are these people? Who are the people that we can put a human face on and, and interview and talk to? Like, we get out there and talk to the fans about it. And they nailed that end of it in a mm-hmm. way that even going in knowing fucking nothing about Dota, yeah. you can still watch it and go like, I want those guys to yeah. win. Yeah, and every other esports thing that I've ever seen hasn't had that. Yeah. And you're just sort of expected to know who these people are and what they're trying to do. And when you don't have that, you don't care. Right. Um, yeah, even even as somebody who plays the game obsessively, I went into this thing thinking I didn't really care about watching pro Dota. Right. Came out not only seeing the value of doing that in general, but also having a very clear feeling of who I wanted to support mm-hmm. kind of going forward, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I felt like the, the thing that I saw some people say is that, like, that those last five games, that final was, like, way faster, way more aggressive. Yeah, it was. And that a lot of the tournament was straight up, I guess, like, Chinese Dota, like, yes. super slow. Yeah. Very, very con- constrained, like, very safe, cautious. Yeah. With a lot of maneuvering around each other without yeah, engaging in that. I don't want to yeah, watch any that. of that. Yeah, that's boring. Um, that sounds like the worst. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, they were just mixing it up from the, like the, the word go. Yeah, in all those last few matches, to the point that like the, the fights, the big team engagements, like mm-hmm. 
usually when you play the game yourself, it's like it happens and everybody kind of limps away with whatever they got right. and kind of regroups. But it was like they were buying back as soon as they were dying and mm-hmm. buying a TP and porting right back into the fight before it was over. Right. So guys that just died were back five seconds later. It was just like constant rolling fights. Like it was so exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you think Dota needs a, a shot clock? Hmm. Something of the equivalent to well, keep keep the Chinese Dota from happening? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm not the best guy to ask. But there are situations where turtling is totally valid. Like there have been comebacks that have come out of... 20, 30 minutes of defending in your base until you can get to a position of strength where you can actually kind of strike back again. Right. You guys, um, you guys are saying Chinese Dota, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What is that? It's just it's the way that I guess that I, I read that even the Chinese teams are starting to get away from this for the most part now. But like like the style, you know, you know how Dota works. You know, you oh yeah, you, man, you level. Pro. I mean, the basics. You level your guy up and get gold. What? Right? Those things are important. Asshole? Sorry, I didn't tell you before. <laughs> sure, should have told you when I dragged you into a live broadcast. Um. Like, the, the style traditionally has been to hang back, to not engage, to farm as fast as and, and as much as you can. Mm-hmm. That's like, Chinese Dota? Yeah. And mm-hmm. there was there was one game... It's, it's like starting the game with, like, 20-minute no rush. Yes. Yes. And, then just, and just, like, picking off an HP here and there. Right. But gener- yeah, but generally avoiding the other team. And, and, like, so there was one horrible, horrible example, like, on Wednesday or Thursday. I think maybe? I remember you mentioned yeah. it. Yes, then. I was in the You're office like, toward oh. the end of that game, and yeah. you were leaving, and I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to leave with you because this is never going to end. It ended up being, like, a 98-minute. It might have passed the 100-minute mark. Oh, wow. Uh, and I remember at even, like, 45 minutes, they were still at, like, single-digit kill numbers. Oh, for man. the entire teams. Like, they have barely done anything but farm for, like, over an hour. Are there other nationality uh, Dotas? Like, is there a Russian Dota? Like, not... I, Italian as, Dota? As far as I know, not in the way that you would say Russian Dota plays like this. Oh, man. Because... But one of the teams in the finals were... I guess most of them were Ukrainian. Yeah, was, there was... Yeah, there's Navi has one guy from Berlin. Yeah. Like, Ukraine Dota? One, yeah, I think one, three Ukrainians. Yeah, like, three from Ukraine and one from Estonia, I think. Yeah. And then Alliance was all Swedish. Hmm. Um, it's, it's like a... It was nice to having come from StarCraft, where like the top like eight or twelve in any given tournament is going to be Korean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really nice to see like a truly international lineup. You know, like it there is were international. There, well, yes, it felt like but. the Olympics mixed with Eurovision. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. Man. Like that's yeah. watch, that's what watching it felt like. Yeah. That makes me really want to watch yeah, it because it was it was a lot of just like it was it was a lot of Europeans, yeah. a lot of accents. Yep. And then, yeah, like the the Olympic presentation of this thing you don't really understand, but maybe have a loose grasp on, but not really. And uh, the, the thing for me, like knowing nothing about the game, like you know, there were moments that over the course of watching five games, by the time they hit like game three, I was like, okay, I think I understand kind of the basic pace of this and and how it is supposed to look. Um, but anytime they would start mixing it up, I just had to look at the the left side of the screen and see who was killing who. Right? Oh, sure. It was just like, I can't even right. tell what the fuck is going on. So, the, so much shit is popping off. So the buddy of mine that came over to watch with me has played, he's got probably close to a thousand matches of Dota 2, but before that he's got like 1,500 matches in Heroes of New Earth, which is mm-hmm. basically Dota, yeah, and yeah. he started out in Warcraft 3 Dota right. and played like hundreds of games. Like, he's been playing this game for years and years right. in various forms. And he even admitted, like, I said something to the same effect of what you just said. Yeah. He admitted it's the same. It's like it's the same for him. Same yeah. for everybody. Like right. there's just too much stimulus going on in front of you to parse everything as fast as it's happening. See, I would think that they would. Uh, that would be one of those things that, like, as they try to develop it as a purely competitive thing, like turn all that shit off, right? I mean, like you know, or like darken everything, but highlight yeah, a couple of characters. Like, I don't you want to get down to. I mean, you know, as a player, you know, like you, you almost think like 
you know, when people were playing Quake 1 and turning off models and everything, it was just diamonds shooting diamonds at each other or right. something, you know? Um, that's that's maybe a bit extreme. Or the other thing... But if could... you're playing, I imagine the last thing you would ever want to have happen is too many spell effects on the screen, no idea what's going on. I mean, you, you could probably make the argument that that's part of it. Yeah, I don't... And, I, and... I, don't I just I don't think that's the root of the problem. I don't think it's the way it looks. I just think it's the amount of information that you have to parse. Right. Like, it's... Okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's ten characters. Typically, if, if it's a full-on team fight, it's right. ten characters on screen, all of whom have four-plus abilities. Right. Plus, and and you know, whatever item build... and fucking other yeah, in there. And whatever and, item build they've got yeah. and whatever they're capable of and whether their abilities are on cooldown or not, so you don't even know right. for sure. And a bear... Yes, and there might a bear might show up and fuck that bear. Um, it's trying to it's like trying it's, to watch an entire football play, but there's no football. You're like trying to watch all the right. players. Like you just yeah. you just can't keep track. You can't keep all those variables in your head at all times yeah. and just par- parse everything. I think or, or it's like if there was never a down in football, if they just kept trying to run the ball constantly. Yeah, and you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Right, and all the guys were wearing crazy. You know, golf outfits like or something. If you, if you try to play a full game of soccer inside this room, sure. There you go. Sure. Yeah. And they all dress like Guar. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But everyone had their own ball. Yeah. And for some reason, their own spell. Right. <laughs> and they're all vomiting blood. <laughs> and there's a bear. Yeah. I mean, I, I can and say the bear is just getting bigger, and you're like, why? That's probably bad. And it has Lyme disease. <laughs> and rabies. Okay. And don't check his urethra. I mean, I can say as as a rank amateur playing that game, like going into a team fight, the best I can do is like know the character I'm playing and know what I need to do when I engage. You know, yeah. it's like I'm playing whoever. It's like, all right, I need to pop BKB and then toggle my armlet on and then what? Like once you're in it, it's even for me where I'm at now. It's still hard to figure out like who I should be attacking. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've like I've seen a lot of fights go bad because the team wasn't coordinated on like here's the guy we need to focus down first and then this guy's the second priority. Right, right. It's a lot of like catch-as-catch-can of, like, hitting whoever's close to you, yeah, but then yeah. nobody gets enough damage to go down. Right. And everything goes bad. Like, it, it's really hard to keep up with. Do they do replays? What do you mean? In the broadcast? Uh, yeah. They do a highlight reel, like, as soon as... Because that would be really cool. Like, let's watch, let's, let's go back and watch this engagement. The problem okay. is that they, 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 like, they, can't, they can't do that mid-match because the match is still going. Right. Yeah, you know, you can almost do, like, the picture-in-picture thing that, like, wrestling will do. Yeah. Yeah. But wrestling does that, and they know to have the main picture s- slow down a little sure. bit for a couple but seconds. But I would, I would just love to see, like, here's here's a, a slow-motion video replay, but then, like, also, here's all his key commands. And you can say, oh, he hit three there, so he popped this ability. Why would you want to do that then? Well, because he knows he has this, and that'll counter that. I feel like, generally speaking, and, and I, you know, it's the end of a five-day tournament, so maybe, you know, they, they make a lot of assumptions about who would watch that, I guess, but... They need it's it's and it's why people compare some of this stuff to poker a lot is because there's a rules barrier uh, that is yeah. incredible like way harder to convey here than it is in poker. With poker, they can use a lot of on-screen information to say like ah oh, you know here's the percentage that he can win this hand. Like it's a lot of stuff they can do on the fly or even after the fact because they're producing it. But with this, you know, there's it's it's impossible to convey like the abilities of every character right. and all that sort of stuff. Like, the rules of the game beyond the basic notion of there's a throne, you need to... Yeah. There's towers. You need to go get it. Yeah. There are towers they, in the way. Because they'd never have time to say anything else. Yeah. Like, there's so much to convey. It's like, when, sure. when poker first started uh, getting big on television, it was the, the World Poker Tour. Vince Van Patten and that other dude. And... Every week, every single show, every episode, they had the exact same here are the fucking rules of poker segment at the top of the show. There was Lou Diamond motherfucking Phillips telling you how to play poker. 
Not even telling you how to play poker, just saying, like, hey. This is what beats what? This is what beats what? Here are the hands. Here are the hands. Yeah. Here are the rules. There are two cards. They deal more. Or you, you get dealt two cards. They, they, there's a community pot. Like, here's, here's how Hold'em works. And that enabled people to wrap their minds around poker and get to a point where they could watch it. And, you know, a few years down the, lo- down, down the road of poker being big on television, no one else had to do that anymore because it had gotten big enough to where, you know, they could assume that right. a large percentage of the audience knew what the fuck was going I mean, on. The Olympics does that all the time. Yeah, exactly. I just watched an F1 race recently. Mm-hmm. Um, they do none of that. Yeah, because F one. Yeah. I mean, it's been going forever, right. and everyone in Europe knows all about F one. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like any kind of auto I wrote down all I, the I questions real... I had, so maybe I'll like make a blog post to help help your audience. What is going on? But they also do that for the Olympics, where they have to run down do. like yeah. here's yeah. how you score. And right. it's, it's the, one of the things like in the Olympics, they have an interminable amount of time between events and a billion commercials, and oh, you know, it's like the bloated television mm. production and that that horrible structure. Leaves a lot of room for that. Maybe too Whereas much. Whereas with, yeah, a little too much. You know, where they have to fill time and they're like, well, I guess we could tell them how to play it. Yeah. Whereas, like, the international was just fucking bang, bang. Yeah. Like, you know, between matches in those finals, you know, I mean, fast. shit. One time they came back to it and they'd already each picked two characters. Yeah. I noticed like they, they, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, it's way faster than if you watch live StarCraft tournaments. It can be like 30 minutes between two matches or whatever. Yeah. But this was, yeah, they were just whipping them out one after yeah. the other. Uh, you, you blew my mind this morning when we were sitting there getting ready for a quick look, and you just said something about like something about that that Aegis steel. Yeah, that shit that, was that, fucking that, nuts. That Roshan. That, that was the, that was the moment where I was like, oh fuck, right? Like this is crazy. Like some crazy shits going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you but know specifically that you brought it up without any provocation. Like you, you could like, that, that was it. that was something that was very easy to understand. Right. Right, you know, like there's this high stakes gambit that they're making. But I think it was only within... easy to understand because I already knew what the drop from okay. Roshan did right. from you saying it. Right, which um, on its face doesn't sound like a big deal. But yeah, if the right person it, it, has it, and that means that they're just in the fight twice as long. Right, like it's a game changer. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 that, and I guess that's the other thing that's very difficult to understand about Dota from the outside is. Like how how expensive death really is, right? You know, like like that's a that's a really crazy concept. I mean, you know, like you start looking at other video games, and you know, it's like whatever Call of Duty. Like you just fucking respawn and just keep going, right? So you know, and then and you think like, oh, you're out of the battle for a minute or whatever. But like, I mean, I guess the importance of the farming and you know, getting behind the levels, getting behind the, you know, and, and gold and stuff just ends up being super fucked. It's not only that, but certain characters at different stages of the game are more important than others. Like right. If you lose the wrong character at the wrong time, you can lose the whole game, even though you're way ahead, because yeah. they just they have enough time. Like your carry is out of the match for 90 seconds. That's plenty of time for them to take such an upper hand that you can't come back for it. Like I, I mean, people jokingly talk about Dota and call it like Game of Throws or whatever because it's so easy to throw a game that you should win. Yeah, like making one mistake, one crucial mistake, can completely flip the matchup. So down. coming out of that, I mean, they, do they patch every week? Yeah, Are they still patch. I think every they week? might have missed a week recently, but typically uh, every single week. So you think they? They can nerf, nerf wisp? wisp? I don't know. Like a lot of people were saying, like I mean. So the, the the stats man Bruno basically uh-huh. you know they were saying like and, and it happened in the finals because that, that was one thing they were very like good at explaining to people not necessarily the specifics but they came right out and said like yeah everyone thinks that Wisp is a fucking overpowered and yeah. broken right now right which is crazy because Wisp by itself can't do shit but it's what Wisp does for the the other characters hmm. the way you use it because I mean what the thing that Wisp has that is so damn good is that it can teleport anywhere on the map right. And ten seconds later, it teleports back out. And if it's tethered to another character, that character comes along for the ride. 
So okay, and Wisp has all these like healing right. healing they, powers. They didn't explain that. Uh, did they not? No, wow, wow, that they, they kept talking about relocate. Yeah, which so I relo- assume yeah. is that. Yeah, but okay. So the, the I tether- thought what they were. I thought I was under the assumption that relocate was you would find an enemy unit and relocate it to your fight. No, 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 no. You are so you'd have you like were, four guys sitting there and like, no, no, no. I'm going to go get this fucker no, and bring him over here. No, you're jumping to where they are, so it's only Wisp and one other character. Okay. But if it's the right character that's then able it, to gank well, it does it. Yeah. and you just come out of nowhere, Wisp, so when they're, when Wisp is tethered, you also get uh, bonus speed and like healing properties. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're also healing this other character that's doing the gank. Yeah. And then 10 seconds later, if you're still tethered, you both get out of there. So easily enough time to jump in, kill somebody, and then be gone before anybody can respond. Huh. Uh, it's crazy. I don't know what's going to happen with that stuff. Like the the thing I've noticed from the little bit I've been keeping up with Dota, the thing they do that StarCraft doesn't is that they balance up on everything. Like StarCraft oh. nerfs like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like they, you know, they they bring things up, but they also bring a lot of things down. They right. want to like create an equilibrium. As far as I can tell, their strategy in Dota is if certain things are too powerful, make everything else more powerful to compensate. Like everything, that's, that's a fun. That's a more yeah, fun kind of dangerous. Because yeah, then, it like, totally is. then a major patch version comes out, and no matter what characters you like, you look at the list and you're like, "That's fucking awesome!" Like I can't wait. You just get to a point where it's like, right click on thing, it blows up. Right. <laughs> great. At some point, everybody is nine 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 nine. It just becomes dive kick at some point. Sure. <laughs> just, sure. So yeah, I don't, I don't you know. Land that first hit, it's all over. I don't know what they'll do with that stuff. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, okay, my other question. BKB, is it a one-time use item that you have to buy again? No. Or is it something that once you get it, it's just another item with a cooldown? Uh, it, it does have a pretty long cooldown. It's like 45 seconds. Okay. But the weird thing about it is that every time you use it, the subsequent duration is shorter. Mm, so okay. it starts at 10 seconds and then 9, 8, 7, all okay. the way down to 4. Okay. And then 4 seconds is, you know, it's okay, but not great. Yeah. But but those first two, three uses are, are fucking crazy to be a ma- magic immune for that long. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yep. It's wild. No, no desire to play it. Oh, man. Zero. Damn it. Fuck, coming out of this, I'd get all of you. No. Zero desire. Uh, all right. I just want to look at the broadcast. Yeah, sure. yeah. the broadcast really was, was... I might go back and watch some of that stuff. So I feel really like nicely done. Every every esports... Well, not, I don't watch that many, but I've seen a few, and like, kind of working here, you've seen yeah, esports yeah. stuff, and, you know, there's the Korea stuff I saw. I don't, know for, I don't know what exactly it is. I can't put my finger on it, but it always just rings... Hollow and false, yes. like something. About, totally. I don't know if it's the overdone production. It's too. It's it's like it's slick. It seems like a sleazy businessman in a suit trying to tell you what's what. But but then I think it's that I think they overproduce and then they have like some TV good looking people, TV people, and then it's you know it's a bunch of normal kids that are the the contestants that right. have to then pop out of the little egg or the booth or something and be like, so how'd you feel? It was crazy. Yeah, it was okay. It was all right. I thought I was gonna win. It's like, that's amazing. Let's take it back over to the Mountain Dew booth where we got the yeah. loser over there. What's right. going on over there? I mean, a certain amount of that is just inherent to the subject matter. Yeah, right? and like, like these kids guys... over there, like, they're not they're not professional athletes, like, groomed for TV where they're like, yeah, I, was, I think I'm expecting pro wrestling and that level of engagement, but it's more like Nick Arcade or something. Well, that's where the thing. It's they're like... not, I mean, these guys are not popular or in the limelight because of big personalities. It's because they're really good at this game. But but that said, a few of the guys were definitely hamming it up, and, and but like, there but were some it... standards outs in the interview category for sure i think uh it was uh puppies the tall Pu- guy puppy is the captain of navi yeah, yeah. yeah. like he, he was a good interview yeah like, he, he was a good interview and and it, it, at the end even though they had lost when he was not uh attempting to hit on the reporter like yeah, i noticed some of there was um, definitely a little bit of tension there it seemed like <laughs> uh it, like it, it just came across as this guy really loves this fucking yeah, game yeah. period and and that was that that came across really well uh, and, and I think spoke highly of, you know, like 
him, that team, and the the game and the community overall. If that's if that's one of the faces of that game. But I feel like you watch you watch professional sports and you see that level of production. But then when it's on the sideline or you know that those interviews are happening, you know who are the athletes and who who you're there to see. And it's not. I feel like the difference is those are the stars. The athletes right. are the stars. These are the guys that have the power or the confidence and the control. And I feel like when I watch esports stuff, it's the 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 ones that I don't like, where I feel like it's the paid TV esque personality interviewing them. Right, feels like they're like I don't know your this, your kid. And this, this this could game. have gone in that direction, but the the woman they had doing those interviews rated it in nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she, was, she was really good, you know, and and they kept the interviews pretty short, and and yeah, she she was well. There's a even though she didn't know the game. There needs like, to be a respect for yeah, what's happening. Yeah, and, she she didn't. It didn't come across as just like I don't know how I got roped into this yeah, fucking she, thing. She never, right, which like, never thumbed her nose at. at any it seemed like she was on. legitimately interested in being there, like this weird phenomenon that even if she's not super engaged in it, is just like this is a fucking crazy thing. Like like didn't take it. Ironically, he didn't go like, "Hey, I was playing your video game in your little booth." Right, I think that's um, kind of what puts me off a bit. When it was, I, and I can't even name what esports events I've watched. It's just the vibe I get, right? Where it's like, it's for, just, it, for me, the vibe in a lot of that stuff has been, yeah, it, it's it's twofold. It's the stink of business, and everyone trying way too hard to pump it up into something it's not. Right. Whereas this felt like they had a lot of production value around it, but. The you know the four guys doing the analysis were not super polished. They just knew what they were talking about. You know yeah. the the interviews were not the cleanest thing in the world, but they were genuine. Yep. Like the, that, the players right. came across as they as as regular people who meant what they said, and and weren't being asked to be something that they're yeah, not. They nothing. weren't being asked to like come out and you know like yeah they you know they both had sponsor logos on their jackets and all that stuff and. But as long as it's you but, know, but it. It doesn't ring false. There, I mean, yeah, there was, that's, there, that's the main thing. There was nothing I saw in this event that you could call phony. Yeah, everything like, felt very genuine and earnest. And like it might just maybe it comes from a lifetime of growing up with all of those like Nickelodeon arcade sh- or the Nickelodeon game shows where it seemed like a bunch of adults trying to hype kids that kind of don't really care about the Casio keyboard that much that they won, but you're know, like. Hey, you're gonna win this crazy thing! Isn't that awesome, Billy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our... all right. Well, let's take it down to whatever, whatever, or like kind of uh, MTV kind of old, you know, game shows where it's right. like, all right, you got to take it down, Nash. This isn't that crazy. Uh, what's happening right now isn't that bananas. Right. And I feel like some of the esports stuff comes off like that, where it's just like people who don't even know what was really happening, trying to be like the the personalities themselves. Hamming up more than the talent that is actually playing the game, and that to right. me just always rings like, "Are you even interested in what's happening there, or are you just really happy to be on TV?" Right yeah, now? are you just trying to like further your own career as like an interviewer or something like that? Like that's yeah, you know that's that's an interesting difference with Casey that they got for this because she is a morning news anchor. Yeah, like she has a career. This yeah, just, yeah, she, some... she didn't she didn't come across as someone hmm. who was trying to put herself out there, right. and and. That's the thing you get from a lot of interviewers, I, I feel, or, or I've definitely seen that with some interviewers before. Where it's like, I, I don't really care who you are right. until you until you are delivering the best interviews in the world in this game and drawing things out of people, which you're not. You're just standing going, "What'd you think?" <laughs> and it's like, I don't, I don't care what your fake video game name is. <laughs> right. I care what the player's fake video game name is. It's really <laughs> dumb that you have one to begin with. 
as an interviewer. Sure. But I don't watch, again, I should say I don't watch that much of this stuff. So yeah. maybe I've just seen the, the kind of rotten stuff. I don't know. I, and, and there's been a lot of it. You know, you know obviously it's going to get better over time. And I haven't seen any League of Legends. I don't know that I will. Yeah. But maybe that stuff is great. So maybe, right. the, I mean, you know, that's stuff that Riot puts on. So I've you know, heard they, some they of the League similar... stuff has fantastic production yeah. values, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't watched I mean, that. That's them putting their own money into it and all that other stuff. It's not, it's not one of these side organizations that just bolt, you know. Putting a bunch of games together. Yeah, I, I, again, both examples of these events just promoting a different thing that makes way more money than the events ever could. Yeah. As opposed to stuff like MLG, which is an end unto itself. Right. That's a it's a for profit enterprise. Right. So. So you played Dota? Or you watched Dota? I didn't actually play any. Wow, just watch. I just at the end of the nine hours, I was just, I, I went to sleep. Hmm. I fell asleep on the couch like directly afterward. Do you see stuff in there? Not to not to drag out the Dota talk. Oh, please, much more. Please. But I am genuinely curious. Do you see stuff in there where you watch it and then you're like, I want to try that. Not, I want to try that with this character. No, right? but only because I'm just not even close to that level. Even like the Wisp stuff, you're not but, like I should get into that character well, or check it out. Something like that is so core to that character that I already knew about it before the tournament. Even like but, how it's used. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's how you play Wisp. Like, actually, one of the biggest revelations I had. Not just watching this, but in the last month or two, as I've really gotten into the game deeper, is that there's kind of an accepted, correct way to play most of the characters. You know, like there is a core build, and it's like if you're deviating from this too much, it's probably not a good idea. You know what I mean? Like this is game, because this game has been around you to play like that. Well, or is it because you that yes, character is built around. Yes, that? but that's putting the cart before the horse. What it is is that this game has existed in some form for like fucking close to what eight, ten years now. Like. I don't know when it got made for Warcraft 3. I don't think it was that long after the game came out. But Valve recreated this game so slavishly that everything is the same to the point people have been min-maxing these characters for years and years. It's the sort of thing where there are so many characters that if you want to play a character a different way, isn't there usually probably a different character that does the thing probably, you're trying to accomplish? Yeah. And there, there are some other legitimate builds you can use for characters, but it's to serve a different role. You know, yeah. Like you play Lifestealer and you put race car build on him, it's because you want to go fast. Not because you want to have all the damage and, and race car build. yeah, race car build, race car life stealer is my new favorite. So much fun, so fucking fast they can't but, get away. But Heroes of New Earth is the same, right? It like, is. They, they have the they, same exact characters. They start so, so they recreated Dota from the outset. Like all the characters have different names. Like Earthshaker is Behemoth and but weird, they're the weird same like character, that. right? But they have the same abilities right. and, and whatnot. But I, I, my understanding is toward the end of that. I mean, that game's still going, but toward the end, before Dota 2 came along, they started to diverge. I mean, they started characters. coming up with some of their own heroes. And then League has their all League, League, League is all its own it. its own thing. I mean, obviously they're going to share a lot of basic functionality and stuff, but League is League is a very different game in terms of the things that they changed and, and left out of of that game. Whereas this, so the something I wanted to bring up was that like a it wasn't the finals match. It was like Saturday night, basically. Whatever matches were going down Saturday night. It was like determining literally who was going to go to the grand finals. Yeah. I think that's when it was. It was Navi versus uh, Tongfu, which is one of the big Chinese teams. There is a bug in the game. Like Valve recreated Dota to such an extent that they constructed, like they hand rebuilt the bugs that occurred in Warcraft 3 Dota mm. just because of the weirdness of that engine and stuff. Right. Um, the character Pudge, he's the abomination. He's the... the Sure. Fat Pudge, yeah. you know, sewn together out of corpses yeah, yeah, guy yeah. from Warcraft 3. Uh, stitches. Yeah, he stitches. Uh, he has a hook. Like, his main ability is he hides in the woods and ganks you with his hook, you know, because it's, it's what's called a skill shot. It doesn't target to whatever you click on. It right. just targets it. in a line, and yeah. you have to, like, kind of predict where they're going and lead them and stuff. There's a bug where if you have Pudge and you also have Chin on your team, I don't know how you pull this off, but there's some synergy where if Chin is channeling one of his abilities and Pudge hooks a guy, like, you see the hook come out of Pudge and it hits the guy... 
but then it drags them from wherever they are in the entire fucking map all the way back to your base, like the enemy base, where like the crazy death ray comes right. out of the fountain yeah. and kills you in two seconds. And they did this over and over and over to these guys. And like it's it's like outside the bounds of anything that should happen in this game if that bug didn't exist. Right. Like they're it's free kills. It's just free every time Weird. you land a hook, it's just a free kill. Who gets the kill? Like I don't I don't know like who gets the gold and XP, yeah. but that kinda doesn't matter because you're taking them out of the match so many times yeah. that you're just gonna get ahead of them and farm and stuff. Huh. But it was totally like legit by tournament rules that this insane thing, like you can, there's a highlight reel out there of them just doing this over how come, how and the crowd is going ape shit. Like they are screaming their heads off. They think it's like the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah, that was my question. It was like, my friend said, like it still takes a lot of skill and timing, and it's hard to pull off, and it's also kind of a gimmick, and well, they just weren't if, if prepared for to, it. If you're trying to pull people from all the way across the map, I imagine you have to be pretty good. Well, no, no, no. You, hook. you are, you could be right next to them. Oh, okay. It's just that when you hit them with it, the it like the hook, the hook stops originating from you, oh, and instead okay. transfers to yeah. the. So you're hooking them as normal. Right. It's just they're getting dragged, yeah. and there's like the last one I think they did in the whole match was like in the enemy base. So he went all the way from the enemy base all the way across the map Weird. to the other base and got melted. And, like, I guess Valve at one point, like, before the, maybe this was after this happened, they said basically, like, yeah, it was a bug from Warcraft 3 that was deemed too hilarious to remove from the game. <laughs> so they just left it in there, and, like, it decided some really significant tournament results. Huh. And that's such a weird thing to me. But I guess, you know, StarCraft has had its share of bugs in the past, and, like, sure. those, those were always deemed, like, you know, part of the tournament, I mean, if tournament play. Game, if it's in the game. Yeah, if it's know, in the game. Thrones in the game. Yeah, it's just exactly. bizarre. It's Throwing bizarre to me. They put yeah. it in the game for a reason. Right. It's just, I don't know, it, it's like somebody let the air out of the soccer ball in the World Cup. Right. And it was deemed, like, okay. <laughs> I just wonder, like, that that's, it's weird. I mean, yeah, like you said, they're, they're so devoted to recreating Warcraft 3. Yeah, that game in every single Dota. Detail. Yeah. What happens when they're done? Uh, you know? That's a good like, question. Like, what do they do? Yeah. I mean, how much have they done themselves? I mean, obviously, they're patching it all the time and, and issuing balance updates and fixing stuff. So, I mean, it, it has deviated. Or I guess they still go back and update yeah. original. Yeah, every time. In fact, Dota, the, right? the, the Warcraft 3 map comes out like a few days to a week before the Dota 2 patch. That's funny. When when 6.878 was the newest big balance change or balance patch with all the changes and stuff. Uh yeah the 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 War Three map comes out and like people get it and start practicing on it just to figure out like yeah. what the changes before really before yeah. they're rolled into Dota two but I mean they've got Ice Frog he was the guy that kind of right. made I mean you know some people may have differences like, of yeah, opinion like, on this but like he came along and not, he yeah. he kind of you know he curated and made Dota what it was for the last several years so hmm. uh, there's there's still a handful of characters in War Three Dota that they haven't brought over yet hmm. so they still have that to do and they're bringing them over like at the rate of one every few months. So I, I bet it'll at least be like another year or something before that's done. What a fucking weird thing. I know. It's so weird. So many weird things about it. I just like you, It's hard not to be fascinated by it. Yeah. There's just so much stuff. Wouldn't it be great if the NFL issued patch notes? Mm. They have a rules committee. Yeah. I just want them to call But they nerf everything <laughs> always. Yes. Yeah. You know? It's like, now they, you can't tackle this guy here. They balance it down. They do. It's no fun. Literally. Football. Eight point two point one. We only play four one rules. That's it. Join my league. I'm just saying. Yeah, you is your goalpost in the middle know. of the end zone? Don't play, don't play Bunny Hop. Play Dota with me. Play Dota with you? I'm saying Saturday Wrecking Crew. Could happen. Are we playing Wrecking Crew? Could happen. Yeah, yeah, I just want to play some Wrecking Crew. Wait, what is that? I've been making some levels. Oh. <laughs> 
There's no battery backup on the cart. Oh, that was a good Dota segment. That was yeah. a chunk. You're into that? Oh, I feel good. Right. felt good. Let's play this weekend. No. Woo. Oh, man. No. Oh, it's so great. No. Played a game at 6 a.m. the other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Saturday morning. I, I mean, I don't even like playing proper RTS games multiplayer uh, anymore. It's, it's, see, I, so I think you're looking at it the wrong way. Don't look at this as Warcraft, where you only get to control one guy. Yeah. Look at this as Diablo, where you get to kill other people. I didn't really like playing PvP in Diablo yeah, either. Fuck. It's it's more like... Uh, okay, but, so I played that match with Brad and, and yeah. the dudes, and I felt like the... It, to me, it felt more like a fighting game. Like yeah, where totally. You have to learn all these other characters right. if you yeah. want to be good. You have to learn the timing of your moves like to I, leave I, yourself open. I've talked to Greg Kasavin about that a lot, and he very much likens it to... Like yeah. he said, he likes Dota for the exact same reasons he likes a fighting game, which yeah. is exactly what you're describing. And it's got the same pain in the ass shit as a fighting game, too. Unless you learn all those other characters... You don't know what they're yeah. going to do. That's right. the harder part of that game, or learning that game, is not figuring out what your character can do. It's knowing yeah. what everybody else can do to you yeah. and how to counteract it. It's just like a flight simulator, man. you got to yeah. learn what all those buttons do. Yeah, It's not the buttons you push. It's the buttons you don't push, man. Yeah. I just, I totally understand why some people would never touch it. Since with pole. It is way too much of a time commitment. Yeah. But but that's what makes it what it is, so you can't, yeah, I I mean, you you can't know, have it both I'm, ways. I'm, you know... Barely giving myself the time to learn fighting games that have like twelve character, right. eighteen character rosters. Like the notion of like hundred, the three thousand characters that are in Dota now. Yep, uh, it's just not realistic. What is it? One hundred two, something like that. You get yeah. to the hundred eight stars and it stop. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then you find out this is actually the super secret Suikoden right. sequel. And then yeah. you get Yoshi all along. Yeah. Oh, Jeff, what did you play this weekend? Wait a minute. What? No. Uh, what? We, I, how'd I you tried. figure more time? I've calculated you your time. Yeah, do you I have tried. a Game Boy with you on the mountain? <laughs> I, I have to talk about Brothers. Uh, oh, right. Brothers. Tale of Two Sons. Did you open that gate? I did. No, great. You saw me, dude. Yeah, I did. I was, it's, on, it's documented. Was, I've seen multiple people on Twitter mention that specific same bug to me. Shipped? Oh, like good. It, okay. It, I'm glad it wasn't. It, like it is more widespread than it should be by far. Seems like a lot of people are running into it, and that's a real shame. Um, but I, I went home after we got to the end of Chapter 2. I went home, was it that night or maybe the night after? I played from where we left off at the end of that quick look to the end of the game without stopping. Which well, is, that, could, that could either be a half hour or... It's really abnormal be... for me. Well, that was only an hour and a half into the game at most. So how long is that stopped. game? Like, I'd say four-ish hours. Okay. Maybe five, like, three or five, depending on how much you like to meander and look at stuff. Mm. Like, the, the the part of that game we showed in the quick look is kind of the... At, at the same time, it is the least kind of visually creative. In the cave and all that stuff? Yeah, the part in the mines. And mm. it was not a bad-looking place, you know, but, like, it was kind of the most visually mundane area and also the least emotionally resonant. So, like, the two things that make that game so special were kind of at their weakest in that chapter. Oh, see... It gets so much better and crazier and more stimulating from there. Interesting. Like, it's it's easily one of the best games I've played this year. Like, it is fan-fucking-tastic. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. I highly recommend anybody play it. And it's coming out on Steam and PS3 in, like, a month, so... And now it's... I don't know about Steam, but PC, so... Well, it's, on it's only on... It's part of Summer of Arcade, so it's only on XBLA. Uh, it came out last week. Last week, okay. Um, Just the... You know, you saw how it worked in the, in the quick look. You know, you're controlling one brother with each stick, and yeah. then you each and each trigger performs whatever context appropriate action, and that's it. Like that's the only way that you interact with that game. But they find some really creative ways to tie that control scheme into the stuff that's going on in the story. Is there any reason? Is there like, any reason they even 
for me personally to wait for that on Steam. Like it doesn't seem like an aggressively. That's the other thing. Like it is one of the best looking games I've seen this generation. Like on anything. Like Jeez, just the, really? the amount of like just visual imagination that's on display in that game is staggering. Huh. It looks amazing, and not because I mean it's just. It's just Unreal Engine on the 360, you know? It's not... I did not get that from just that quickly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it gets so much more aesthetically kind of complex and imaginative. Like, just the the range of environments that they show you. So do you feel like there is room for improvement on a PC or a higher-end machine? Like, the frame rate is perfectly fine on the 360, and it doesn't look, like, I don't know, jaggy or whatever. Like, there are no artifacts. There's, like, there's no reason not to play it on an Xbox if you want to play it right now. Yeah, I kind of want to just play it right now. Like, I absolutely just go get it. Like, there is nothing other other than that one bug that we hit. Like, it looks fine. It runs great. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no reason to wait. It's a few hours? It's, yeah, like four-ish, I would say, on average. But now I know how to get through about half hour of the puzzles. I'm going to fly through and shave a half hour off. Um, It's... It's got a very like storybook like quality to the world that they create, but not in a, like a saccharine, sugar coated way. Like it's, it almost feels a little bit more like the the actual fairy tales of antiquity, which were very grim. You know, like all the you hear about all the the. the, the Does it remind you of Limbo at all? It, it definitely like tonally, it's up there with Journey and Limbo and stuff like that in terms okay. of the kind of the, the atmosphere that it has. Um. But there's there's a lot of really dark stuff in that game. Sure, like, I'm with you. Like, Don't say anymore. I'll it's like play it's it. like the That's old. It. It's yeah. kind of old. Great. Got it. Folk tales of yore, you know, from sure. like you know, real lessons. Actually, cutting the Hansel and Gretel kinds of stuff. You know, it's like they're not not cut the, that wolf the original open. German. Yes, not the Disney-fied endings that everybody knows today. It's definitely, you know? like that game seemed to be picking up steam over the course. Yeah, of the week I saw where, a lot of you people know, like as about people it. were finishing it. You know, it just became you know in in the Twitter circle. Yep. It's, it's uh, really it good. very much just like, oh, you have to play, brothers. You, oh, God, you have to play, brothers. To the point where I was like, I don't. <laughs> fuck you guys. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. <laughs> There's no possible way that it could be doing these it things just, that you're saying it does. It tells it tells a really touching story, and like, just uh, I can't get over like the different types of things that you see, hmm. just just in terms of the way they construct the environments and stuff. Like, it looks incredible. All right, plays cool. some really interesting gameplay mechanics. You, you sell me. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I'm not. You did I'm, it. I'm selling everybody. I'll give, else. I'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you did it. Like I, I it'll, good job, it'll, PR monkey. It'll easily be on my my top ten list of the year. So oh man, what? you can't what? say that. Unless you say that, because it was just like something crazy. Something are, fucking crazy least, would have to happen. There are at least ten other games There's, coming I, out. I, I look, I know myself well enough. I don't know, man. This, t- this is not the type, statement. Not I don't, type, I don't, I don't not like, the type of game that comes along that often. I just don't like that. I don't like that statement. You, you, right. you think ten games better than Brothers? Yeah, there's come no. Out? That's what I'm saying. Did I think Brothers would be on a top ten list at, in January? Hell no. No, but yeah, because none of us never heard of it before right. the Microsoft press conference. So, that's so, the so what, what's going to come out? You got a whole console. I'm saying that's rare. Yeah. You need ten more. You have two off. whole consoles coming out in in ne- this year. Right, and I've seen that launch lineup. And you've got a, there are still got, unannounced games. Still for both unannounced games from World of, and also games that could just pop out of nowhere. Like I would brother. bet you the price of one of those consoles that there won't be a game as good as this on either of those consoles. Xbox this year. One to launch with ten Geometry Wars games. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? You'll bet me? You'll bet me that much money that? I mean, that—that's the type of bet that you could never settle because quality is so subjective. No, well, and also he would—he yeah, would, he, he would, 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 would just put. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. If I get to, I'll split it. Are there you. ten games better than Brothers out this year? Yeah, but we can't rely on him to be an impartial arbiter. Why not? I, well, he's a professional. I trust Jeff. He's a professional. I've been at this Metacritic. I have. Oh yeah, yeah, Metacritic. That's a great. <laughs> yeah. Metacritic user reviews. Okay. The most reliable source. Well, I mean, Amazon. Really, we'll right. start a poll during a live stream, and that'll be the 
Uh, sure. Okay. I'm just saying that this this game hit me it's on not the, me who. There you go. It's not now win. Yeah. This game hit me on the same level as something like a journey, and and that stuff. That kind of game just does not come along that often. Journey came out like last year. Yeah, it's been way over a year. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, like one a year. Okay, one a year sounds about right. Quantify it. So, if you're saying that the ten other games better than this are going to come out before in the next four months, I say you're crazy. These are all really good Geometry Wars games. He's a fan of In this story. scenario, you I'm believe what happens. Oh my God! Yeah, does Stephen King Red make any of them? All of them? I, I doubt. Well, he made he made nine of them, and you know, yeah. one's, one's he's the, the studio that they went and started after Bizarre Creations is is no more. Oh, I'm not sucks. sure. I'm not sure where he is huh. at these days. They made they made that one iPhone game. Yeah, I just envision him in a, in a bunker coming up with new shapes. Yeah, that may or may not ever exist. It's a shame. Don't even exist in reality. It's a shame he doesn't have that license or that name anymore. The hypercube. I'd like to think if you left that man to his own devices long enough, he would come up with something that replaced Geometry Wars. Probably right. Without being Geometry Wars. Man, I fucking love Geometry Wars so much. Like the look and sound of it. Well, get ready. Can he? Can you? Could you go that close without like stepping on any copyright or whatever? Sure. There's not going to be Geometry Wars clones. I know. Yeah, there's tons of horrible. Mm. Brad, you were talking about how our dimension is just an echo of other dimensions. Yes. What if this Wait. next geometry? Oh, that's gravity. Oh, that's what the string theory okay. posits. Well, then what if what filter geometry, geometry wars, wars through all through that those okay. concepts? Any other dimension? Okay. Yeah. All what right. if it was like a black hole where all all directions lead to one place? What if it's yeah. geometry wars, but then with an Ikaruga mechanic, and you have to flip over to the negative mm. version and shoot stuff there too? Mm. It's kind of a matter. matter everything is shooting at you. Matter, antimatter, sort of yeah, there. Everything's yeah. in 3D. So yeah, yeah. The After Brothers yes, and Dota. There, everything is. Yeah. Then it was just black holes all the way down. From there. Mm. That was it. So you heard it, industry. Ten games better than Brothers. Can you do it? Can you do it by you know <laughs> December first? Yeah. Get to work on those design documents. Time's dead. Time's running out. Splinter cells. They're all coming Twi- to Ouya. Just twist in everything. Spl- you won't believe the ending in Splinter Cell. Go to game of the year in this decade. <laughs> Assassin's Creed's gonna blow your mind. There are games. There are games coming out. I Don't hope. sell them short, man. I I have a lot of faith in the industry. I, I I know myself, and I know what I like, and I know what the game industry is likely to output. Oh, well, I haven't played Brothers yet, so yeah. Uh, but I would, you know, I like to keep it, you know, keep it on mind. And I'm not trying to hype it up more than it should be. Fuck like, me, you know, if you didn't just really, fucking creme the, the creme now. I guess I got you know I also got a bridge I could try to sell you, but I uh, all I'm saying is that like it's up there with other games of this scope that have come out this generation. And of a similar mind and kind of emotional. Which is better, Brothers or Dota? Oh, this is better, brother. That is like that's like apples and giraffes. Yeah, well, like, you're like, gonna how, have to make a top ten list. How do so I? How do you, at some point, you'll have to address <laughs> this. Giraffes and apples. Uh, Dota, Dota came I think apples are better than giraffes because I don't eat giraffes. Mm. They probably just want to eat your apple. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. What do you like better, flower or brothers? So tell Ooh. me a lot. Oh, that's tough. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, that game's like four years old now. It's hard to put sure. yourself back in that mind. Was that your set. one a year for that for that type of game? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. What's better, Bastion or Brothers? Oh fuck, man. There's a, there's a 20... that was that was like 2011's game. Wait, well, I thought 2011's game was Journey. No, it's no, 2012. Oh. God, it really is like one. <laughs> well, when did Limbo come out? I don't know. 2010. 
Yeah, yeah it was 2010. <laughs> Flower was 09, right? Like, I bet it is straight up. It was Flower, and then Limbo, and then Bastion, and then, and then Journey. And then Braid and now, at some point. Yeah, Braid was 08. Yeah. Tell me about your, your, your indie... The indie darling. Like, just the, the really, really heartfelt, touching, slightly emo indie darling with, with fantastic artwork. Hmm. hmm. Make a concept page. What is that genre? I don't know. It's the sil- same silhouette. Good video games. It's that silhouette genre. It's just the same. It's Venn diagram. <laughs> it's that silhouette stages in every one of those. Hmm. Oh, boy. All right. I'll try Brothers. Okay. Get back I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, well, now that I know yeah. I'm going to be arguing about it in, in a couple of months. Yeah. I'd rather get that out of the way. Yeah. Did you ever finish Last of Us? No. All right. I, mean, I still haven't either. Did you? You did. Yeah. You didn't, Jeff, right? No, no. I, and I feel like the longer we go, the less inclined I am to want to play it. Because now at this point, I would have to start over. Yeah, I probably would too. And that's also kind of how I feel. But I'll, I'll play it out of responsibility. And I do want to see it. But it's just it's, it's kind of wrapped up in some unpleasantness now. That, sure. Like I kind of got tied into some other not, stuff. Not to yeah, not put too fine a point on it. Uh, that is a pretty good game. Yeah, and also would, emotionally resonant. Yeah, I really, I really would like to see the rest of it. The last of it, even. Yes, all of it. Oh boy, what? Nope. Hmm. So brothers. Yeah. So brothers. All right. Well, what did I play? Um, I played a little bit of Charlie Murder. What'd oh you yeah, think? I played some of that. Yeah, it, it's very well made. I think we talked about it last week, didn't we? Uh, I think we really did. Actually, I don't yeah. think it, it, when's it out? It's like out this week. It's yeah, this week's XBLA, this week. XBLA release. Um, I, I like it. I'm liking it more the more I play it. Yeah, there oh, is, we did talk about I, it. There is a yeah, we did talk about. Let me how about this? There is a Burger Time inspired puzzle that I just completed. Okay, that sounds all right. Yeah, it's interesting mechanically. I think it's it's fascinating. Uh, you mean um, with the, the loot and the yeah, cell phone like the, and all the that stuff? Yeah, stuff they're doing around the punch guys yeah. until they yeah. you know disappear. I mean, just whatever. the fact that there are numbers flying out of enemies when you punch them, and then yeah, I just got a long way. I did, and I just got hand wraps that have that proc and acid effect. Mm-hmm. So now there are also green numbers in addition to white numbers right. flying out. Okay. Um, yeah, there's some you know the, the loot stuff is pretty interesting. I like playing it more than I like looking at it. Uh, no. I don't I don't hate the art style. It's mm. not you know it's fine. I think I think it, it serves the game pretty well. Um, but just the, the character building stuff, and then I just got to a part of the game where it's actually getting kind of hard. Huh. So I, I need better gear. Right. Which is kind of nice, because hmm. we were just kind of steamrolling through it. Yeah, I think I'll probably mess with that some more. Um, um, God, what else? Do you want to I mean, talk about DuckTales? Oh, like right. DuckTales. Quick Duck Look is pretty comprehensive. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it sounds like the reviews are in line with my early feelings on that game, that if, it is not a good game. If anything, I saw some people talking about it more harshly than you did. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just boring, man. Like, it's, it's like, on one, like, at, at first blush, it's super exciting, because it's a two-button platformer, just like the original was, and, you know, it's the same basic controls and all that stuff, and... As you play it, you're just like, this is like a prettier version of that game, but like the what they added to it takes away from it, the, its snappy nature, the, the way mm. it plays on the NES, um, and the you know what they've done to the levels and stuff, and all that voice acting I think is rotten. Yeah, 
Great that it's the original voice actor. Yeah, that's I felt, felt really bad when I found out how old those voice actors are. I, that's, I mean... Two of them in their 90s. That's but good on them at the same time. But you're right, it's still, you know... Was that the, be- was that the best choice you know, for the game? Uh, right. You know, it's a, it's a weird Well, it's thing, not something but. that isn't necessarily going to be disclosed to anybody who's just enjoying the voice acting performance, right? Like right. It, it, it Only if you know those are the original voice actors or are familiar with the original work and have all this information can you be like, that's cool. I, I guess that performance is yeah. okay then. But if you're removed from that information in a vacuum, is that a great yeah, performance is, or is it adding to like the quality I, of the I pulled up a clip of but also a lot of the writing and stuff like that. It's, yeah. You know, it, it's it's really long-winded and, and just gets it's in the way plotting, of the action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think some of the voices sound great. Yeah. You, Dewey and Louie. Yeah, they sound good. Yeah. Kids, the kids sound good. Yeah, Webby. Um, rocking it. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's one of those cases where remaking the original game was maybe not the way to go. Like, it, it, yeah. just, it needed uh, more. Or less. Or well, they just needed to reissue that game and say, here you go. It needed less of what they did do and more of what they didn't do. Heavy. Wow. Let's say. Man, you really <laughs> cracked the nut on how to develop <laughs> great video games. <laughs> Brothers 2, you're making it now, apparently. I mean, that, like, that's on my top ten list. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Save a spot. <laughs> well, like, those, game, those games have a... Uh, you know, some of those games just have a time and place. And, yeah. like, what was amazing and, and a great entertainment uh, experience at the time, you know, maybe just fast forward 20 years later, might not hold your It attention. was wild firing up that cart of the original on Unprofessional Fridays. Yeah. Because you get to the title screen, you press start, you pick a difficulty, like, there's no intro, no nothing. Like, All right, here's the level select screen. From, yeah. select screen. From, one frame, from one frame to the next, you are from the title screen to the level select. You pick one of those levels, and then yeah. you are just in it going. You're right. on the moon. No frills, no nothing but action stages. Yeah. Um, and I think the art style for that original game is just so great. Like Capcom yeah. doing some of its best work in that era. Yep. You know, 8-bit time. And, and this, like, looks technically proficient, and you're like, look at that Scrooge. They drew that... They drew a Scrooge, and it's like it's he's pogoing, and that's it. The lines are really smooth, and I it looks like really nice. Like it's, it's an, nice. yeah, it's nice, yeah. but not. It doesn't do the same. It doesn't scratch the same itch. Uh, it just like looks like a modern game with not enough mechanics right. to, to last. Uh, it just kind of got boring. Like I, I don't know what the new Strider is going to be like, and you know, people certainly grouse about the yeah, making yeah, it or yeah. whatever. But at least they are making a type of game out of that that is like has proved its worth in the modern era, you know? Do you think companies yeah. like Shadow Comp people love Shadow Complex. People love yeah. stuff yeah. like that. So they're at least making a game like that that pe- they know people like now. Whether or not they make a good one is, you know, re- remains to be seen. Yeah. But you, they didn't just remake the Strider arcade game with that, you know? Mm-hmm. I wish they had done something like that with this. Are we finding sort of the sweet spot between nostalgia and update? Like kind of modernizing think, stuff? Yeah. I hope so. Because, like, we started with, you know, straight-up ports right. with XBLA stuff. It's hard to say, though, because, like... the HD versions and... Right, but then, like, like Bionic Commander Rearmed came out, and, like, that's, that's kind that's of just... That's the sweet spot. Like, that yeah. one game, but I now, think, is... But now I'm trying to put my finger on what that game does differently than the original. I mean, it, it breaks from the original in plenty of spots... And it's fucking hard. Like how though? Like I'm not saying it doesn't. I just don't. I can't think of any examples. Like when I think about how those games play in my mind, it's not just it's not just the exact same the level design. Same. Okay. No, and the the controls. You use the other analog stick for the hook. I couldn't remember exactly how that works. Is it or is it is it maybe more the just that that original game has more nuance in a modern context than something like Ducktales does? 
I think that's that's certainly like part using of it. that yeah. arm still takes more skill or just I don't, it's it's really hard things to distinguish. But there's also the whole part I feel about Bonnet Commando that was amazing to me was graphically that game looked very different than what was out on the systems at the time, for, especially for a downloadable game. Mm. Like that was that game looked far superior than other 3D games that have come out for as a downloadable title, and the music was outstanding. Sure. So they went off on their own to make things that could stand outside of what made Bionic Commando awesome and say, here are two aspects of this that are, could stand on right. their own that are yeah. awesome. Uh, now, let's throw some Bionic Commando in there and be like, this is a great combination of things. Whereas DuckTales mm. is like, it looks like DuckTales characters. Oh, it's okay. it's not, doesn't seem yeah. necessarily inspired. And the music is like remixes of the original music that aren't that great. Yeah. Uh, and the gameplay is essentially the same if not maybe a little more sluggish or, or laggier. And, you know, when the original DuckTales was made, it's a two-button game because there were two buttons on the controller. Uh, now you're making a game that is a two-button game because the original was a two-button game. It's, like, not necessarily because it needs to be. Right. You know, because, you know. But mechanically, you know, like, if they add too much more to it than that, like, what you could add a third button to let him golf swing on command or something. But and you then, could do but something. But then from there, it's, it's like you really have to go on and you're, and you're making a sequel to DuckTales or something at that point, which is... Maybe a smarter way yeah, to go. Yeah, with it. Yeah. And, or maybe there's, yeah, maybe add a twist, add your own, add a, inject your own uh, uh, creativity into it. And I'm not to say this is a creatively bankrupt endeavor. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. artistically, they've done some stuff, but they've made it look more like the cartoon. So, like, yeah. they've done a very good job of making it look like the existing material. If I could have hit the select button and just had it go back to the original game. At will, like would Halo have, anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I 100 percent would have. Um, um, but but it, it is you know it's something that is like I said some of that stuff didn't seem as inspired as maybe the rearm stuff did. Where that that was super that was fresh, and I mean that not in the like 90s. That this is fresh, but, but also like, in that like <laughs> pretty, yeah, it was fresh and dope. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think that's one of the differences. So maybe maybe it's a case of I mean obviously the. Our, the artistic, the aesthetic stuff was better, but also maybe the base game just held up better. I mean, that whole soundtrack is one of the things that comes oh, yeah. away as, yeah. as the most memorable from the entire game, totally. right? Yeah, uh, that stood on its own. Man, rearm two, such a bummer. Yeah, yeah. man, 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 man. Yep. I tried to play Guncraft. Yeah. That go? Don't make Minecraft with guns. That Ace of Spades game that yeah. came out a while back yeah. was same thing. Terrible. <laughs> Guncraft is worse. Jeez. It's just, it's a bad fucking game. What makes it bad? Uh, It's like they're trying to put Call of Duty style, like, running and aiming down the sights and stuff into this blocky world, and everything looks terrible, and, like, you can blow up blocks, but also you can build some prefab stuff, and it's just, it is all over the place, just... Yeah, it, it is not fun to play. Like the the character design, movement, all that stuff. Just everything about it feels wrong. Uh, both from well, you know, I, I could speak better to the shooter aspect than the Minecraft aspect of it. But from a shooter perspective, it just seems terrible. From a Minecraft building stuff perspective, I didn't mess with that end of it too much. It didn't seem so good either. Just like the the blocks and the world they're creating, I could just that thing. Both the gun and the craft. That thing looks bad. Maybe not so great. Didn't play a ton of it, so you know, hey, maybe the late game's amazing. But like just. <laughs> Initial impression, as off-putting as a thing can be. <laughs> Are you building guns? No. Okay. No, you you build classes and you can select guns in there and stuff. But 
Um, kept trying to play gun monkeys. Patrick wrote that story. Yeah, I can I, that bears out. Haven't gotten any. No one, no one playing it. Mm. That's a shame. I wanted to see that. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Uh, I don't know. Maybe bots. we. Wait, we we could pl- try to play with ourselves. I, was gonna, I think it is a two-player game. Oh, it's a, wait, wait. Or maybe it's four. I don't. I don't know. But I thought it was more. Maybe it's more. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe enough of us we could try get multiple in a, PCs to try yeah, making it go. Enough but, of us could get in a game uh, to I see what tried it's over the weekend a couple of times because you said it looked cool, right? It seems potentially interesting. Uh, I don't know. Hard to say. Haven't played it. Haven't been able to. But the tutorial made it look like something that might be okay. God, what else? That's kind of it. Well, I, while I was waiting for Pikmin 3 uh-huh. to download, which was like an hour. Oh, you know what? Okay, no, go ahead. I, I downloaded Earthbound. Oh. And started that while Pikmin 3, because that was like, you know. Wait. A does, Meg. Does, does that it, just cut in front of it in line? I, 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 oh, I yeah. made it. Okay. Yeah. So. Wait, can you play other games while stuff's downloading yeah. on there? I think so. Oh, wow. I didn't think they'd let you do that. I think or, you background... can, or it might pause it and, you know, when you, it'll do background downloads and yeah, turn okay. the system off and finish it up. And but I was so sick like of just sitting there watching because after the yeah. system update, I was like, oh, I'm just going to buy this. took a minute to download right. and, and then just started that. And my favorite food is nachos. Hmm. So. It's good to know. Yeah, it's a, I could have guessed that. I tried playing... Some of that earlier this year and Earthbound. Yeah. Okay, I, I have to ask a potentially ignorant question. Has this game never been available in English before? No, it has. It has. Earthbound. That's what has. I thought. Yeah, this is the one that that came over. Okay, this is the mother it's the two, two. right? Two. I, so that's what I. Three is the one that came out in Japan. Right. And has not been that's, released. That's, so that's that is accurate with my impressions. So like. Why is everyone suddenly? I playing guess Earthbound? yeah. Like why the zeitgeist? Like I understand you know it's a beloved game and Yo, stuff, it's but like. Well, no, more than no, that, more than pretty, that, it's, right? It's a fun game. No, it's not yeah. that. I'm not saying why do people like it. I'm saying why did this availability on the Wii U suddenly because seem like people, this watershed? People are hoping that this will lead to an eventual translation of Mother Three. Okay, well that's that's also legitimate, um, but it seems like a lot of people are like just now playing it. Or so, so uh, well, it, it, was, it came out super late. Yeah, okay. it was so, really late, and it kind of limited availability. I think I don't think it was like yeah. I don't think it was like a big All right. push. I mean, I kind of I can kind of see what you're getting at. Like I, I it, it is it is a cult hit from that yeah, era yeah, yeah. that you know cult a lot hit, of people yeah. didn't necessarily play. I still haven't quite. I didn't really play much of it then. I still haven't quite phrased this question properly because it's even like people. I'm not I'm just. Not, I mean, I'm going to abandon this, but it's even true. people that have played it before, like, oh, now I haven't actually been other ways to play it. That's what I mean. Well, like, it's only been on the SNES. It was just that right. SNES card. Like there were. What I mean is there were there were certainly ways to play it before. Now, like you yeah. could have gone on eBay and gotten the card unless they just didn't make that many of them, right? Uh, they might be expensive. Yeah. Um, okay. But I mean, other games like that have kind of. Seen like a DS version yeah, and sure, this other sure. stuff. So yeah. I mean, it was kind of a neglected and... franchise. Oh, I know. I mean, I, I definitely know like how beloved it is, and, and, and it's super stuff. quirky. Yeah. there's just a lot of weird stuff. I mean, it, it's I've it's never really, seen it. I know really nothing weird. about Earthbound. It's really weird. Hmm. Uh, and I guess the only yeah the only acknowledgement that that series existed is Smash Brothers. With yeah, with, yeah. No. With I mean, I definitely know about all that legacy. Yeah. I just specifically this this virtual console release seemed to be getting more attention. It's a really weird. Game. I think it was it was most no, excitement it excitement that it was the the franchise was being acknowledged okay. at all okay. in its original that, form. That is the answer. That's probably a big that is the answer it. I was looking for. And if like um, you know, I'd be surprised. I'd be super surprised if like ten other games come out this year that'll take that spot. The fucking way it's gonna happen. Yeah, I know, Maybe right? Yeah. Put your, put your money on the right. table. Yeah, I'm gonna bet you Earthbound. I think it won't happen. There are yes. ten versions of Super Smash TV for the SNES coming to Virtual Console. <laughs> bet you that dollar. And, Oh, I'm just teasing. I'm teasing at your 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 
my, what, what, my, what you perceive what you perceive to be overconfidence. No, at, at, at the underconfidence in the industry to Great put up opals. anything else, which maybe yeah. is a no one's ever gone broke underestimating the video yeah, industry. So, so that's not true. But yeah, maybe maybe rightfully so. But yeah, it seems like a shame. You know, yeah. it seems like a shame to be like ah. Yeah. We could probably call, oh, man, this, call it right now. This, the right. cynicism is about 30 years in the making. You have never seen Sam Fisher like this before. So, <laughs> I, and I don't want to. No interest. Just tears. Just tears coming. But end of that game, just Niagara You know what? Falls. You know why I'm so confident that there aren't 10 other games that will be better than Brothers? Because there aren't even 10 games that I want to play. Yeah. That you know about. But I, you didn't know you wanted to play Brothers that much until, no, you know. but... Looking at the, re- I have looked at the release list for the rest of the year. There's still unannounced games. There's yeah. still going to be downloadable what? digital well, stuff. Yeah. There's a bunch of sneaky sure. motherfuckers out there. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But a lot of have you even played you Killer got. Instinct? The have odds. you even seen Titanfall? <laughs> Titanfall's not coming out this year. Fuck you. <laughs> You're not coming out this year. Bioshock was this yeah. year, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. March. Feels like forever. Yeah, it was a very good game. It was like going back and watching that DLC reminded me like. A, that that game came out this year. B, that I liked that game. Hmm. And C, that I didn't want to play that DLC <laughs> at all. I do, because uh, there are those fucking voxophones. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, right. Somebody yeah, said, like, yeah. there's there's a voxophone that explains, like, how plasmids made their way to Columbia in the form of I'm interested in that, just as long as I don't have to play I want to hear all this grind stuff. Well, you do, though. You have to... Aw, yeah. YouTube. I don't think it's that much, though. I think it's, like... Probably the money I had in that quick look was already enough to get all that stuff. Yo, man, I just download a copy of Cheat Engine. I just or you could do that. Shit has got your back. But, but I just I didn't buy the right things to get that stuff. But I think it's fairly cheap. Probably do it in thirty minutes. Cheat Engine is fun. Cheat Engine is reinvigorated. Uh, is it been, like Game Shark? Yes, it is oh. like a Game Shark that runs on your PC that you can use to search out your own codes. Okay, does it provide context to the values you were changing, or do you just kind of have to eyeball stuff and figure out what it might do? It's a search. So you tell right. it. You know, so in a lot of cases, I'm looking at a life meter. You don't know what that number really is on the back end. So you just end up going like, okay, I'm looking for a number. And it says, all right, here's every number we can find related to this game. Hmm. And then you go tab back over, get hit once, tab back out and go, this number is now lower. And, okay. it, and it filters by that. And oh, you go wow. Back, okay. You go back get a little bit lower and say, hey, it's lower again. Huh. And you eventually narrow it down to about four or five things. Okay. And you, then at that point, you can eyeball the numbers and go like, okay, when I get hit, this one drops. Okay. But, or all four of them drop because fucking memory is weird. Um, I'm, not, not I'm, even... not, I'm not great at doing it. Some games like uh, Saints Row the Third was, was really difficult, but someone else had made... In a lot of games, the memory locations change every time you boot it right? because they're assholes. Um but, yeah, you can do all sorts of really stupid shit. You want to unlock everything in Rogue, Le- Rogue Legacy, for example. <laughs> that thing, actually... You can totally ruin Le- Rogue Legacy for yourself. For all you time. genetically engineer a super you mutant? Can, uh, you can lock your hit points at maximum and just run around and bounce around the castle and win right. if you really wanted to. I actually found a site that, I guess, the all the parameters of your save in Rogue Legacy are just in plain text in a file. Oh, wow. Okay. So you can actually, well, there you go. That thing may be encrypted. I haven't looked at the file, but they just flat, flat out say here are all the like variables and, and what they do. Hmm. Um, I'm currently I currently have access to an upcoming video game that is not out yet, uh, and in its final form, it will be packaged in such a way that these numbers are not accessible. But right now, damage and all sorts of stuff are just sitting in XML files. 
Uh, what could it be? Looking at this thing and going like, these AI routines are interesting and all this other stuff. Like it's just fascinating. It's like stuff that I, you know, you don't normally get a chance to look at. Um, that I thought was was super cool. Yes, exactly. Basically turned it into to that. That's are you saying you may have discovered the language of the game? I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, like there's a whole galaxy of possibilities. There really is. For what you could do with this. Yeah. It's, just, it's super fascinating. Um, yeah, so yes, Cheat Engine is super neat, and it's a good way to ruin games, but at the same time, like, I just, like, it, when playing Saints Row the Third, and I just wanted to fuck around and didn't want to enter all their cheat codes because it turns off autosaves and all this mm-hmm. other stuff, like, it was fun to just go in and go, like, now I have infinite money and never have to reload these guns, and I'm just going to blow up stuff all over the place and, and really try to break this game the right way. Uh you know, you can do all kinds of weird stuff. Um, and it's all free. So you, just, you can go check it out. Free. free. Ain't nothing free, man. What download button did you click? It's the big blinky un- one? Uncheck the... the accelerator and all this <laughs> other stuff. No, I think you can get that on CNETsDownload.com, okay? So what? What did you Scan for so viruses. You already have already scanned for viruses. Oh, oh, and spyware. Man. That's right. Oh, wow. A fine download. I was. Uh, I, I don't remember if it's there for sure. I think it's there. I don't know. Whatever. Might maybe it's not. But I was installing a piece of software, and it was. It's, this is not like a super sketchy piece of software, but like it definitely had a pack in on the uh, installer. Yeah. And I didn't. I was just hitting next, next, yep. next, next, next. Oh man! Mm-hmm. And I, it, it was like super scary. It was like I just like. It was like I had unprotected sex or something, yep. and then the person said, "Ha ha!" and ran out of the room. Because <laughs> it was like. Thanks for installing this Java update, sucker. Now you've got an ask.com toolbar all up in your ass. So that's kind of what it said. said. Like, I just kept hitting next. I didn't realize what had happened until it just said, oh, thanks for participating. And it didn't say what it had installed. And so, like, I was like, oh, my God, what's on my computer? I don't know. And like Pando Download Accelerator. Welcome it, to League of Legends. Immediately went Welcome to, to add, the wonderful world of League of Legends. Went to add room of programs. Nothing new was in there. Aha. And I was like, I don't know. I don't. I don't I, I'm infected. I don't know who do I have to call. Do I have to let my wife know. Like this is like all the just things. watch late night TV until something comes on and goes. My PC is slow. What do I do? And then call them. They'll fix it. No problem. And then I opened Chrome, <laughs> and it, it took me to Yahoo for my search uh, engine. And I was like, oh, that's it for my homepage. And uh, I was like, oh, well, hopefully. I even I uninstalled the program that. Cause the thing to install, amazing to, to reinstall it to figure out to what figure it, out oh, what it was. Right, yeah. But it changed, so it was a oh, new wow, thing. Yeah, I was like, yes, "Well, that's yeah. definitely not installed." Fuck. Yeah. Uh, but it, it set my it set my homepage to Yahoo, and uh, and I was like, "Well, I'm glad with that." And I wanted to go search for something in the the nav bar, mm-hmm. and it searched through Yahoo, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, hopefully that's through the, Yahoo through Yahoo." Oh. Uh, and hopefully that's it. Two yahoos and and we're done yeah. out through the other side. But I'm still super nervous that there's something else on my machine. I I don't. How do you track that? Like Yahoo Instant Messenger or what? Inst- uh, just install one of those uh, registry cleaners that keeps track of changes to your registry. Then just then you can roll, roll it back. back. I never do that, but that's my advice. There's something that's it's super scary. So I have installed a program called PSO2 Tweaker. Whoa. Um, oh, for, yeah, for Fantasy Star Online 2, yeah. which uh, is a faster it's a it's a faster patch manager, uh, both for Sega's official patches and the English translation patches, 
Uh, there's a few other little things you can do uh, with that. Um, and every time I download that and run it, Windows 8 pops up and says, Windows Smart Screen, we protected you by saying, fuck you, don't run this. <laughs> oh, wow. And then I have to, like, pop out a thing and go, no, run it anyway. It's cool, I know. And it's like every time, and every time I download a new version of it, it does it again. Like there's a... It's like, like hey, man, this is we don't know what this one is either. Mm. You said okay to the last one. This mm. is not that one. Just just yeah. so you know. Which, you know, like, hey, thanks. Is there anything to, malicious in it? Uh, like, that it is screaming I mean, it interacts out? with PSO2, so yes. Um, no, I, I mean... Bad company. I don't think so. Okay. No one has stolen my credit card yet. I, you know, I, yeah, it's... It's probably just because you are literally downloading an EXE. It is not zipped up. It's not anything like that. Gotcha. It is, you know, it doesn't have a certificate packed in with it or something. Nothing, yeah, it's just some dude made this weird thing that patches these files yeah. and and all this stuff. Uh, and yeah, so every time I have Does to... Does it have a MIDI track? No, no, nothing like that. <laughs> you know there's a site devoted to... Archiving that stuff? Archiving trainers and... Crack intros and all that other weird serial wow. number stuff. Like they've just ripped music out of them and hosted all these mods. Wow. Like S3Ms and all this other stuff. Huh. Um, it's kind of cool. Um, seeing that stuff archived. Well, it's, uh, it's been, uh, hmm. Almost three hours here. What do you say? We talk Holy about the news. Jesus. Yeah. That's okay. Like, that's not possible. <laughs> well, we, we got that John Carmack stuff out of the, at the yeah, top. Yeah. So. And that wasn't even on my list. Yeah. So. So, oh, no. <laughs> well, whatever. There's more important news this week anyway. Uh, yeah. Let's see if you get right to it. All right. Let's see if I get right to it. I'm going to pick Pac-Man CEDX Plus coming out on September 25th. Oh, shit. That's even more important. ha <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, there's a Steam page for the update. They announced it back at E3. Uh, there is a new version, a new update coming for Pac-Man Championship Edition DX called DX Plus, and that adds the Dig Dug graphics and all the other stuff uh, we've talked about in the past, I believe. But uh, that update now has a date, September 25th. And it's coming to Steam? It is coming to Steam. The game's never so been the on Steam. The game's never been on Steam. Okay. They put it out in the Windows 8 App Store. All right. Where all good games go. We'll have Steamworks uh, support. I'll make my own Pac-Man level. I don't know, man. I wonder if they'll do that. I wonder if they'll shove games for Windows Live in there. Uh, in the no, Steam I've, version. I'm, no, I don't think they're shoving that into anything. Anymore. Oh, not even the Windows 8 games. No, the Windows 8 games are run in Windows 8, so it's a whole oh. separate login. It's a. It's a they do it's not a, have the Xbox Live profile layer on it. They do, but not the games for Windows Live. Style. Oh, because because your login yeah. in Windows 8 is your. Yes, yeah, your Windows 8 oh, all right. login is your. Though I have mine changed now. Uh, which actually is a real fucking hassle. Wait, it's different from like the email address on your Xbox account. Um, so that's the default. Like they want you to use a Microsoft account. Like they're doing the Google thing, right? Like yeah, you just have a Microsoft ID. In. But if you don't want that, which I don't, uh, because I only use one Windows 8 machine, I don't need to be able to sync it across machines, so that login doesn't matter. And also because I'm capturing stuff here and there and doing other things, I don't necessarily want my email address on my start screen at all times. So I switched to a local account, but now because it's a local account, it's not tied to that Microsoft account. So now anytime I run anything that ties into your Microsoft account, like Windows 8 Mail, which I never run, but theoretically if I ever did, or any one of these games, I then have to manually, like first it actually pops up a thing saying, hey, switch to a Microsoft account, uh, which wants me to change it back into this synced account, which fuck that. The reason I actually changed is because when I'm using XBMC or my Boxy or any of this other stuff, 
uh, logging in with the Microsoft account because it's an email address ends up being fucked. Mm. It just doesn't work or stay right. It's it's, mm. it's weird. Um, so I wanted to go to something that had no at symbol in it or periods. It's just, you know, here's a normal characters for these network shares. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. So that was the main reason that I ended up. I'm surprised they even put that crap in there. Yeah, they do. That seems stupid. It is weird. Um, so now anytime I launch an app on Windows 8 that wants to tie into the service, it actually prompts me to change it back. And then there's a button at the bottom uh. that says, log into every app separately. Not recommended. And that's the one you actually want to hit. <laughs> and then it prompts you for your login and password huh. as a one-time thing instead of converting your account back into this single sign-on synced fucking thing. Man, what a fucking mess. Yeah, that shit sort of sucks. I keep, I keep thinking about installing that copy of Windows 8 you gave me, and I, I just, I don't know. It's fine. I mean, that stuff's like a weird the worst everybody uses. It's fine. It's fine. Though, Windows 8.1 preview, PSO2 does not run. Oh man! It's just blue screens. So is that fine? I heard. Uh, sounds like a no. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, right. Sounds like a one is breaking a lot of compatibility. That's the only thing I've run into. Everything yeah. else has been. I've fine. Seen people say other stuff fine. doesn't work. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they're having a hard time getting people to test it now, like before a ship of like, you right. know, like Windows Seven for Windows Eight. Yeah. Like, hey, go ahead and install it. No, I'm okay. Thanks. Other, I mean, other than the start screen fuckery, people say there's some good stuff, good things about it. You know, like boot up time is super short. Like file copy dialogues are better. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Windows 7 is so good. Yeah, it's you know it's hard to move on when someone was working so inoffensively already. The, the changes I had to make to my workflow were minimal. The thing that would get you to install it, though, would be like a new DirectX that only worked in like Windows 8. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. There's nothing that I can't do already. Right. Except, for, for. except for access to the Windows 8 store, which is not necessarily... Well, it's not, yeah. Like I said, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, um, it's not... Can't play that Halo game. Hmm. I wonder what the install base for Windows 8 is at this point. I'm sure those numbers exist. The numbers, numbers exist. Last I heard were real bad. Hmm. Yeah. Drew, do you have Windows 8 at home? Do not. 7. There you go. Install base, 25%. I think when I, get, yeah. when I get a new SSD, like when I change out my system drive is probably when I would make the change. Yeah. It seems like the time to do it. It's... It, the, the, here it's fine. The problems are minor, you know. Like yeah. the, the the differences are are really are really actually minor. Did you uh, did you pay for like Start Eight or any of those things that just restores no. the Start menu? No, I probably would do that. It's fine. Is there anything no, cause, better? Because what they have, I mean, what they have in its place is like File Explorer, which is basically you click on that and it is the My Computer view. So your drives. So that's typically actually how I navigate my computer, and I did that on Seven a lot. Wait, what do you mean they have that instead of what? Like where the start menu button would be, right? They have that there. It's basically the the you know like normally you would click on the start menu. Oh, well, click you're on saying my you computer. click what would be a start menu and you get an you explorer on, window. Yeah, you get okay. an explorer window that is open to the my computer equivalent, okay. which on 8.1 sure. preview is now called this PC. Huh. I'm on this PC. <laughs> well, shit. Um, yeah, that's actually about all I would need anyway. Yeah. So but how do you that's run there stuff? By like, default. Like you run stuff the exact same way. I mean, so. On Windows 7, I would hit the Windows key right. to pop up the start, start menu and start typing. This like, does exactly that. It it's just, just does that it, with it takes the, the full screen. screen. Right? You know, it, instead of popping up in the corner, it's this full red mm. fucking screen. Yeah. And that's less than ideal. Yeah. But it's it's such a fucking minor difference. It's like yeah. it's still like the the process is exactly the same. Hit Windows key, type a few letters, hit return. Yeah. We're running. And it goes away. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, that's more of a cosmetic thing than yeah, anything. Yeah, it is. So like the you know, and I launched Steam out of the start menu. I don't keep it in my taskbar at all times, mm. which is maybe weird. Or you mean it's like pinned on your... Yeah, I don't have it pinned yeah, down I'm, there. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, yeah. I, I, I probably should. I, do. I don't. I just don't. So, 
so I pop in there to have Steam. And it's like it's a good spot for apps that I theoretically want to get to in special circumstances, but don't want to have pinned on that taskbar like Handbrake. Yeah. Like I'm not ripping DVDs every day, but you know what I do? Eh, it's there. You spend, Origin. Do you spend any time on? Yeah, I, I pinned Origin briefly when SimCity came out. Yeah, you should check I, in here. I'm still. I have not had SimCity installed. I'm still waiting for Cole. I played. I played. Sim, <laughs> I played. I played SimCity for an afternoon, and then Origin went away. Man, that game. Um, what a what a disappointment. Yep. That but, might be the most disappointing game of oh, I don't, the year. I don't. I can't think of ten games <laughs> that will come out that will be yeah. more disappointing. See, now that's You're a probably right. That's actually a positive thing. That is actually now. Why, why does my thing have to be a negative? All all that means, all that is, is a testament to the quality of brothers. That's, well, it's true. That's one way to look at it. Or it is to say that nobody can surpass that because there's the. You, I'm just saying nobody is likely to in the, the short span of time that we're but, talking but about. But Jeff's is saying that he would be surprised if somebody could fall so low. As to as to underpass as to depass uh-huh. de- go on subpass under, undercut sub-pass, yeah uh, the, uh, the the low bar that SimCity managed to trip over yeah I'm that's that's one of those still bummed that's every one time of the, I yeah that is one of those weird games that like you remove yourself from all the hoopla yeah that game is kind of okay it's just but not, it's not designed in the way I want to play a SimCity game. But it's kind of not because you guys are not playing it. So even if I wanted to go back in and play my city, I'm fucked. Oh yeah, you're fucked. You have to start a new city. You're yeah, fucked. yeah, you're totally fucked. That's not good. Uh, that game is. So it's it's not the worst game of the year, but it's definitely the most disappointing so far. So far, man, we thought that. I game. hear bad things about this brothers game. <laughs> yeah, brothers. Yeah, we thought yeah. some city looked fucking awesome at E3 last uh, year. Yeah, what a bummer. Well, that was before they really kind of tipped yeah. their hand on what that game really was. Sure. Which is so do you so do you spend any time on the Metro screen whatsoever other than typing names of programs? Uh, no, none, no, never. Okay. Now in, in Windows 8.1, it actually boots to regular desktop view now, so yeah. you don't even have to see it unless you're using the start menu, which is still just a start menu, just looks different. Sure. It's yeah, minor fucking differences, you know. I heard they got rid of Arrow, like Arrow Glass. Uh, is that weird? No, I mean it's. New types of windows now. Yeah, slightly new mm. types of windows. It's not. It's like the transparency stuff. Yeah, it's the. It's just the window chrome. Uh, basically. It's still games will still drop it back <laughs> to basic color scheme or, or basic <laughs> window yeah. style or whatever. Like but I don't memory. I don't notice a real difference. It's just some games just only run in certain color depths or, or whatever, and they'll do weird shit. It's mostly weird nonsense that I'm running. Um, more, more Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say more and more time on the PC. As the months go on, so yep, so I, that stuff matters. I already made my first hard drive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 normally I was Western Digital. Yeah, yep, yeah. they're pretty good. They are. Though they now did. I have to mail back this other drive. Oh really? Oh well, the, are they I did the thing. You I one, did though? the thing where just they offered me two options. One was, uh, I will send you the drive and you send me a replacement. The yeah. other one was just send me a drive and I'll send you this one back in the yeah. stuff that that one shows up. I did that. Okay, yeah. So I got the new drive and now I just have to throw the old one in, print okay. out a label, mm-hmm. and go to a mailing. Place like here, yeah. When I basement of here, when I when I already made the oh, yeah, one, yeah. when I when I already made the one for the the office machine here that went bad, yeah. I, I did the other one because we needed it, right? But it's it's pretty awesome. It's just like, hey, give us a credit card number, and then you have thirty days to send that other one, right? Back. No, that's that's what that's I what he did. That's yeah. what I, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought you said you were going to send it back in the packaging of the new one. Yeah, they sent me the new wait. one, and now I have thirty days to ship back the old one. Oh, okay. you, wait, what did you do? 
I'm sorry. I, I did the same thing yeah, with the yeah. way you were describing yes. it. Because otherwise they're going to charge me $180 for that hard drive and fuck that. Right. That's Who is going to charge you? Western that? Digital. Wait. That's the hold they put on the card. Oh. Uh, so, oh. If I, so if I were to not oh, oh. actually send back the bad drive. Okay, yeah. the, the difference for me was that I sent it back in the packaging it came from the first play, the first time. Ah. Like the second yeah, that it was bad. Yeah, I just I put it in the mail yeah. before the new one even showed up. I didn't keep any of that stuff because I've had these hard drives for a while. So okay. I've armed probably tens of drives, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, they've always been actually really good about it. it you know, for, for ten, probably 10 years, for probably a decade, been our main drives with them. They've actually, I don't think I've ever had a really bad experience with Western Digital in our main drives. Now, their drives fail. But so all, that's the thing I wonder. Fail. It's like, huh, that's uh, a lot of RMAs, but, but then but maybe also, everybody's got that kind of feeling. But also, we, we're trafficking we in hundreds that's of what I'm, drives. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Uh, if I'm saying you get enough drives, you're bound to get some bad ones. Uh, so I've actually stuck with Western Digital for a long time just because of that. And right? that was, I, like, when, when this one started, like, it got a, a, a smart status fail, like a predictive failure, so it wasn't actually losing data yet, but they were like, I don't know, man, this thing might catch on fire tomorrow or in two years or never. Yeah. And also, it made me have to hit F1 on boot every time, and I was like, fuck that. But it's like so, you type in your serial number on the site, and yeah, they yeah. tell you what your status is. Yeah, and, like, and it was like, you're good, man. Just yeah. do it. So right. that was nice. Um, yeah. So, But in the meantime, on that, when that drive failed, I said, well, fuck it. I need a new hard drive. So I just went and bought one, <laughs> and then made this one. <laughs> so now I will have six and a half terabytes in this machine. Jeez. I still have a 74-gigabyte. 10,000 RPM Raptor that I got like oh, yeah. in oh, wow. high school. That was my that was my wow. system drive until yeah. until God until I got my SSD I think maybe forget how long I was using I it but I, I had I had exactly that drive for a very long Wait, time. Yeah. But you're still using it? Uh yeah, that's an IDE drive, right? Mm, well, it's SATA. This, is, this is SATA. Oh okay. Yeah, Drew's just not that old. Sata, I didn't, I didn't like know that in high school. I mean, Sata, like, oh, basic, like, like just, bus. Just, yeah, just the fact that SATA was around while you were in high school. I think it was kind school. of crazy. Might have been college. <laughs> so, so we, uh, we, when we were ordering, we had to order a bunch of hard drives recently, and uh, stuck in one of the packs of the hard drives. And, you know, when we were ordering, I think it was a weird order. I think what we were getting three terabyte Western Digitals for that raid machine. Right? Yep. Yeah. Stuffed in there was a hundred gigabyte. IDE drive. Right. Nice. Uh, I didn't even know they knew. Sealed. Right. Oh, wow. I didn't even... That's like in, the, in addition to the stuff you ordered or instead of? I think it was like instead of one drive. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't even know you could buy that. Yeah. And also, that's probably really expensive now. Right. Because like, that's a special drive. Yeah. Like, who's making it? And I have nothing... I, there, there's nothing I can do with that drive. So if you need that drive... To make an old PC, let me know. I have it on the <laughs> shelf uh, because all the PCs we don't even have IDE ports anymore. I might be able to use that as a replacement drive for like my Blitz machine. Okay, if you if you want uh, to do it, wow. I don't know. You're gonna put a hundred gig drive. <laughs> That's in actually your... way more than it needs. Like sure. I'm sure or, the drive in there might be I think like, like one twenty. So you know what? If we ever buy oh like a Windows ninety eight or right, if, if we need it for an old machine, then, hey, yeah, there yeah. you go. But holy crap, weird. I couldn't believe that thing showed up. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's one of the weird uses for old specific hard drives is arcade machines that use hard drives. Mm. Uh, in some cases, you need to replace them with that drive. So it's like yeah. a quantum fireball or something you have to go find. Oh, I remember those. I had that uh, in my Mac. Yeah. yeah. Like, or I guess some, some people have started creating uh, SSDs or the equivalent that are good replacements for arcade machines. Oh, weird. They found a way to you know load those drives onto SSDs and, huh. and make it go. 
Uh, Does it load faster? I bet it totally because mm. Blitz has a Blitz has a load time to it. Huh. Like when the the NFL symbol comes together, you hear hard drive go. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Dreamcast did that too. Yeah, spun yeah, a lot yeah. of discs. Yeah. Legacy hardware is weird. I mean, did you know they were making the 386 until 2007? No. You know? Yeah. Sometimes there's like a factory that was still tooled like to make that still thing. The, the fabrication, yeah, was still going. I can, believe, I can believe that because, you know, some old server somewhere still yeah, needs replacement right. parts and some, you know, bunker underneath in fucking Washington somewhere yeah, yeah. where we're all going to be living once the apocalypse comes. Yeah. Has blinky lights. John Connor's down there. All right, I got some more news. All right. What, well, what's 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 your most important news, Brad? I kind of want to see if you're just going to say it. Okay. Xbox One no longer nope. requires Connect. Nope. Wait, not the one. I didn't know that. that just That's broke. huge. Yeah, IGN has broke. a story. Mark Witten. What the fuck is happening? So now, don't don't get it ahead. It still of, comes in the box. Yeah, it's, it's you not, cannot buy it without that is, one. That doesn't mean they're making a SKU without the Connect. The system will boot without it connected. What the fuck are they? What doing? the fuck are they doing? Is right. That thing's useless now. Like you don't need it. To, yeah, you don't have to have it in to play the game. Well, but if they can guarantee that one shifts with every system, then developers are still incentivized to do, to develop for it. Kind, kind of. of, kind of. Yeah, that, they can guarantee that that thing will be sitting on a shelf in my house if like the games don't come with it. Like I'm not going to have that thing connected if no. nothing. No, uses. fuck no, fuck no. I don't have my connect connected now. Yeah. What are they doing? I, like, I, that, I, they all seem, right, look, they I, seem. I mean, like this is. I, I think this is a, a fine move. And it solves the problem of people going like, it's going to spy on me. Yeah, that seems to be the pressure that they're responding to, um, right? Yeah, but it's... Because it was in the Whitman quote. Yeah, but every single thing they have responded to has been something like that. And it just, they seem so on their heels this yeah, whole time. like super defensive. And on some, on some level, it's like, oh, they're trying to please. But, don't but on the it... other hand, it's like, how... Don't put it in the box now. Don't How put many it in the box. steps can you guys make on your way to launching this console? Do, to have to walk back thing after thing after thing. And, you know, the, the, the offering is getting better every time they do it. But at some point, you start to lose faith in that company. Their vision. Yeah, their vi- like that organization's ability to produce a long-lasting entertainment console. If this is where they're – if, like, hey, here's our vision for the future. Oh, shit. Wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're still coming out. You should, you should totally buy it. It'll be, have a Halo game. Oh fuck! Like that's that's been the the pro, the, the path of this system to market. Like, to their credit, they had a vision. Like they had a clearly delineated sure picture yeah. of what they thought the future of consoles was going to be. It's yeah. just that everybody hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they bowed to pressure. But like you know, at least I'll give them credit for like. You know, striking out and coming up with something. Well, I don't know what's worse. Like, even even I, when it like, turned out that I, nobody I, wanted I, it. I can't decide what's worse anymore because this has been so crazy. Yeah. Is, is, was the vision worse or their complete unwillingness to stick to their guns? I don't know. But at this point, this Connect thing, and honest to goodness, like, if you're telling me you can boot this thing and it's not integral to the system, right? Yeah. I don't want it anymore. Well, I, all right. I yeah. don't. Yeah. I, totally. I, I will go buy it separately when there's a need for it. But if you're telling me that every developer can't guarantee that this thing is plugged in and and on right when I play their game, I don't. I really don't want it anymore. Like I, I would rather go pay the hundred forty bucks for it when I I'm like, well, that fucking game's great. I gotta go get that Connect game. Uh, lower the price. Now I'll go buy it as an add-on. Like don't don't pack this useless thing into this box now. Yeah, and and you have to wonder like if that's the next stop for them on the train of walking it back. 
Do they then say, oh, by the way, yeah. now here's a SKU that doesn't come with Connect and it's price what, matched with PS4 right. and oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, does, is, totally. that, is that how this ends? Well, that, by does, November? Does that even seem out of the... the does that seem crazy to you? At this point, that, that seems, seems like, like an I mean, if they were starting the director, if they were, if they were willing to go that far, they should just make that skew cheaper than the PS4. Right. Well, it's, it's like, and and, in, and on some level, like, why stop now? Like the, you know, the the public has gotten their way on so many different things that they have complained about with this system. <laughs> just shrug your shoulders and be like, "Fuck it, it's nine ninety nine. It's not ten dollars like, for does it." Does it end of just like them just going like, "All right, fine, this thing attaches to an Xbox three sixty now." They should have, and I don't know. <laughs> and it comes with Fuck a, all television, and, it comes, we're, and we're canceling the Halo TV show. It also comes with the PS four in every box. We bought one, we packed it in. Are you guys gonna fucking buy it now? Just buy our buy. We just need the sales, please. I just Mark's I really upset. It's this whole thing just seems so nuts. That's it's, crazy. It's never been like this. It has never been like this. I am uh I am pretty bummed. Because like at least with that thing as I know, I'm pretty down on Connect and I don't think they've done a good job of selling the Connect to me. Uh, oh, this time around, this they, time no, they don't around. have the games for it. Right. right. They so, straight up don't. But at least there was a the prospect that the thing was gonna have to like a controller was gonna have to be connected to the system. People would just use it because it's there. Yeah, and like I'm, and frankly, maybe that would lead to games being developed that were that made that thing worthwhile. I'm frankly shocked that you guys want games for that thing. No, I don't want games for it. I just want I want to know that developers would know in their port or their original uh, or or in the concept of the game they could say, hey, for the three or the one version, the Xbox One version, we can enable voice support or chat support, and let's put the resources into it because it makes... And at least give it a go. Yeah. Because it'll be something that's a little bit different that, you know, someday could be cool. And well, now it's like, well, now you're talking about the market already fractured because you don't know if they're going to have that thing plugged in or not, right? It's and not the, as dramatic of a yeah, fracture you're, you're going as it was this time of, of selling it. Because right now, until they change it again, they can at least guarantee that everyone will own one. Right. For now. You're you're right, but like, I feel like there's there's a pretty big difference between requiring it and then putting it in the box. Well, but this doesn't this doesn't preclude a developer having a notice at the start of the game saying you must plug in your Connect to play. But I feel like which is what they have now right. with the existing Connect. Right, and I feel like at this point though, with that, it's going to be the onus will be on Microsoft to go after those people to be like, when you put Connect support into your game, you know, like when you bring this over to us, it would be really cool if you. We'll pay some money. Put this I think in. that's what they've done so far. I can't imagine that EA went like, "Yeah, Mass Effect, let's do this on our own." Like I, that, that well, some of those games, like the sure. Ubisoft flash hand gun yeah. shooting crap, like that, that yeah. all seemed like marketing co spins and all sorts of <laughs> weird shit like that. Okay, look, I could not care less about any video game from now until the end of eternity. Well, because you've played Brothers. Having exactly, they'll never what make about a game. Brothers for <laughs> Xbox One that is all motion. They're, I don't want it. Fuck that. No, thank you. you put your hand over your heart to win. Okay, I like. All right, I don't want to play games with the Connect. I think my feelings on the current Connect are perfectly clear. I think it's a piece of fucking garbage. Yeah. My hope about the new Connect is not how it's going to change the face of video gaming. All I care about is like some nice, convenient value adds at the system level coming out of this thing from the Connect. So, like, yes. So, like, the scenario they have described of like. You're playing X game and you sit down and it facially recognizes you, signs you in, and pulls your settings, your controller config down from the cloud seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds awesome. But which, like what, navigating the UI, if navigating the UI gets faster because the Connect is there. Yes, that's a big if. 
Okay. But if it does, that's awesome. Through voice support or whatever. Yeah, like, like, you know, if, there, that stuff, if the voice support is good enough, there will be things that would be faster to do by talking right. than with like, controllers. If stuff like the gestures and the voice recognition have matured to the point that you can whiz around in that system interface. Right, but now developers have to do plan things faster. For, for that not being plugged in. I'm talking about the system, not I don't think okay. that I don't think that matters because I think they probably already have to account for a scenario where it is plugged in but disabled because that was a system setting already. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you can have it in but have it turned yeah, off. Yeah, you yeah. just go into the settings and and disable it, and they say like, oh, it won't collect any data oh, while you gotcha. have it disabled. Huh. So, so um, yeah. So, so like, game developers so, probably already had to account right, for that. So I'm not ready to write off the presence of that thing because of the potential there, and some of the stuff they've described sounds legitimately cool. Uh, but, but but like fuck playing games with that thing. Yeah, and uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. But like the uh, the onus is on them to prove that that is a viable option for that thing. They need yeah. to create more yeah. new ex- new things that cannot be done any other way, right. and right. have them be good, interesting, because, fun things. To because do. they pitched me on that already, and I have a connect, and they pitched me on the navigate your dashboard yeah. with and that thing. They did thing. a terrible job, with and it. it was not faster. It yeah. was if anything, it was slower. You're I right. mean, some of the stuff was cool. The only the only enjoyment I got out of that was, like, the Netflix movie control stuff was cool. Like, be able to pause or, or watch a movie and say, pause, play. Yeah. That was that was all right. Uh, but getting to Netflix was not faster. Yeah, they still have a lot to prove with it. I'm not saying that that stuff is going to fall into place, but if it does, it will be cool. But I just feel like the compromises they're making now, like Jeff said, are so hamstring their, their singular vision, and for better did, or worse. And how did they not do this research before? On some of this stuff, like were they just super stubborn about it, and then it just snowballed further and further out of control to where they were like, "Fuck, we gotta." I mean, like I, I, this is really, and correct me if I'm wrong. This is basically connect not required, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, really, don't 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 tell don't me. tell me one. Don't tell me one. Like I'm not a fan of connect. I shave up. And clearly they aren't. And like a big I, enough fan of Connect to demand it anymore either. Like are you okay. taking a loss on the box anyway? Like, what is their What there? is their vision now? I don't know. I mean, at some point, it gets back down to we're making a box for video games, which, you know, at the end of the day is fine. That's, that's more or less what I plan to do with that thing. You should take the TV stuff out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, here's the one that doesn't have the HDMI <laughs> port. <laughs> here's, the, here's the one. Oh, I, man, they the rolled it back that version. much. No connect, no TV stuff. Are you happy now? Yeah, I'm pretty happy. That's pretty good. Xbox good 0.5. Uh, I guess we should also roll the... Uh, the unboxing thing into this from last week. Oh, yeah, they took one the out only, of the box. Yeah. The only real news about that is that they, they caved and decided to include the physical headset. Yeah. Which is Oh, well, awesome. now, now that I can put my Kinect on a shelf, that's great, because I don't yeah. have to use the speaker on that thing. I mean, forget right. Kinect. Like, it was insane that, like, that was one of the best things they did with the 360. Well, and, put a headset you know, in every the, box. The Kinect yeah. was their solution to that problem. Yeah, it was yeah. Been been working, But keep in mind, this is not the original Kinect. I know it's not. This is one with superior but audio canceling and, and I know, I know. isolation and all that sort of right, stuff. Right, but we all have experience with Microsoft making promises on this totally. stuff. Yeah. Uh, the I just I wasn't ready to believe. I don't I don't think any amount of like that cancellation stuff could. It's for me. It's not the cancellation of, than, the, of the the quality of my voice going out. It's yeah. the quality of other voices coming in. Yeah. And uh, when you have that stuff coming through the speakers yeah. on like yeah, a five one setup, yeah. and it's lost in the mix. Yep. Like uh, you just you want the you want the voice in your ear. Yeah, uh, that's just that just works better. It's yep. a, it's a better metaphor for chatting with people. Yep. Uh, you know, in game your your in game headset. You know, well, like all that stuff. But to me, it really does just I don't know that whole, it, that whole thing seems like they have they are 
it just seems like spinning out of control. Like they have no idea. Yeah. What like it, it comes across as they have no idea what they're doing. How did they get to this point? Who made these decisions? Like what's going? What the fuck is going on? I like mean, that, that's where I come at it. Like, what? How did this happen? They're driving this ship? Yeah. Or, or like, you know, it's been a while, guys. Like, all these changes are happening now. After you, you realize you announced already, right? Did somebody tell you guys that you just is all public. Right. Like this is like this should have been you're doing this in front of the kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. And like they're totally undermining your authority now, being like, well, maybe we can get a little more lunch money if we tell them not to put the connect in. How yeah. much? How much of this do you think has to do with Matrick not being there anymore? None. I, I, you don't I, think? I don't think it. Don't well, do you, you, think, you don't think that, that there were other factions within Microsoft maybe, that maybe didn't maybe. agree with all I, these decisions and I, they have more power to enact change now? I, I don't know. I, I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm totally spitballing. Yeah. I have no yeah. inside info on that. It's just, yeah, I, I, I really don't know either. That's that's. I almost don't even want to speculate on it because it's, it's impossible to know. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, man. Right now, but I just feel like my personal feeling on this is either go with the connect, make it part of the system. All right, I'm in on that package, or get rid of it and keep it out of the box and make it optional. And I'm in on that package, but now I feel like I'm spending money on a peripheral I'll never use, and, and uh, unfortunately, right? Yeah, uh, and you're and forcing me hundred dollars more than the competition. I, I yeah, which, you know, you could. I don't know where that money's coming from. Connect price, if right. you really wanted to, you know, who knows how they're. Parts breakdowns and subsidies, or like whatever they're willing to lose, how much they, how much money they actually associate with that peripheral. But maybe I don't know. Maybe that thing will be fucking rad. But, but like right now, maybe it will. Maybe yeah, it won't. Maybe know. it won't. Put put this on. Be better than brothers. Put this <laughs> on possible. the massive, ever-growing list of reasons not to buy a console on day one. You know? No, why? You know, Let people get in their hands and see what it does. But where are the people? We are, we, we are the vanguard like... of the people. Yeah, that is that is. Those are we are they. <laughs> if not us, <laughs> who? If not now, maybe six, seven months. Uh, you know, next, right. We're, we're in the privileged position of being able to get our hands on it without having to, you know, make a capital outlay. But at the same time, but it's 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 that's going to be one of those things that until it is in your home, integrated into your setup, you're just not going to know. Sure, they should have a, like the TV stuff, the Connect stuff, like that. That'll all be stuff that yeah. You know, how cool is that, really? Like you'll you'll never know 100 percent how it'll work for you, but you will definitely know if it works for nobody. Yeah, like if it doesn't benefit anybody, you'll hear about it quickly. Yeah. I want a Connect trade-in program. I want to trade in my Connect for a hundred dollars off the Xbox One. What are they going to do with it? They're going to they, salvage it and send it to Mars, and so it can come I don't back. Know, maybe or, you could hook it up to your PC and do something weird with it. We'll hook it up and we'll is play it, rip it, games with it. Is it? It's not even USB, is it? Yeah, uh, you know, there'll be a converter and they'll figure. Yeah, maybe. Can't be that different. No, I'm saying my old Connect. Oh, yeah, no, my okay, my well, original one, Connect. Yeah, that one. I don't know. That's, I don't know. I mean, would, that in. would would anybody in this room not buy a SKU without a Connect if it was an option? Not buy a SKU without a Connect. I would buy the yeah. If, I would buy if, the, if they put out two packages. Yeah, we know, uh, you know I, how you feel. That would yeah. be the that would be the point where like I would buy the one with the Connect out of some weird obligation sure, to, to know how it works. that shit and see like, how it goes. Just but, as 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 a guy buying a console, like, yeah, I totally like I would some, totally get you know, the one without the Connect. Yeah, so if it was on me, resource limited, and you yeah. know, like like whatever, yeah. then yeah, I wouldn't buy the virtue of that. Connectless console existing would mean that I would buy that one. Yeah, sure. And I would buy. I, and on top of that, I, I, you know, at this point, I would be like, "All right, keep going." 
Exactly. Take that TV shit out. Because <laughs> I don't watch. I don't watch right. TV. What does that matter though? How does that negatively impact the system if you don't use it? If, if those are parts that are not going into the system, and you can say, here's well, it's a cheaper one. It's way too late to re-engineer the console. Well, you right. think it'd be way too right. late to fucking it's, make these decisions? You're talking too, about making a new motherboard. Like, there's I, I, no way I, on that. Right. right. But I hear what you're saying. Yes. How far can you push them? Put another controller in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I want two Take controllers. I mean, and also, I mean, the stuff you're talking about is so generalized in the console, other than the HDMI port. That I don't think that's hey, meaningful. Pack in yeah. Halo, two controllers. Pack in Halo. Now, now you got a deal. Yeah. And How Mario sixty four. Yeah, and Mario sixty four. Down three. How far are you willing to go, <laughs> Microsoft? <Ouya> emulator. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? There's no Halo yeah. five. Well, you better go get the word. <laughs> probably get on that. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, man, it's that a, is awesome. Yeah, uh, they also detailed some of the uh, ways the Xbox. Live gold accounts will work on Xbox One. Don't even tell me because I'll, you know, <laughs> just do this story in three months. Right. Uh, so if you're logged in or if you, on your home system, your primary system that your gold account is associated with. I bought an Xbox One. I associated this system with my account. Yes. Okay. Now, let's say you had 20 people living in your house. I got, uh, okay, 25. And they all had but... their own gamer tags. And they all want to use my Xbox One? Yeah. All right. Then they would not have to pay for gold. Great. My account. They would be able to play off of because you, since you would have a gold account, they're discontinuing the Xbox uh, Live family. Gold family stuff, and it just sounds like that'll just be part and parcel with part, the. But twenty other people? Well, I don't know about twenty. Oh, I'm okay. Just making, I'm just making that number up. Okay. But assuming that that many profiles can exist on an Xbox One, which probably because the family thing I think was like five, four or something. Right? But this is like this is like if you have a gold account on this system, any other account that is on that system can use your gold privileges. To watch Netflix, to play games, to do stuff. That would, okay. been, that would have been great, like three, year, four years ago, when that was the only way to use Netflix. Yeah. Or it's still going to be like play multiplayer. Yeah, for multiplayer yeah. stuff, it's good. But for yeah. the so app if level you're, if stuff, you're a multi-gamer tag home, uh, that'll be meaningful. Okay, so there needs to be one gold member yes, on that console, one only, and then everybody else could be silver yes, or whatever, and still get gold benefits. Okay. But that also applies that if you are uh, on someone else's Xbox that is silver, and you log in with your gold account while you are logged in, hmm. the silver account can get online. Gotcha. So he can play a co-op multiplayer thing. Yeah, or, so it won't be like... But, you know, on the 360, you'd run into situations where... I th I'm pretty sure you'd run into situations where you'd have one gold and one silver logged in, and you'd go to play online and be like, nah, man, hmm. you can't. Okay. And it's like, that's ridiculous. That's gone. But if I'm... So the same thing, I'm silver or whatever, and I go bring my profile to your house and your gold, mm -hmm. we can go do all the gold fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, there's that. Yeah. That's it? Uh, that's it for the Xbox One stuff. Um, oh, but on that home system, that gold member does not have to be logged in. Right. Okay. Just has to be registered. Yes, present. Somebody's got to pay 60 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Game Informer is reporting that Amazon is looking to launch an Android-based console this year because there aren't enough of those. Great. I don't know. That's, there's not a lot of other detail with that. Good. Like, it sounds like people are trying to root it out and, and you know trying to come to conclusions that Amazon's system is going to be uh, more powerful, more core focused than Ouya or GameStick or any of those other fucking things. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like what? GameStick or E Ink? Yeah, both. <laughs> both. I I'm into V Ink. Vinny's Ink. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Virtually. All over the page. Comes out of your game stick. Yeah. Game stick. That's, that's, all, some, that's, that, some, that's some what we got to wake up. 
The world's got to wake up. Wake up, Wake sheeple. up, people. Yeah, wake up, people. Enough of this. Your rights are being taken from you. Letter than a name thing. We can't do it anymore. We're going to look back and we're going to think it's so dumb. So dumb. We're going to make fun of ourselves. You got your email on your iMac and your e-ink. and We're done, people. It's fucking wake-up time. D-Link routers. Yeah, D-Link. What the fuck is that? You know what it is. Man, I've got a D-Link switch that's been going strong for 12 years. Gmail? Gmail? Gchat? The other day, I had this fucking weird moment where I thought about Gmail. And I thought, does... Is every letter plus mail yet another free Gmail knockoff? Turns out, no. Huh. A mail? Nothing. Nothing? You better get registered. Yeah. A lot of domain. No, I mean, they're all registered. Oh, okay. but it's a lot of, like, sure. parked domains. Zmail. Ymail goes to Yahoo. Does it? Yeah. Use your Ymail account? Yeah, use my Ymail. Oh. Does Mmail go to Hotmail? My mail. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Gmail with more, stu- like, stutters inserted into the messages. So like a filter. Fucking, this, that's going to be... Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. This is our legacy to the future. But it like that stuff will go away. Cause like, this is our gift. Think about the rise of that stuff, and it is part of the transition from the physical to the digital. And when we're complete on that, we're still not... The singularity is not happening. Oh, oh that's... You, like, you won't have e-ink, because you just won't have ink. <laughs> sure. Fuck ink. I, but I feel All like ink is e-ink. There's going to be like... Like a remember the 2000s or remember the 2010s in like 2050 or something like that when people are going to be like, yeah, man, remember like email and like, you know, Gmail your and, you know, yeah, and your fucking your e-jacket and your iPhone and your iMac. But the thing is, is like people now were making they were making those jokes all along yeah, right because the, the cycle has been compressed so much. There's no you don't have to wait for nostalgia to get shitty about stuff. You can just fucking go from the word jump. <laughs> Stupid right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, stupid day one edition. Zero day stupid. Yeah. Got it. I don't know, man. They still call it a television. Who calls it a television? TV. It's a T-mail. <laughs> People still call their T-vid. call their phones phones. That's just dumb. You know. I'm just saying. Eventually, we'll like erase. But the old stuff was, and you're right, e-ink will just be, we'll call it e-ink, but we won't have the word for ink anymore. Yeah. We'll be eating e-food. Uh-huh. But it'll just be food. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Brad, what was your news? That's all I pulled together. You're out? Hastily. That's all I have. Fuck. Man. Street Pass has been compromised. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What? Yes. So... What's the official feature we talked, called? We Is talked called about this last week. Street Pass uh, Relay? As, as something that would be cool if someone did it, and it turns out they did. Yeah, Street Pass Relay is a new That's feature the they rolled thing. out in the most recent firmware update. Did they launch that since the last podcast, or was it already out when we talked it about it? It was in the process. They had announced it, and okay. I think it was in the process of rolling out. Okay. Um, now it's out. Now it's out. So and it has already been busted open. Nintendo Zone, which is the thing where if you go to an AT&T store and hit it, it'll... Or Starbucks. Let you play demos, or Starbucks, or McDonald's. I don't even know what the list of places are, but like Nintendo zones, mm-hmm. Wi-Fi spots that are specifically oh, end zones, and yeah, hit the end zone uh-huh. and get your e demos. <laughs> v Mario, um, and yeah, so they added a feature to this called Street Pass Relay because in this country, no one street passes ever because right. you just never find people. Or you know, it's not entirely true, but 
if I didn't work here with people who own 3DSs, I would never street pass ever. Because in the suburbs, I'm never close enough to another 3DS. Big country, man. It is a, it's a very Stretch big country. Out. It's not Japan. It's yeah. not, it, and, and, Stretch your legs. And where I live is not mass transit focused. Yep. If I lived in a major metropolitan area with mass transit, you'd probably run into more people, I'm guessing. I, I, you guys, San Francisco's a big city. I can street pass yeah. on the BART. I mean, I, yeah, okay. I yeah. street pass when I carry my 3DS around like, okay. almost daily. So for me, it was months. Months, 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 and and before I saw anyone that wasn't you fuckers, um, being in the suburbs and stuff. So and until we went to Pax, like Pax was like, okay, now I can see what this is all about. Uh, so for people like me, mm-hmm. they have added Street Pass Relay, which means when you go to any one of these end zones, yeah, spike the ball, <laughs> do a dance, do the little dance, and then it's got a little receptacle. That stores one street pass. The last person to street pass in that area. A V, a v- septicle. Yeah, a v- yeah. septicle. It's irreversible. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you once they probably, cut it, it's just cut. Probably get that lance. Um, it's gonna get infected. So you're so sore. You you're in limbo. St- you can street pass yeah. with the vasectable. Yeah. And get that out and put yours in. Right. So you can street pass with the last person who was in this area by going to that area. Got it. Yep. So you can always count on going to these spots. So I go to I go to Starbucks. You go to Starbucks. Your 3DS street passes with their Jeff, relay. Jeff, yeah, Jeff just left. Or then something. I leave. You get one out yeah. when you go. Oh, I see. And yours goes. Yours in. goes in. Leave then a penny, I go take in after penny. you. I get you. I go in. Right. Yep. So there's only one there. Where is the receptacle? So where the yeah it's just a the router space, or something? Man. So it's just a router that is open Wi-Fi that is named a certain way. So is it uh, pinging a Nintendo is, server? Uh, yes. Okay. And it gets on online, and hits a Nintendo server. All right. So, this is where it gets fascinating, because all that stuff on the 3DS is keyed, like, whether or not it counts as a Nintendo zone mm-hmm. is apparently keyed off of the SSID of the Wi-Fi access point. It's the same way they handled the uh, retailer gifts right. and Animal uh, Crossing. Best, yeah, right. so if you just, just set your SSID to Best Buy, you can get free shit. Yeah. And also, that's a Nintendo zone hmm. compatible name, I guess. So, and it has to have no security. So you have to have an open Wi-Fi access point that is named ATT Wi-Fi or, like, underscore the cloud or you know whatever and then there's, there's a list store your guy yes then it will store your guy uh it is stored by mac address on the nintendo server so of the router of the router that you're connecting to okay um so if i'm reading this right what people have done is they have just they've taken they've all decided we're going to use this mac address and they've all cloned their mac addresses for all the routers of people that want to be in on this I believe it spells NeoGAF. I don't know if they actually followed through on that, or not, but in hex or whatever. Um, and so, if you have that, when it hits the Nintendo server, uh-huh. it says, "Here's the MAC address," and it goes, "Okay," and serves you one out from fucking somewhere weird in the world. Who is someone who is also running this? Right, because in Nintendo's has, mind, it's all one. All thing. these guys are going to the same Starbucks exactly. all the time. Exactly. Just, but yeah. it doesn't get confused with like multiple people doing it like at the same time. I don't know. They're all uh, that Starbucks. Yeah, oh, it's just a very busy. It's just happening really fast. Yeah. So, so like this, this isn't even a security hole. It's just a complete lack of security. Yeah, it's just the way the system was built. Like exploitation. Just, uh, yeah, and so on. So yeah. you, would you say we can all get in on this and East join West. the the worldwide? Yes. So, well, so the rub, me swap. The, yes, the, according the rub, to you, the rub is that apparently your 3ds will only street pass with another MAC address once every eight hours. So you can't just sit there and rack them up and rack up street pass. How does it know it's been eight hours? That it has a clock. Yes, but no. 
I think that's the that's, change that and that's that's the universal limit on like even 3ds to 3ds three passes, right? Because right. yeah, like yeah. we would three we would three pass in the office, and then it wouldn't immediately yeah. do it again right. when we cleared them out. But that's know? a street pass with that's that a natural. That's a natural street pass. But I think all of them are built that way, from what I've been reading. But you can, you and can, I may have some parts of this wrong. But so, uh, what people have done have they've just incremented their MAC address, right. and they've created ten right. common MAC addresses that they're sharing around, saying these are the ones. Yeah. So you could theoretically. Pull a street pass, yep. change the MAC address. Yeah, do it again. Pull again. another street pass two minutes later or whatever, however long it fill takes. Fill up your queue. And, and then fill up your queue, and then by that time, point, by the time you're done. At that point, you're bored eight hours to pass. Yeah. yeah. Or you could start, you know, at that point, you could pull, you know, you could have people go around and, and sniff out real MAC addresses for real Nintendo Zone points. That gets pretty laborious. And, and go that route if you wanted to, too. So, you know, I, I imagine eventually someone just comes up with a tomato script or... Yeah. Or something that just auto increments the MAC yep. address every leave every DS five there. minutes, and yep. you just leave it there and pull ten. Yep. Deal with them. Pull another ten. That's wow. True. Although uh, you're never going to street pass with the same person twice, so if you're doing find me at least, it kind of doesn't. It's kind of useless. Well, you could if your pool were small. You're only right? going to no because it's going to be pulling from all over the place. Well, I'm yeah, saying so if you get a bunch you of level ones, if like you, you and I did it, Jeff, like mm-hmm. we did it, then it would, we would get the, each other constantly. Yeah. Right? Well, maybe. Wait, so so they hang on. I may have misunderstood one key component here. They did not go out and pull a real MAC address from an active Nintendo zone. No, they, they I created mean, people, one. People have done that. You can do that okay. as well. But Nintendo didn't have it set up where they had only whitelisted no. the MAC addresses no. on the official Nintendo zones. No, it like, just sounds like they're these guys were able to just insert their own. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. That, that's my understanding. That's insane. Um, I can street pass with you guys anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, in that sense, yeah. if they're using just a community-created MAC address, then I guess you would be seeing the same right. people how does, yeah. how occasionally. Does, how does this relate to broadcasting this around the world so that I could just leave my 3DS on and broadcast my ID? Just, how, do you, how do I tap it? You need a router. You need a, a separate router. Uh, well, yeah, you could use router. People are using Raspberry Pis with uh, Wi-Fi. Uh, hooked up to you know it's like they're it's wired internet one way and then turning into a Wi-Fi access point. Oh, I guess you could that do way. That. Yeah, um, I could use internet connection sharing on yeah. this MacBook to sure. do it, but I don't know how to clone Macs. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to spoof the got, Mac address on it. I'm sure there's an easy way to do it. I've got an old WRT 54GL at home with tomato on it that I'm not doing anything right. with. Right. So, so what I, you, could, I could bring that in. Yeah, yeah. Just bring it in. Let's you do just, it. You just broadcast your Mac address out there. Yeah, and then people will be able to connect to you. Now they would put their me in the queue in the queue as well. So, but it wouldn't be you, you would just you wouldn't want to create another one because there are already a bunch yeah. created. So you just yeah. you just tap just into tap those into and go. Those. Right. There's no real benefit. Right. Because you'd have to sway people like use mine too, use mine too. Yeah. The people interested in this are already using these ten addresses. Yeah. Assuming it's all still up and running, you'd think that Nintendo a could, if they update. wanted to, just it's not even firmware update. They would just on their end, just blacklist those MAC addresses. And, oh, and oh, yeah, this, has nothing, get stored. Yeah, this yeah. has nothing to do with what's going on on the 3DS. This right, is right, purely right. on their server side. Yeah, they could do firmware stuff, too, if they wanted to, but, uh, but they, I, wouldn't, they wouldn't have to. I think that's, I don't know. The, the I think that's super cool, and yeah. I think that's people going above and beyond, and, and people getting to use this StreetPass yeah. feature. I think it would be a mistake if Nintendo... If Nintendo yeah, were smart, totally. they would be selling an iDevice that you plug in USB to something that is a... a Wi-Fi broadcaster, don't call it that because Nintendo's smarter than that. They're like, hey, plug this into a wall, and you can street pass with a, you know, random people from around well, the world they, in your if, home. If they were smart, they would just update the 3DS firmware again to have a button that says, give me somebody. Yeah, but then you sell this. 
Amazing. Well, but that, I mean, that kind of defeats the the idea of street. Pass, it does. So. Like yeah. I said, yeah. Like I said last week when that happened, that thing happened where a guy sent me the custom greeting asking if I was from Giant Bomb. Yeah. Like knowing that I had walked within a few feet of that guy when that happened was like highly erotic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she got me all hot. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, yeah. No, I mean, there, yeah, there is that, some weird. The, the natural street pass yeah. method is a cool idea. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it's just not sure. a realistic. Sure. You know, so there are parts of that system that you, people just don't get to use. Yeah. And, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna, am I just going to, like, spend play coins on puzzle pieces for the rest of my life? Like, no. Right. Would you buy... No. Not even for a little bit? Mm-mm. A street pass amplifier for your car. <laughs> the antenna that you put on top? That signal to everybody else that you are street passing in your car uh-huh. so that when you saw another car with the street pass antenna on... You knew that you guys were going to be in business. That's, that's, this was a good deal. I mean, like, at that point, why did you just get a bumper sticker that says, I'm street passing? Why don't you just start start emitting the pheromones that signal the yeah. other person to let them know that you're ready to street pass? Mm-hmm. So and then I start molting. Yeah, you molt, and then you present the 3DS. Yeah. That's like pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Get on those bean bags. You guys ever mm-hmm. seen a Bluetooth sniper rifle? What? Like a remotely fired... No, like it looks like a weapon. Like you, it's shoulder. You hold it up to your shoulder, and it's this long, like looks like a, you know, those old antennas. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have rigged it up to intercept Bluetooth stuff from like hundreds oh, of yards wow. away. Huh. Wow. To like steal data. And stuff? Well, yeah. So it's like a directional antenna, basically. Yeah. Huh. That's I don't know if they cool. still work. This is. Is there a trigger like on Ten it? years ago. Hmm. I don't know. That's crazy. One thing I'll, I'll correct myself on when I said right at the beginning that Street Pass has been compromised, that has not happened because I talked to Will Smith about that on Friday. Yeah, it's all still encrypted. That is a whole deeper level. Yeah, if, yeah. if you want to... Like the, yeah, because the, the it, Street Pass itself is encrypted. They've been working on trying that, to like, yeah, that, deconstruct it, the headers it, it, on it or whatever. It's way. Like you can capture the packets that you send when you Street Pass with someone, mm-hmm. but it's the response that you get that makes it work. So you can't just send. You couldn't just have a high-powered emitter yeah. that sends your shit out because oh. it would need to hear back um, for for that to work. So that'll take some more effort. We'll get there. I, oh, I, we won't. Someone will. I don't know how I'm, I don't know how I'm going to feel on that day. Like all the day the street pass fell. Yeah, the day you had all puzzle pieces forever. It's like it, yeah, like all the magic's going to be gone. It's going to simultaneously break into two radio stations. Like yeah. what? The magic broke when they charged me fifteen dollars for street pass games <laughs> when that rabbit showed. Actually, up. I still that haven't. Was, I still haven't gotten around to buying those. And those games are not level dependent, so your level mm. one guys would would theoretically oh, okay. be more uh, more useful in those games. I just well, that that black XL is out now. I just oh, think right. need to just go buy one of those so I have a 3DS again. I think it would be super cool that anybody's 3DS that is on and connected to a network one day gets the same me, and it's like a dude in like a little pirate hat or something like that, and it's like I broke the code. Right. <laughs> and that's all he says is like his little speech bubble that says like. I did it. Just says hello world. Yeah, yeah, hello, yeah. yeah. And then like everybody's got to be like, who is this guy? Yeah. And then every day they get it. <laughs> Forever. No, that's too much. And he's like that's level forty <laughs> somehow. Uh, that's mean. He shoots a gun. There you go. <laughs> and he steals all your play coins. Holding that rabbit. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like this is also, I mean, like the street pass stuff for you know all the puzzle pieces and all that garbage. Like that's one thing. 
But, you know, th- that functionality exists in stuff like Fire Emblem. You know, there's like games that have interesting functionality dependent on you not only street passing, but street passing spot with passing? other people that are playing that game. Isn't that spot passing? No. That's street passing? That's still street pass. Spot pass is when it happens over the internet. Oh, really? But it's, it's spot pass is when uh, Nintendo sends you a new swap note note. Yes. Spot, oh. spot pass is not is their notification service that says, yes. "Hey, you should buy the year of Luigi rages on." Okay, yes. here's, spot, here's Reggie's me telling you to buy shit. Spot pass is not a street pass over the internet. Spot pass is just something happened over the internet. Okay, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. I'm about to street pass out if I don't get some food. All right, let's uh, go to some emails. E- emails. All right, bombcastgiantbomb.com is the email address. Um, we covered the emails about rabies. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, those we're were good. the long ones. Really appreciate it. Thank um, you. Yeah. Stanley and Michael were the two that I pulled because they were, yeah. <laughs> Stanley's number two. Rabies is 100% fatal. While you referenced, I know. While you referenced the Milwaukee Protocol. <laughs> That's a great movie. As a possible cure, the science is still out on whether the Milwaukee Protocol, a treatment that involves putting you in a medical coma and pumping your body full of antivirals, crossing your fingers and hoping for the best, is actually an effective treatment, or if there is something else at work. Milwaukee protocol. The most classic symptom of rabies is hydrophobia. Your body body literally refuses to even go near water, despite thirst. And humans humans do not foam at the mouth. It's like a series of four shots in the arm now. It's not stomach. Oh, and I had the symptoms confused with tetanus. That's lockjaw. That's lockjaw. Wait, your body refuses to go near water? Like, yeah, there's a, there's a video that I did not click on that is apparently of a man who is attempting to drink tea and his body will not let him. Wait, Come what? on. Wait, it's not a psychosis? It's like a, I don't know, like a re- repulsion? Yeah. It's like like a, he wants to, but he can't? Yeah. He what? knows he's thirsty and needs to, but, well, yeah, but that's what I mean. what I mean. What I mean is you're not, like, in, in the head, you're yeah. just not averse to water. I guess. I don't know. I didn't watch the video. I didn't watch the video. I'm not holding you accountable for this. Craziness. Yeah. Um, John wants to know: You guys ever get eye strain? He sits too close to a TV uh, and and gets eye strain, just like his mom always said he would. And do you think the Oculus Rift will make this worse? Am I doomed to suffer? He what? gets like migraine, bad headaches mm. if he sits too close for a couple oh, of hours. I never thought about the I, yeah. Oculus Rift. I've definitely on occasion get. Like, I do in a dark headache, room. Headaches around I the eyes, dry like, around eyes your brow from not blinking, but I don't get. I, do uh, I don't get actual. Strain, I don't think. I get headaches. I don't know if it's from my eye strain. Yeah. I get twitchy eyelid sometimes. And oh, yeah. And we're talking to our doctor friend, Kelly, mm-hmm. Dr. Kelly. Yeah. And he said he thought that was all a bunch of bullshit. Eye strain? Yeah. Migraines. Eye strain. Eye mm-hmm. strain. That is, you know, like people spent years and centuries reading books in low light and. Didn't they go blind? I don't know. Wives now? Hey, he's a fucking doctor. Yeah. I'm not. What For me, it's the, it's the bright monitor in a pitch black room. That'll the, make your head go crazy? And my, and my head's a foot away from the I can, I can do that i can i can totally thrive that way i just don't like it yeah i don't think nothing hurts on me just like this is unpleasant yeah. I, I find when i turn around and look around the room i feel bad yeah yeah <laughs> it's like it's really that. dark because here. then it's like it's it, you know the monitor light is just bright enough to see like yeah. the pizza box with the yeah. chicken box on top of it yep. and, and usually it's because uh, there's no light on because it was daylight when we started this adventure and now yeah. it's gotten dark right Doctor Kelly, nice fake doctor name. That was good. You like that? Yeah, that's some kind of brain surgeon. I don't know. Uh, Mason wants to know what the fuck the bottom modem slot on the GameCube was for. It's for a modem. <laughs> or someone actually wrote me on Tumblr and said they used to hide their drugs in there. I don't know. Uh, 
Holly in Brighton wants to know where is the romance yeah. in video games. The absolute best games are the ones all about the stories and characters like Bioshock, Walking Dead, and Last of Us rather than a massive sprawling wastelands of Skyrim or Fallout. Where is the romance? I read a lot and my guilty pleasure is trashy romance and I can't, I can't help but wondering if romance is so sparse in the gaming world because a lot of it is still trying to break out of its adolescent male shell. I saw mm. I saw some romance today in the quick look we were doing. There's a, there's definitely a romance option. <laughs> so, uh, that's that to me that's yeah that's romance. They yeah, may, I, they may not get to see that I think, quick look for a while. Yeah, that might. Yeah, really I'm just saying. I, I yeah. saw some romance. Yeah, oh, yeah, there was some, there's romance. There's romance. There's a lot. That's how I want it to be. 